You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hello, guys. My name is Michael. <laughs> and I'm coming here to tell you... The fuck? That this is the Blurred Vision podcast, and we are super lit tonight. <laughs> Michael took some acid before we start the podcast, clearly. <laughs> I'm high as fuck right now. <laughs> I just came from underwater. <laughs> like the trailer. Like the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we literally just finished watching a couple of things that we should have probably watched before the podcast, but, you know. Well, we did. <laughs> well, well, you know what I mean, before the day of the podcast, but we're, we run this podcast on CP time, so we ended up watching the newest episode of Young Justice. Yes, we weren't correct. I was going to say, well, they don't know that. Like, the episode's still going to come out tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm trying to be open and honest with our audience. <laughs> it's called being genuine. <laughs> But yeah, we made a lot of mistakes about Young Justice last week. Um, I was actually one of the listeners listening back to our podcast and going, I don't agree with anything they're saying right now. <laughs> I'll bring it up when we get into Young Justice. But what? I mean, number one, we were like, is this the last episode of the season? I'm not sure. Maybe we should have known that. Like, you know, we're a podcast of information. Maybe we should have known the information. I mean, who cares? Like... <laughs> It would only take it a Google search, but we're just like, eh, that's too be, much work. I can't be bothered with that's that. Too, that's too much work. <laughs> so yeah, we were wrong. There were more Young Justice episodes. I mean, we said the same thing about Demon Slayer. Is this the season finale? Yeah, I think so. It yeah. ended like nope. <laughs> typical season finales. And then yet yeah, the next episode was like a complete reversal of the last episode. So it's like, wait, what? Yeah, so, we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, we're the podcast that is wrong about everything. <laughs> so if you don't agree with this last episode... Well, that's fine. People still listen, so yeah. we're right about something. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your listenership, because I don't understand it. <laughs> but you do, which is what matters. I think they just like raging. Because remember, we got a couple emails. I yell at you. I let you yell at you niggas all the time, because y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Why are you listening? <laughs> that's the door of the Explorer effect. <laughs> it's the audience participation. I don't even watch Dora, so I can't even make a reference. Wow. <laughs> it's a map. It's a map. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Swiper. No swiping. But yeah, man, we got that's, a lot no, to talk that's, about. That's Tinder. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, we got a lot to talk about this week. Um, less than I thought we would have, because I watched a lot of animation this weekend, so I thought it would be like animation domination week on Blair Vision, but Michael didn't watch a lot of it. So, But I do want to talk about things like Rock Modern Life, which did air I was on like, Netflix. What did, you, what did you watch? You watched... Well, I watched... Uh, Invader Zim. Invader Zim, the oh. movie. For whatever reason, that was like Nickelodeon's Nostalgia Weekend or something on Netflix, because they released Rock with Modern Life and Invader Zim the same weekend. Which, yeah, I never watched that show, so... Oh, I, I loved that show as a kid, and... Yeah, somebody sent me a message on my YouTube channel. Like, I hope you do a review of Invader Zim. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I didn't give my thoughts on it, like, just real quick, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I had to Google it. I was like, oh, I, ne I never watched that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's... Uh, or acquired taste. 
I feel like it's like one of the, it's like the the nineties. I, no, I hear I'm like the two thousands were in the Stimpy. I hear it. I'm like Earthworm Jim. Is that what you're talking about? No, <laughs> not at all. I'm which they the are. Song which now. I did read that they are rebooting that video game. That'd be cool. No, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh, I didn't even really like that game as much when I was younger. But whatever. Told to Jam and Earl. I could. I, That'd be cool if they rebooted that. God, we're old as fuck. <laughs> stop it. Stop aging us. You remember that game? Told you, Amonero? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I watched Invader Zim, Rocko's Modern Life. I watched... I watched Rocko. Okay. Well, I also watched... What you didn't watch was um, Cannon Busters, the, the new anime by Leon... No. What's his name? Leon Thomas? Sean Thomas? Again, I'm the best podcast ever. No research. LaShawn Thomas. LaShawn Thomas. Thank you. Yes. A black creator that teamed up with a... Japanese animation studio to create basically every anime but with black characters. And that's not really an insult. Like that might sound like I'm insulting it, but I I've got a weird hate to love relationship with that anime that I was really excited to talk to you about, but because you're trash and didn't watch it because you're not the guy's all about black liberation. First of all, first of all <laughs> you didn't even send me a met like I want to talk about I only just found out about it last I night. I assumed you knew. <laughs> well that's what you get for assuming. I'm gonna get ass out of you and me, right? And the but only reason I You're knew usually of, more open to that stuff than I am, you know, with the the I, in the only, blurred community. Somebody sent uh, somebody I, and that's how I found out about it. I was in a group and somebody made a post about it like hey it's a black anime. I was like, "What is it?" I'll watch it after I'm done with Wu Assassins. See, I didn't watch Wu Assassins because it wasn't black people. We're a black podcast, Michael. Are we though? Yeah, kind of <laughs> Oreos, but you know, still, still, still some melanin in here. Well, there's Asian people in it, and we had we had an Asian on the podcast at one point. All right, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm keeping you alive, Jamie. I say we just re like just rapid fire, just some random reviews this week because you also watch Good Boys, which I didn't watch. We're so organized this episode. Yeah, but I wasn't playing on like that's not a I figured that's not a blurred vision. But we did talk about <laughs> it. We we literally had a whole like discussion about it. No, I podcast. showed you the trailer, but I wasn't showing you with the intention to actually talk about it on the show. Oh. Well, give me like a two minute <laughs> review. Just your thoughts on it. Okay, okay. Cuz I was curious. Like right. I it looked like a like Hangover or um what's the other one? Super bad, but like with kids. That's what most people are comparing it to. I never saw Super Bad, so I don't. And we'll compare notes because you watch Good Boys and I watch Sex Tuplets with Marlon Wayans. <laughs> because well, I already know mine is better than yours. Oh, I know it too. <laughs> Trust me, I don't even have to know what that show was a, a movie was about. No, it was definitely better than that shit. <laughs> I had a very Netflix heavy weekend, so that was on the list. And I was just like, oh, I, I, I was drunk watching it. I still regret it. My time. <laughs> Does that happen to you? Me rescuing my man after he's drowned in my pussy. Actually, yes. <laughs> I'm disgusted. I'm the, I'm the stereotype where... No, this is kind of personal. <laughs> I'm like, should I just say this on the podcast? Is, is, it, is it though? Well, I'm, I'm that guy. There's no secrets on this show. Okay, well, yeah, mister, I fucked Freddy Cougar over here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm that guy that after I, I, I climax, I instantly fall asleep. <laughs> Was it good for you? Was it good for... <sighs> That's me. So, so, so it's like drains your energy. Yeah. <laughs> I need a sensu being. <laughs> All right, but we will be talking about we'll be talking about Young Justice, Demon Slayer, uh, Doctor Stone, uh, Batman Hush. Batman Hush. We fucked up last week. <laughs> you didn't watch Ninja Turtles, you asshole. I mean, after your ringing endorsement last week, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. You know, it was. Everything in the name, you pretty much can assume what it's like. Batman vs. Ninja Turtles. 
Do you think it's going to be amazing? Do you think it's going like, to blow your mind how yeah, good it's it is? the best cartoon ever. <laughs> Look, I love Ninja Turtles, all right? I love Power Rangers versus Ninja Heroes Turtles. Heroes and a Half Show. But I, I don't think that their inclusion makes anything like, oh my God, the Ninja Turtles totally elevated Batman. It's... It, it's a cheesy crossover, but whatever. Yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit when we get into our rapid-fire reviews by the end. But before we get into all that, we have no iTunes review, so don't got to get into that. But for those that do want to support the podcast and hear your review read aloud in the podcast, uh, or read aloud in the show, rather, send in your iTunes reviews. I know iTunes is trash, but we're at 269 reviews. 69, Michael. 69. I was just thinking. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, my. <laughs> So we're close at 275 goal for the end of the year. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. Support the podcast. Leave us a review. We also read your emails out loud every week. So I will get into those. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to well. Let's see our first email. What's up? <laughs> no, look at a, a, a video of a dog. <laughs> Michael just looks at fucking memes the entire podcast now. What is this? He just walks through the fucking the <laughs> obstacle. It's a it's a it was a video of a and dog. Wait, should you shut the fuck up? I know you're not talking the whole the last like three weeks, every time I get to the news, you just stop paying attention. Not because you of become memes. you become Jamie <laughs> on the podcast. Every uh, time we get to the news section, Jamie would just disappear. Uh not because of memes though, because I'd be having power and worthy problems. Excuses. What the so I had to like talk to my team mid podcast. Well, memes are problems. <laughs> memes are problems. Yes. Not memes are the opposite of problems. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, you know what's not a problem, Michael? These emails. And our first email comes from Jamal DeMarco. Jamal says, "Hey guys, hope all is well. I had a couple more questions for you. Have you uh, one? Have you seen or heard about Netflix's new anime, Cannon Buster? Well, I have. Michael didn't. I have, I've heard of it. <laughs> now." <laughs> It was originally a comic that was created by a person of color uh, and was recently ad- adapted. I'm only a few episodes in, but like, but I like what I've seen so far. It was dis- uh, If I was to describe it, I would say it's Trigun meets the Dragon Prince. Random, I know. Um, that's, not an, that, that's a pretty fair comparison, bro. And it's not even... Like, I would honestly... There's so many anime that this anime pulls from. And at first... This is kind of getting into my review for it. I was going to give today, but since I'm probably going to forget by next week when Michael does watch it. I literally binged the whole show. I finished the entire season. How many episodes is it? Uh, 11. That's too many. And only a half hour each, so it's a pretty quick watch. What was it like five hours? Yeah, it's quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at first, the anime felt derivative. And honestly, and this hurts me to say... This is no knock on my fellow black creators of anime or anything like that, or people that like that like the anime. It sounds style. like sounds like it. It's gonna sound like that at first, but it's, it's honestly not. It's just a something I've noticed, and honestly, I think it's because most black people love Dragon Ball Z. But honestly, let me ask you, Michael, how many things on like Instagram or YouTube that are like anime-inspired things made by black people featuring black people that just look like Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, there's a lot. A lot. <laughs> and it's not, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying, like, that's the... It's it's always, like, a black character. It's Naruto plus Dragon Ball Z. Always black characters doing martial arts, and at some point, they power yeah, up like they Dragon power Ball up, Z. Yeah, power up, yeah. Yeah, it's always the same thing. Key Blast. I'm, like, basically shooting Kamehameha's. It's... 
but you know, it's, it's because they're drawing from what inspired them. Even Neo Yokio in some aspects. Very much so. But which, I think with this anime, trash. yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And honestly, mentioning Neo Yokio at first, like in the first episode or two, I felt the same way about Cannon Buster. I felt like it was derivative. Like it was just again just blatantly copying elements from other anime and just like throwing it in this world and it just and honestly it felt cluttered it felt like the the world had no cohesion where in, in one kingdom it looked like literally ba- uh, uh uh what's it called uh battle angel alita that city where it's like the the super scientific sci-fi city that's floating above the other city that's like trash and they dump their trash from the site, the, the technologically advanced city down to the trash city. There's literally a city like that in this world. There's a world where it's like straight up medieval fantasy, but with sci-fi elements. There are giant robots, like cars that transform into robots. But then there's also like sorcerers and magic, and it's like basically everything. Every, <laughs> it's literally everything. It's there's cowboy western worlds that look like Trigun or Cowboy Bebop, and then they'll go to. Uh, 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 a place that looks just like modern New York City, but with like airships. Like it's it's literally every time, place, and fantasy setting you can imagine in one world. And at first, like I was saying, it felt derivative. It felt like, well, I've seen this a million times before. You're not doing anything original. You're just taking. You're just cripping from other things to build this anime's world, and it doesn't feel cohesive. But as the anime went on. I started to realize that, oh no, it's not that they're just cribbing from these other things. I started to realize that it, was, it felt more like an homage to those other animes. Because it was too blatant. Once they got to the, the, the Battle Angel Alita world, I'm like, there's... No, and they had the exact same uh, iconography... Iconography... What's the word? Iconography. Iconography of the trash falling from the floating city down to like the big trash heap. It looked. It was literally a scene pulled from the ad- adaptation we just saw live action. So I was like, "This is not a coincidence. It's not like they're not just doing this because they don't have any of their own ideas. I think they're doing it because you kind of see the love, uh, like the love this guy had for all the anime he probably grew up with, and he's referencing it all in this anime that he made. So it felt like what at first felt derivative at the end of the anime." To me, it started feeling more like a love letter, and that's where it started to grow on me. So at first, I was like, kind of arms crossed, like this is fucking. It's just I've seen this anime a million times. Why can't black people make an anime that actually is original rather than fucking just cribbing from other things? But then by the end of it, I was like, oh no, this is this has heart. This is actually a, a show that is wearing its love for anime on its sleeve, and I really appreciate it for that. That's my thoughts on it. Okay, but you didn't say anything about the actual story. Oh, well, I was referencing what he was talking about, where it felt like a combination of Trigon meets Dragon Prince. It really, there were elements of, like I said, Battle Angel Alita. I saw Gurren I saw Trigon. I saw Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I saw uh, just generic mech animes like Gundam. Um, everything. Afro, like Samurai Shampoo. I don't know what that is. Uh, you're trash. <laughs> but basically, Footy Cootie. What the fuck is that? FLCL? That's the same thing, though. What? You got, you got cooties? Footy kitty, footy kida. You got cooties? Again, these are all old school animes that you've probably never seen. But it's, it's just everything is referenced. And, but in terms of the story, it's it's not anything super complicated. There, I will say, it's like Dragon Prince, where it's a very basic, we have to get from point A to point B storyline. Where it's like, it's a bunch of warring kingdoms, and you gotta predict this prince. Well, better than Dragon Prince? <sighs> I mm, yeah I actually would say I enjoy 
I don't know if, hmm, I don't know if character-wise. No, yeah, I think it's better than Dragon Prince. <laughs> like I'm, now I'm thinking about Dragon Prince. I'm like, yeah, the Dragon Prince characters are pretty shallow, and I think that's my main issue with the characters in Cannon Busters. They, they're very, they're shallow, but they fulfill the role they have to fulfill in the show. Like it's not a deep anime, but I don't think it's trying to be. I think it's just, it's supposed to be like just a fun adventure. Like a lot of the episodes are episodic. I think that's the point. It's 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 reminiscent of those old school anime where it's just like, hey, we're just having a, a good time. It's not anything super deep. Um, there are a few twists, but it's nothing that's like, oh my god, it's mind blowing. But yeah, it's a, it's just basically a story about a bounty hunter who meets these two robots who are trying to find a prince. So they have to, the, the the robots need him to escort the two ro to, the robots need him to escort them to this other kingdom across the world. So it's a story that follows those three and then also follows the prince who got separated from those two robots being um, guarded by this big dude named Odin. And it's you're just following those two stories as they try and get to this Thor's this father. rendezvous spot. Yeah, but it's a big black guy with a big sword. So Thor's father. Yeah. The hook is the, the bounty hunter they meet who is just like, it's like a combination of Spike Spiegel, Mugen from Samurai Shampoo. Um... Yeah, because I know all. You these, don't know who that I is. I know all these references. But he, he's a combination of other anime characters. But the the hook is he's immortal, and you're not quite sure why. They kind of reveal it later, but it's like a like it's like a hand waving explanation of like yeah, it's magic. Magic made him immortal, and you're not sure. Every time he dies, like a number appears on his body, like a tattoo. I think by the end of the show, he's up to like thirty five to thirty six, maybe even more. But my assumption is they haven't said this out loud in the show yet even when the season ended. But I'm assuming that once he gets to 100, he's going to die. Because, you know, he only has so much skin for the tattoos to take up. So I assume once he gets to 99, he'll have no more room for tattoos, and that's probably when he runs out of lives. But, but of course, with a hook just like grow that... grow new skin. Just grow new skin? Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> Every time he gets revived, and he gets killed in crazy ways where sometimes his skin does get burned or singed off, it just regrows, and the tattoos come back in the same way. I would say way. Willow did it in season seven of Buffy. Pulling off skin? No, she just regrew some new skin. What the fuck? When a demon was eating her skin. What the fuck? She used magic to regrow her skin. All right, well, that's not what happened there. <laughs> but of course, with a hook like that, you know he dies like every episode because he has to. <laughs> like, everyone else is always like, fine. Like, like Halo. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you have the ability to die and come back, that's when the plot's like, oh, so you don't need plot armor. <laughs> so now everything's going to kill you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd recommend it, especially since you haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm not gonna say it's the greatest anime ever. Not anything close to that. But I will say that for an original, like non-Japanese anime, I think it's up there. I know it's a small list: Dragon Prince, Avatar. <laughs> Maybe it's the, but it's above Dragon Prince. So there you go, winning. It's not saying that much, though. So. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> I enjoyed it. If I was to give it a rating for the whole season, I'd probably give it like... <sighs> On one hand, a high passable, but I think the theme song makes it a little more than passable because that theme song is fucking fire. Have you heard it? No. Oh, well, it's fucking amazing. I'll drop it here. <laughs> Things to do, people to see, and we gotta get it done right away. It's a 
the crew, yes, we a team, thinking and thieves, and we all trying to help find a way. If you know the destination, we making conversation. Time is ticket, sun is setting, we got no time for waiting. Might be the showdown, look like it's about to go down. Bust through with the cannon at the hold down. fucking love it it's like, it's one of those uh i made a story post about it um someone made a funny meme where it was like netflix asked you skip intro it's like nah i'm good because that thing is awesome <laughs> uh and to finish jamal's email too what is something you do in your spare time that isn't nerd related for me personally when i'm not gaming watching anime or reading comics i spend a lot of time keeping up with and watching basketball sports ball the fuck yeah, is that foos, foos, <laughs> foosball uh, keep up the great work and stay nerdy, my blurry. Like, bas- like picnic baskets? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do that's not nerdy in your spare time? Jerk off. I mean, but sometimes that's nerdy for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jerking off to, to, to hentai? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> o- octopus porn? <laughs> yeah. So sometimes that's still nerdy for me. I don't know. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> we know what you're looking at. <laughs> don't you judge me. <laughs> I'm looking up some cannon busters porn later today. You know what I'm saying? Cannon busters. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, you're going to bust your cannon. That's right. <laughs> uh, let me see. Do I have something? What do I do that's not nerdy? I mean, I watch non-nerd related shows. I watch Sex Toughless. Does that count? <laughs> or is that nerdy? I guess it's, I mean, that's technically nerdy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I have... Is the stunts thing... Like the martial arts stuff? Is that no. not nerdy? Is that nerdy? Because it's Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nerdy. And it's also motivated for that very reason, so it's a very nerdy motivation for it, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe everything I do is nerdy. <laughs> the Dark Revelation of Jordan. There's nothing else going for me. I, w- I work out sometimes. Is that nerdy? To anime with anime music. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Everything in my life is nerdy. <laughs> I don't think there is something. I'm like, I'm honestly thinking about. It. I'm like, I don't really have a a pastime that isn't saying, nerdy watch, on some I level. Watch, I watch non-nerd related shows. I mean, I do that too, but I don't enjoy it. So is that still? I think that's still nerdy. Because <laughs> it's like, oh uh, yeah, because you don't enjoy it. Yeah, my, and there's superheroes in this. What the fuck? <laughs> hmm. Like Mindhunter. I want to get eventually get into Mindhunter. No, that's not nerd. That's not nerd related. That was my hunter. It's on Netflix. I watch horror. Even horror stuff is nerdy. Yeah. I'm like a horror nerd. I like. I like that. Okay. So how about this? Maybe everything is nerdy if you like it enough. Hmm. How about that? 
No. <laughs> See, I'm trying to rationalize it. <laughs> I'm not nerdy. You're all nerdy. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> and what else? Nerd. All right, whatever. Next email. Next email comes from Dio Ade. I'm sure I butchered that name. The gymnastic nerdy? I like watching gymnastics every once in a while. You like watching gymnastics? Yeah. Like the competitions? Like the competitions. Once upon a time, I wanted to be uh, a gymnast. Really? But we didn't, have the, I didn't have, we didn't have the money to put me in a class. So just start doing cartwheels. And plus, I live in the fucking hood. Where am I going to go? Do uh, cartwheels yeah. down the street. <laughs> like, where, where am I going to go to go uh, take a gymnastics class? You have to go all the way to like the white areas. <laughs> the white areas. Because there's no, there's no gymnast or no gym or anything like that around here. I'm laughing to stop myself from crying because you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I did go to gymnastics class when I was younger and I went to the white areas. <laughs> Had to go to South Orange and shit like that. Well, fuck you because you, you live my dream. <laughs> So you don't know how to do any like cartwheels or nothing? I can do a cartwheel. That's easy. Okay, well, but you're a gymnast. There you go. No. <laughs> well, I wanted see. to be I wanted to be fucking Nightwing. Well, really, and that's not the what I was like I want to do like I want to do moves like Buffy. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Again, nerdy. <laughs> well, see, Dio says, "Finally, I review. Forgive any typos or misspellings. I have dyslexia." Oh, okay. Well, no problem, bro. I usually try and like I don't I don't try and say the typos that I read. Yes, you do. No, I only say them when I fuck up. Like I don't I don't know what this person's trying to say. So then I I have no choice but to be like, let me reread this real quick. Let's see. Hey, Michael and Jordan, I've been putting off this email because I am a chronic procrastinator. Ditto. So yep. hashtag relatable. But I think it's about time I came out. What? I, I did that a long time ago. <laughs> I don't think that's what he means, but <laughs> I don't know how many reviews you get from outside. Uh, I'm like, it's okay, bro. Take your time. You don't have to come out <laughs> if you're not ready. I don't know how many reviews you get from outside the U.S., but I'm uh, assume I'm the first African, specifically Nigerian. Ooh, we got somebody from Africa. Yeah. So no way, Don't be, don't be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and I'm never listening again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nose email is not a scam. Ah, that was funny. You get it. No, I don't get it. Because Nigerian princes, princes usually like send money scams. No, oh, I don't. I know nothing about that. What really? Where they send like the thing where it's like, "Hey, I'm a Nigerian prince and I have all this money, but I need to send it to you so you can send it back to me, and I'll let you keep a percentage of it." No. You what? Never heard of that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like an online thing. <laughs> well, that just goes to show I don't get fucking get scammed easily. <laughs> or maybe you're like, "Wait, so Nigerian prince wasn't telling the truth? Why he said he was gonna give all that money?" <laughs> No, he told he he was telling me the truth when uh, I had his dick in my mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> Coming to America, am I right? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but seriously, I've been listening to your show for a while now, and I very much look forward to every Wednesday when you drop an episode, and I listen to them in my apartment on my speakers. I'm always laughing and yelling angrily at no one because I because <laughs> I really don't agree with what y'all say sometimes, but that's cool. Oh, caveat. No. I was gonna say, well, welcome to the vast cavalcade of people. <laughs> Well, we have like 2,000 plus listeners, what, like 80% of them don't agree? (laughs) Hey, I understand. Like I was saying last week, I was one of those listeners. I was like, I don't agree with anything we're saying. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, It's cool. It's all part of the experience. I was in New York area three weeks ago, and I kept thinking about how hard I fangirl if I ran into either of you. But sadly, I didn't. But I hope one day when I'm back in the States, I could be able to meet you, uh, meet y'all. 
can you imagine the odds of just bumping into us just in New York? Randomly wanting- you know how big New York is? How many people are in New York? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm back home now and I'm about to finish my last semester of university and I'm listening to a lot of podcasts to help me through the days when I just completely break down from the pressure. And I must say your podcast is my favorite. Wow. Yes, I know how that life is. That last semester, you're just crying because I'm like, I need to pass this class. <laughs> The fact that we can even help a little bit with that is like super inspiring. Thanks, bro. Uh, I agree with your CW sentiments, and I and to be honest, I use you guys to keep up with what happens on Arrow. See? Do you see? I keep telling you. He just you. said he agrees with us. So he's trying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if we have to suffer through it, Mike, we have to suffer for our listeners. I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> we fall on the sword for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> The only CW show I still watch is The Flash. The thing is, living in Nigeria, it's really hard slash easy to get a lot of shows. Hard because a lot of streaming services aren't available here, but easy because I wear an eye patch. Wink, wink. Arr. Ah, okay. Jordan had a confused look on his face. He yeah, I was like, He what? didn't understand it. I was like, what? All right. Okay. He's not the smartest Avenger. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, confused. <laughs> I try my best to keep up with all the shows and movies y'all watch, but damn you. Oh, but damn you and Michael consume a lot of content. Wow. Thank you not for saying a, that. I was going to say, not even as much as that. Yeah, because I feel bad that we don't consume as much as I think we should be. Compared to other people, I'm like, how the fuck are you watching all of this? Dude, it's to, so much. I have to go to work. Yeah, like, it's impossible. Like, even this weekend, I've been so much. And there's, I didn't watch Swamp Thing. I didn't watch Cloak and Dagger. I didn't watch Krypton. I didn't watch Ages of Shield. Like, you know, well, there's like this, this point, giant list. It does Krypton, doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> but then I saw a fucking um, uh, a commercial for the Doomsday part of the season two of Krypton. And it looks fucking awesome. Like, awesome. Have you seen it? No. Bro. Like, it looks better than the movie. Like, they have, like, an actual storyline for Doomsday. They do the thing where they kill Doomsday over and over again to make him into Doomsday. So he's like a, he's like a Kryptonian dude who gets, like, um, put in this... And it's all basic commercials. It's not really spoilers. But he gets put in, the, like, a, a Kryptonian, like, scientific experiment where they're like, yeah, we're going to make you a superhero. So essentially, he thinks he's signing up to be a Superman. But they kill him over and over and over again until he eventually evolves into Doomsday. And it's like, Fuck! It's gro- it's graphic. They show him dying and reforming and shit. It's crazy. Like burning his skin off and all this shit. Like it looks awesome. Doesn't matter. But I know it got canceled, <laughs> but still it looks and I'm sure it ends on a cliffhanger too. So it's like a thing where you won't even be satisfied. Like it'll, you might like the season, but then by the season finale it's like, "Oh, but now I got to live with this blue balls forever." <laughs> Maybe everybody dies at the end. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. Let's see, he goes on to say, anyways, I know this is pretty long and you probably butchered my name. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, did you even say his name? Yeah, I did. Oh. I literally was like, I'm sure I butchered it. Uh, Dayo Ade. D A Y O A D E. I'm sure I killed it. Dayo? Dayo Aid? Ade? Ada? <laughs> Where's the ah coming from? It's it's you said a d a d e, like lemonade, like aid, ade. <laughs> so deo ade, ah. But the fact that he knew, like he, he psychically was it like, could, I know you're gonna show me. Could my be deo a day, deo a day, a day. That sounds that sounds better. I don't know. <laughs> please please send us uh, like a syllable breakdown of how to pronounce your names. I feel terrible. <laughs> 
Uh, anyways, I know this is pretty long. Deo, bizade, oh, bizade. oh, when I do it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> but when you do it, that's not African. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to get this out there and I'll try to write more frequently. I look forward to that, bro. Thank you. P.S. The girl you played, Baby Cicada, or the girl who played Baby Cicada on The Flash is the same actress that played Cable's dead daughter in Deadpool 2. Really? Oh, his younger daughter. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, was there his daughter and a girl, a little girl? Uh, P.S.S. I've always wanted to say this. Oh, I've always wanted to say this. Stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond plus ultra. But thank you, ultra. Deo or Dio. Ultra. 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 <laughs> uh, and our last email comes from our old pal, Diamante Sharp. Netflix is lit. Hey, Jordan and Michael, how was your week? My week was shit. Just like Jordan when he had that beef with Rashawn and Regis. Ah, oh, memories. <laughs> it was all the little things that piled up and made my week depressing. What? Hmm? What? He's saying, remember when I had that terrible week and then Rashawn and Regis pissed me the fuck off? And I was, oh, I went, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. That was a while ago, but yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's one of our highlights. So <laughs> remember that time Jordan raged the fuck out in the podcast? <laughs> um... Uh, Michael thinking Secret Beast was trash, which probably means you'll both fall off it. Krypton got canceled right yeah, around. I only watched one episode. So. Yeah, so we never got on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, one leg on the side of that one fell off immediately. Um, Krypton got canceled right around when oh, I was you going watch to watch more than one, right? I watched like five or six. It doesn't get better. <laughs> so you're not missing out on anything. Um... Krypton got canceled right around when I was going to watch it. Sorry for spoiling your news, Michael. That's fine. We just talked about it, so that's fine. Uh, CW wants to give us pandering feminist bullshit with Batwoman instead of Zatanna show. It's just a lot. Hey, man. Are we talking about Rock was Modern Life? As much as I say I want a Zatanna show, which I do, I'm like, I don't want it on the CW, though. <laughs> Me either. I mean, they couldn't even do Constantine. Well, that wasn't CW. That was NBC. I mean, that's true, yeah. But I don't have faith in them. But something, like a, but something like a Constantine needs to be on cable. Constantine is a dark character. You can't do that on watered-down NBC. Yeah. Honestly, after Crisis, I think I'm done with CWDC. Like, maybe maybe I'll stay with Flash. Well, Arrow is... Arrow's over. Like, it ends with the Crisis. No, I think there's more episodes after that. Because 10 episodes total. Well, I don't know. But I thought the... 10th episode was Crisis. I don't, it might be. I don't know. I, I'm probably making shit up. Or maybe there's one. There Details. Be, well, no. Actually, I think about it. Usually after the crossovers, there's one more episode of each show. So maybe after Crisis, there'll be one more episode of Arrow. And then we'd be done Could with be the, the aftermath. Yeah. It okay. kind of would have to be, right? The aftermath of his death. Yeah. To give some hope. <laughs> I assume he's going to be dead. So, um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Speaking of pain. I mean, everybody's done. Fucking Makad Brooks is leaving. <laughs> See, Supergirl. I mean, to be fair, probably should have been left. They have no role for him. They basically just gave him the other chick's job. Yeah, ever since him and Kara broke up, it was like, okay, you don't need to be here anymore. Yeah. Remember that weird one season where I had jungle fever and then never again? <laughs> not, not Well, no, he still does with Lena. No, no, I mean Kara. 
Oh. It was like, oh, I'm totally, I'm so yeah, into I'm you, so Jimmy. I'm so in love with you, Jimmy. Oh, I want, I, all I wanted to be with yeah, you, Jimmy. Never mind. Yeah, as soon as we get together, <laughs> ah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, they don't even mention it. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck was the point of this? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, speaking of pandering, though, we got to talk about Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't know how I feel about it, but think you do <laughs> i was like no i already do <laughs> all right but let's get into the rest of this email he says but on the bright side at least netflix is looking up i want to recommend an anime live action show that both seem pretty cool canon busters is an anime michael <laughs> I don't know this was supposed to be our main topic this week you asshole was it yes we never discussed this i know but i assumed <laughs> <laughs> it seems so obvious to me um, about an immortal outlaw and two robots looking for a prince and Wu assassins a show about a man who is reincarnate vessel of an ancient Chinese assassin fighting the triad it's what Iron Fist should have been but with an actual majority Asian cast it would make Jamie proud and you literally just said that so I tend to agree would it oh <laughs> oh okay maybe not <laughs> I mean no, no, do you like it I didn't dis- I didn't dis- I don't dislike it how much have you watched I, I'm halfway. I'm halfway through. If you were to give it a rating so far, high passable. Oh, okay, so it's not bad. It's better than Iron Fist. <laughs> oh yeah, it's better than Iron Fist. Anyway, that's it for now. Sorry for the long email, but I just had to recommend these to you since it's been a while since you guys reviewed anything from Netflix that wasn't Stranger Things. Also, real quick, Michael, how do you feel about knowing your prediction came true and Spawn is coming to MK11? Did you? When did you say that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but yes, yes, my well, yes, I, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I knew that. <laughs> uh, can't wait for him to come out so I can buy all the characters at once. Oh, this disgusting time we live in, Which, where you buy characters yeah. for fucking. Video I haven't games. even finished MK11 because, like, it's gotten to the point where I was like, I think I'm over fighting games. Really? I was only playing it. I mean, I only like fighting games for the story. I, yeah, I was only playing it to get through the story. But even then, I was like, I'm bored. Yeah. So it's, it's, it was just sitting, it's just sitting on my shelf because I haven't finished it. But then he says, peace. Peace out, Diamante. Thank you for the email. And yeah, I mean, we got a lot of things from Netflix we got to talk about. Um, unfortunately, we both didn't watch all of them. But like I said, anything we didn't watch together, we should definitely give like a quick. Basically, just as fast as we gave our Wu Assassins and Cannon Busters reviews. Just a real quick two cents of what our thoughts are and we'll do uh woo assassin cgi sucks it looks very <laughs> ps2 level and uh s- the script is kind of clunky i'm just these are the reasons why i gave it a high passable okay the script is kind of clunky and like they have a lot of weird transitions like w- like in the beginning when he first became the woo assassin it came out of nowhere where the scene before that had nothing to do with whatever, and then all of a sudden he's in another world, and it's like, you're the Wu Assassin. And it's like, wait, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> then in another episode, it's like something happens where, you know, they ha- you know how in certain movies where they show you the end, and then they jump back to how you got there? Mm-hmm. It's like, that happens on episode five, but it makes no sense to A, what's going on, and then what they show you 
Because you know how when they show you like those how do you get there moments, you can kind of piece yeah. together. Like think John Wick, where for the first one where it showed him bleeding on the ground and he looks at a picture of his wife. Yeah. It's like you kind of piece together like what's happening. It's like, oh, well, how did he get to this point where he's basically on his on his deathbed? Yeah. And Wu Assassins. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> and Wu Assassins, they basically were cutting themselves and putting the blood on like these exotic animals like a frog and a fox. And, and they're just like, we have to try. And it's like, what the fuck is happening the right fuck? now? And then they jumped to the beginning. It was like, Okay, but I don't even know what you just did. What? So it's like to try to get to like an explanation of well, how did we get to this point? I don't know what you were doing. So that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Without context of what the show is even really about, I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know what it. And I was that's that's episode five. So wow. by even then, I was like, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, like a lot of the transitions are weird. Like they would do stuff like that. Where it's like one scene will happen, then the very next scene has absolutely nothing to do with what they just showed, and then they jump back. And I'm like, wait, I'm very confused right now. Hmm. But I do like the fighting is way better than Iron Fist. Um, Again, not hard to do. <laughs> apparently it is. Because <laughs> they had two seasons. <laughs> yeah, worse. And I mean, overall, like the mythology is kind of interesting. Kind of. But really, the main reason I'm watching this show is because of Louis Tan. <laughs> is he the main character? Because he's fucking hot. Wait, is he the main character in this? He's though? a main character, but he's not the main character. Ah, uh, okay. Who's the main character? Uh, is anybody we know? Or he's not popular? No. New guy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it sounds interesting. I check it out. Have you ever seen uh, Into the Badlands? I saw the first season. Comparative in terms of action or? No. Into the Badlands is like way top, better. Top notch. Oh, okay. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Okay. I was just curious. So it's like a sandwich between Iron Fist and Into the Badlands. But not not close. It's more close to the Into the Badlands than oh, it is okay. Iron Fist. <laughs> He's like, don't get twisted. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if it's a sandwich, if Iron Fist is the bottom of the sandwich, it's like stacked on, tack, on top of a uh, bunch of bologna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And cheese and, and lettuce. So where do you want to go in terms of topics this week? Because we forgot like... No real structure. We know about Young Justice. Well, we forgot we Batman. Anime. We forgot Batman Hush last week, so let's ju- do that first. All right. Well, yeah, we're trash. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Batman Hush. Like the view? It's the only thing you'll catch tonight. Is Batman your new boy toy? I have one too. None of this is my fault. He made me control Superman. What's his name? He calls himself Hush. The events of the past months reach as high as Superman and as low as the Joker. All were set into motion by Hush. (laughs) Is it too much to ask for one quiet weekend? It's like they're all crawling out from under the carpets now. Hush knows. He's been one step ahead of me the whole time. Tick-tock, trails going cold. This just gets better and better. Hush, Batman. Hush. And for those who know our brain system here on Blur Vision, I will drop it here. 
We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. So Batman Hush, the adaptation of the comic by Jim Lee, and I don't know who else was on it because I'm not the comic guy, comic guy. What's Who made this comic? Jim Lee. Now, now that you said it, I forgot. Jim Lee drew it. Jim Lee drew it. And, uh, I remember because the 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 detail on Batman's like fucking boots were amazing in that comic. <laughs> Fuck! Why am I drawing a blank? Only Jim Lee is so detail oriented that he literally draws the treads on like the bottom of Batman's soles. And Michael ran to another room to get some information for this. <laughs> I just went to go grab the comic. Jim Lee and Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb. There we go. So Jeff Loeb's the writer. Jeff Loeb is the writer. Okay. Well, as I'm looking at the comic right now. <laughs> But yeah, this is uh when people talk about like some of the Batman classics, this is definitely on the list of like A tier Batman stories. Um, for those who don't know, the basic storyline is uh, Batman's Rogues Gallery are being manipulated behind the scenes by a new character called Hush, and there's mystery around who Hush actually is. And at the same time, we learn about <laughs> he's like rubbing the comic right now. <laughs> at the same time, we learn about uh, Batman's unknown history with his best friend who was never his best friend before this comic but suddenly he has a best friend named thomas elliott mm-hmm. and you get flashbacks throughout the story of him growing up with thomas and their relationship and him ultimately becoming batman and a relationship kind of diverging and they circle jerked when they were younger that never happened yeah, no, that, that, that did happen <laughs> honestly the detail i haven't read the comic and by years. younger i mean in college the the details on what happens in their flashbacks is vague now but I remember there being moments where like they were getting disagreements about things. I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been so long <laughs> since I read the comic. And like the, the movie, that's the thing with the movie. It's an adaptation of the story, but they do take a lot of liberties. And they change. Oh, they take a lot of liberties. Yeah, they simplify things. They there's, change no, there's things. There's no Huntress. But there is Catwoman. Well, there's Catwoman and Batwoman. Was Catwoman in... By this point, though, Batwoman was Oracle in the comic. You mean Batgirl? Oh, yeah, Batwoman. I'm like, what? <laughs> Bat- Batgirl. Yeah, she was Oracle in the comic. But in this, was she's Catwoman still, in the original? Batwoman. No, Catwoman is in the original. Okay, but they clearly did add, it seemed like they were adding elements of the Catwoman-Batman marriage storyline to Batman Hush. Well, no, they weren't married. No, but like them dating and stuff, was that in the original comic too? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. See I, I, see, I haven't read it in so long. I was like, are they incorporating elements of the Batman-Catwoman marriage into this? I remember it being such a focus. In well, the, they're incorporating the, the new 50, not in terms of Catwoman, but the new 52 stuff into this storyline because you saw, like, Damien wasn't a thing when this when Oh, that's this right. Out. This is pre-New 52. Yeah. The comic was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, clearly, I don't remember the comic at all. <laughs> so, Damien calling to uh, give his quote-unquote blessing, which not really. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, like, because Damien- Was Catwoman as prominent in the original comic as she was in the movie? Yeah. She was? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't remember the comic. I was like, I don't remember her being that big of a deal in the comic. But clearly I was wrong. Um, but yeah, so this is the, the same way. The same way how it opened. But the only thing is, this had Bane. The, the, the show opened with Bane stealing something. But the comic, it was Killer Croc. Mm. Why, why change that? I don't know. <laughs> just because. Because they just want to make things different. Oh, all right. Well, I didn't have an issue with most of the changes that I could recognize, except for the last one, when they reveal who Hush is. Yeah. I, I, I was like, okay, it's interesting that you want to change it, 
But then why do Batman Hush if you're not going to do Batman, Batman Hush? Hush. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like it completely destroys the Hush character. Yes. Like completely. Like there's, there's essentially, there can be no Hush after this Yeah, movie. there is no Hush. Yeah, but in the comics, Hush is still around. And then on top of that, with the way, well, spoiler. <laughs> so let's give our overall thoughts on ratings and just jump right into spoilers in. Like what would you give this as a rating? Or do you have any overall thoughts that we haven't mentioned just now? Um, as a rating, I would give it a low more than passable. I feel like it's become our favorite rating. <laughs> low more than passable and high passable are like where most things fall into. Um, thank you to Michael for, uh, creating. No, not thank you. Creating those modifiers. <laughs> no, no, no thank you. If we didn't have the modifiers, we'd be forced to choose between passable and more than passable. No. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. I don't know. I, I really didn't like the ending. I feel like the ending really hurt it for me. So I don't know if I would give it more than passable. I feel like I would give it maybe a. It's now I think I, the ending is why it's a low more than passable. Really, the end. Yeah. I'm gonna. I guess for me personally, I didn't. I wasn't that like. It was an okay anime movie, but it's not something that I, like. Clearly, a week later, I don't even remember all the details. It didn't really stick with me. That's also because we waited a week later. Watch, yeah. Yeah. Well, not even just that, but then in between that week consumed a whole bunch of shit <laughs> yeah that's true but still I've, I've something like superman doomsday i still remember more or not that superman doomsday uh, no even superman doomsday i'm talking about the new one death of superman even that one still sticks with me more than batman hush did um but i gave it a, i guess i gave it a high passable and i feel like maybe what it took it down from the more than passable range was the ending for me um so let's jump into spoilers like what do you want to, you want to just talk about the fucking the ending oh yeah what i was gonna say is like Based on how it ends, it's like there can't be any more Riddler stories either because they fucking killed the Riddler. Oh, yeah, it's right. He did fall in the fucking spoilers. We're in spoilers now. But at the end of the story, they reveal that in the in the comic, it's supposed to be Thomas Elliot. Yeah. Like every good Scooby-Doo mystery, when they introduce, and I th- even in the comic, was it a surprise to you when you when they were like, oh my God, Hush is Thomas Elliot? No. It's like, well, of course he's Thomas. He's the only new character. He's the only new character. That you introduced in this story. You retconned a best friend into Bruce Wayne's life. What's Batman's life? Tragedy. So, of course, he's got to betray you. So, yeah, of course, Hush is fucking Thomas Elliot. Which almost felt like, in the comic, a retread of Two-Face. Because that's almost the same storyline the Two-Face had. Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne, didn't, they weren't best friends in childhood, but they were friends they were as friends. adults. yeah. And then he becomes Two-Face and becomes a villain. And Batman, like, trusted him to be, like, in terms of, like, he thought he was going to be the mayor to finally change Gotham around. Yeah. But actually, now to talk about it, What in the comic, wasn't Two-Face one of the people he suspected was Hush? I don't remember. I feel like that was one of the things he threw out there. I might be conflating Dark Knight Returns where Two-Face completely wraps his face like Hush. Because he thinks his entire face is fucked up, but really his, face is, his entire face is fine. <laughs> but but yeah, so the spoiler for that is, in the comic, oh my god, Thomas Elliot, the only guy that was a new character in this comic, is the villain. Holy shit. But at least by the end of the comic, you still had a new villain in Hush. But in the fucking movie, they do a thing where, no, it's actually been Riddler the whole time. And in the comic, Riddler was working with Hush to do everything that they were doing. He was the mastermind behind all of it. Yeah. So that stayed true, but he used Hush to basically uh, execute his plans. Yeah. And were there times where they were in places that they couldn't be? And then also the whole be? thing about him having cancer and all that, all that, that was true. Yeah. That, 
stage from the comic. It's just they just kill them off unceremoniously in the movie. Yeah, not Riddler. I mean Thomas Elliot. Well, so that, yeah, that too. Well, that too. Maybe the idea was for people like us that read the comic. They wanted to swerve the comic readers. That's what I was saying. Like it's, it's interesting. You want to do something different, but at the same time, again, why do Batman Hush? If you're not going to do Batman Hunt, that's like them fucking doing Killing Joke, but then adding Batman sleeping with Batgirl. And it's like, whoa, whoa. No one asked for this. Yeah, no one wants, <laughs> yeah. No one asked for this but Bruce Tim. Like, if you're going to do an adaptation, just just adapt it. Like, you don't need to to throw the, the blinders on the comic fans. Like, fuck it. Like, I wasn't going into the animated movie going, you better surprise me with that reveal. Like, adding stuff like, like Damian Wayne, that's fine. That doesn't really change. Yeah. But when you make Riddler hush, you break both characters. And then I'm like, why take out Huntress and replace her with Batgirl? I don't know. That's a good question. I guess because in New 52, they had Batgirl around. So it was like, might as well use her. Because New 52, isn't Huntress like between Earth 1 and New 52 Earth? She was. Not, not Earth 1. Uh, Earth, Earth 1 and Earth 2. Isn't Earth 2? She's from Earth 2. Wait, what's the main DC Earth? Earth Prime. But not Earth One. Well, Prime. No, but Earth One's not Earth Prime. Earth well, One another, is that's another comic. There's a comic series called Earth One. Yeah, but that's not like that's not the Earth that's One. That's not the Earth One. What the fuck? <laughs> Comics are confusing. <laughs> I thought that was Earth One. No. What the fuck? All right, whatever. But yes, I guess they just wanted to incorporate her somehow because Huntress in the comic is like bouncing between worlds. I think now she's in uh, Valzad's world. Not anymore. That doesn't exist. Wait, what? They destroyed that world? I don't think they destroyed it. Well, technically, they destroyed it because they're not writing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I thought the last thing the last thing I read was her and Power Girl go back to that Earth to help Valzad and that Justice League. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But now it's Rebirth. <sighs> I don't... <laughs> I can't keep up, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, and then by the end, they kill off Riddler by throwing him into a vat of acid. But I was like, are they going to jokerize Riddler? Like, what? Well, technically, I'm, technically they did. Like when he falls in acid, that's the Joker thing. Well, no, it wasn't acid. He fell into a fucking fire. That was fire? though. he fell into a big vat. A vat of fire. Oh, okay. And well, then the whole building exploded. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to even think about like things I liked in the movie aside from that. And they can pull some comics bullshit, be like, oh, he survived because there was a little bit of Lazarus pit in his blood. Dude, they always do shit like that. Like, it's, And they, that little bit is what healed him. It's totally possible they could do that. <laughs> is there anything else? I mean, the Catwoman-Batman relationship stuff. See, I thought that was all added to the, the movies. Now I have to re-examine that. I mean, I, it was okay. I wasn't like, oh my God, this romance, it, it speaks to me on so many levels. No, this uh, hush was that was the infamous panel where Batman and Catwoman kiss. I I don't know if it was for the first time, but it was one. Of, I think it was. I think it might have been for the first time ever in comics. I think so. What? Like when you think about the the panel of Batman the and Catwoman, kiss. yes, it came from this. Oh. Let me find it. And then they also use Skinny Waller instead of Fat Waller. I don't, don't want to. That's doing New Fifty Two that. Waller. Yeah, but that's not. Nah, man, not the, she's not the wall no more. She's got to be a fucking model. The version I have just has Jim Lee's pencils. It doesn't have the uh, actual color. Why? Because that's just the version that... It's like the oh. a- anniversary version where they just show. <laughs> the anniversary version where we make it worse. <laughs> we take all the color out. It's like out. The Walking Dead, almost. Yeah. 
Yeah, this, this. Oh, yeah, that panel, yeah. That's true. Man, it's so crazy. Uh, how much comics... Like, when, is, when did the comic come out? I mean, Jim Lee's pencils are great. They're ridiculous. But like, at the same time, artist. looking at it does make me go, yeah, you kind of do appreciate... Like, people don't appreciate the colorists in comics. Oh, yeah, you definitely need the inkers and the colors. That's part of the reason why I don't like reading manga, because I'm like, I need colors. Yeah. I could see that. I agree with that. Anything else we want to talk about in the movie, though? I'm blanking on any details. Um, Other than Thomas Elliot being killed off unceremoniously. I'm like going through this, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think Nightwing was in this in this story either, because I don't see him. I mean, Nightwing was barely in that story. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't see him in here. I don't remember him. Mm. So I don't think he was... I don't like, think honestly, was. the only thing I really remember from the comic, like, clearly, was the Superman fight. Yeah, where Poison Ivy Super, controls Superman. Yeah, Superman. Superman fight. Yeah. Want to move on? Or do you have anything else you want to say about uh, Batman Hush? Um, <laughs> I feel like we're... <laughs> it gave the worst review possible. <laughs> we didn't like the ending. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I mean, the animation was good. It was all right. Uh, Jordan is bougie. I'm not bougie for animation. I'm just saying... <laughs> like, all of the DC animated movies kind of have the same style now because they're all trying to be in the same New 52 universe. So, it doesn't... Nothing really stood out. But I like the new 52 animation. It still look better than One Punch Man. <laughs> oh, well, season two, man. It's, it's pretty trash. But um, I guess I can just throw my two cents for Ninja, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, his Oracle right here. Oh, okay. It all happened so fast. We have to stop them, Batman. Whatever they are. They're going to regret stepping foot in Gotham. This is a big score, gentlemen. It's the bat! Fire! Fire! Do I look like a friggin' bat to you? Huh? I've read rumors about a supernatural bat creature in Gotham, but I assumed it was an urban legend. Ninja Turtles? We came to Gotham to stop Shredder and the Foot Clan. The man who will help us destroy this city is right behind this door. <laughs> oh, come on! But yeah, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles is basically just Batman vs. Ninja Turtles, the comic. As far as I remember, it's a pretty accurate I adaptation. Didn't I can't read that either. No. All you gotta know is Ninja Turtles, in, in this version of reality, say, how'd they, it's not like... They it, just happen to be... They happen to be in the same universe. Yeah, uh, in this version, it, it's not. It's it's like a all Elseworld Batman storyline. It's it's kind of New Fifty Two Batman, but in this world, the New York City and Gotham are in the same world. So Ninja Turtles and Batman coexist in the same universe. So Ninja Turtles literally just roll up in Gotham, following Shredder and the Foot Soldiers, and uh, the Foot Soldiers and and Ra's al Ghul, or the Shredder and Ra's al Ghul team up. So it's ninjas and ninjas versus Batman and Ninja Turtles. Of course, they, Ninja Turtles and Batman fight when they first meet. Batman whoops their asses, which I'm like, good. Because if fucking Ninja Turtles beat Batman, be so pissed because he can fight. Like I I would assume, going into this, that Shredder and Batman I mean, are... Batman is a fucking ninja. So. A super ninja. Yeah. Like, Shredder level, I would assume. Yeah. And they kind of do that in the movie. Or, and even in the comic, where they're, Shredder and Batman are basically, like, same level. Um, But yeah, it's, it's basically what you would imagine it to be. Raza Ghul and Shredder team up. They fight Batman oh, no. and Ninja Tim, Turtles. Tim Drake is in this. Oh, okay. And uh, 
there's a segment where they fight uh, Batman's rogues gallery, all mutant, mutant, mutinified like Ninja Turtles. They give them ooze. Uh, but of course, kind of like an Arkham where they they jokerize the Bane venom to make Bane's venom super strong. They basically jokerize ooze to make super ooze. Basically, if you if you add Joker's laughing toxin to anything, it just soups it up. So, and that's the whole plot. They're trying to stop them from releasing the Jokerified ooze on Gotham in the world. Blah 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 blah. And they have a big fight at the end. It's pretty basic. Like again, if you just if I give you the premise, Batman and Ninja Turtles, it writes itself. Like is it's it doesn't go in any directions that you're not expecting it to go in. And it ends like you know had a, every good crossover should end with everybody being happy and they share some pizza. Yay! <laughs> did Batman defeat the Shredder or did the Turtles? Um, it's a crossover. So what do they usually do in crossovers? They fight together. Yeah, they fight together, but they they switch. So Batman fights Shredder, and the Ninja Turtles fight Ra's al Ghul and the Foots and the uh, the Ninjas. I like the Batman versus Shredder fight. That was cool. And Leonardo fights Ra's al Ghul. That was cool. That's it. <laughs> so the turtles are trash. No, I mean, it wasn't bad, but though. It, we think the turtles are these badass ninjas. It's like, really? Not really. <laughs> no, Splinter is a badass ninja. Yeah, Splinter they're, is the badass ninja. <laughs> because they're kids. They are teenagers. So you have to assume they're not like as strong as they would be. So is Damien. <laughs> yeah, he's overpowered as fuck. I'm pretty sure Damien would have took out Shredder. <laughs> Um, actually, Damien does fight them. He fights Raphael and... Oh, so Damien's actually in this? Yeah, they he's They put in... fucking Damien in every fucking thing. He's like the fan favorite of the Bat Is family. he, though? Kinda. He's in I everything. Know, I think... I don't think he's the fan favorite. I think he's the, uh, the writer's favorite. <laughs> I mean, Robin being Batman's I don't, I don't, son. I don't know a whole lot of fans that are just like, oh, I love Damien. I want Damien and everything. Oh, I love... I know a lot of fans that are like that. Oh. It's usually girls. A lot of girls like Damien a lot. Because he's cute and he kills people. Ah, fangirling. Yes, murder is sexy. Yeah, I mean, according to fangirls. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I want to say, I'm, I'm blanking, but I think Damien beats Raphael, or it's close. So it's like, damn, son. That's why I said Damien could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Damien beat Batman, that fucking son of Batman movie, fucking stupid. No, he, he, he didn't beat Batman, he beat, he beat Deathstroke. He basically beat Batman. Was it that movie? There was a there was a movie where they fought and Bat Damien basically beats him. And I'm like, it shouldn't even be a fight. It shouldn't be comparable. <laughs> Batman should just like backhand him and be done with it. I mean. But if I were to give it a rating, I would say passable. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. You're just like, eh, it's a kid's movie. It's it's alright. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Speaking of kids' movies. Down, 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 down. The fuck is that? It's like Sonic. <laughs> You're terrible. Rocco's Modern Life. Bro, that was not even... I don't yes, know. It yes, it was. <laughs> Just say Rocco's Modern Life. All you had to do is go, Rocco's Modern Life. That's the fucking life. theme song. <laughs> nah, that's not what I did. <laughs> no, that, that's it. I did the beginning. It? I don't know Rock Goes Modern Life from the beginning, then. He's <laughs> about to play it just to prove terrible. it. <laughs> you playing it? Wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't play that. 
Because I'm like, I don't, I don't know that theme song from the first, first notes. Like, yeah, I know Where that song it? from Rocco's Modern Life. What? It's a Groupon. Okay. <laughs> I'll take a word for it. It's all right. <laughs> You're right, Michael. That was totally the song, and I'm crazy. You're there right. we go. I was like, why aren't they playing it? I would never know the song from that. That's where I know the song from. Rocco's Trash. Modern Life. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk about his modern, modern life. Because after 20 years, Rocco has returned. Rocco's modern life. Rocco's modern life. Zim, both of these animated movies on Netflix, like literally, and this is actually what I like about sequels. This is my favorite version of sequels. That Did you place. watch 47 Meters Down? No. I know there's a new one coming out or came out. What? There's an old one? Yeah. The, the, there's a new one coming out. It's but, out. Yeah, but there's, there's another one called 47 Meters Down. The new one's like 47 Meters Down Uncaged or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Why? <laughs> no, I just saw it. Oh. Uh, um, but yeah, both of these movies are doing what I like. Uh, sequels that take place many years after the property ended to do, which is they account for that time. In Rocco's case, it's like, oh, they were, and then they were in that spaceship floating around Earth for 20 years in Vader Zim. They don't say 20 years, but they say he was gone for a long time. And it's just because he was <laughs> in a toilet waiting uh, to for the you don't watch the show, so what am I even saying? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. But the the alien invader Zim was literally just waiting inside of a toilet and call it phase one of his plan, which he didn't even know what the phase one actually was for. But the the guy he fights was like this this kid who's like an alien conspiracy theorist. <laughs> he waits for him to get like uh, become like a, a neck beard. Because he's sitting and surveillancing his house for so long that his his ass like becomes merged with the chair and he gets really fat and ugly and gross and weak because he hasn't been doing it. He's he's literally just waiting for him to come back, so he like, atrophies. It's fucking hilarious. But anyway, point is, twenty years later they actually give a reason why these characters haven't been around for that long or for a long time. Um, and we watched the trailer. Rock was modern life, you know. Back in the day, Rocco's modern life consisted of DMV trips and trips on the airplane and what the what buses are like, public transportation, um, uh, nine to five retail jobs. It was always just like making fun of the mundane modern world we live in, but in usually grotesque or sometimes just fucking weird ways. I think my favorite episode was, um, ironically, my favorite episode has a lot to do with, with the movie. Which is the big heads and their son. Um, remember the old episode? Rocco's how I learned how to spell recycle. 
R E C Y Ziegler. It's like a song is still gets stuck in my head to this day. Remember, I'm like. R E C Y C L E recycle C O N S E R V K serve. Don't you P O L U T E the river air or sky or sea or rush? You're gonna get what you deserve. Yeah. My favorite episode was the the animation episode where Big Head's son makes like that show. The Fat Heads. Not the Fat Heads. That was a show he already had, but he made another show and he worked with Rocco and them to make um. what was it called? Baloney and the Cheese. I am the cheese. I am stronger than the bologna and the salami combined. That sounds familiar, but I don't remember. What? That was a great episode. I guess that was like a modern take on what animation is like. If you liked it, I don't know. Wow. (laughs) But it was the cheese, salami, and bologna were all friends. And it was like a terrible show. Oh, it was because... I remember Really, Really Big Man. Where are you, really, really big man? I mean, this the the fucking movie does its job. Like it, it almost feels like the show never ended. They pick right up where they left off. All the voice actors are the same, and they have so many references to the old shows, or the old episodes rather. Yeah, that's it. Because Ralph wanted to get fired, so he gave Rocco and his friends like a, the, the rights to their own show. But they ended up loving it. So Rafa was like, what? You love it? <laughs> I want to get fired, you idiots. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what a beautiful day. Like it started with Rocco's idea of being that salami or whatever, or bologna. And then uh, Filbert and, and Heifer add in their two characters and basically just take it over and ruin it. But Ralph loves it. He wants them to fail. <laughs> so he gets pissed off and they still succeed. Um, and this movie, it's kind of it's kind of picks up where that left off, where they actually bring back Ralph of the Big Heads. Watching it, I was like, it just kind of goes to show like, Cause I'm like, technically speaking, I'm like, I don't know how Rocco, like, I don't think Rocco was for kids. Like they had a lot of adult. Hum- oh yeah. A lot of adult humor. in it. Same thing with Ren and Stimpy. Ren and St- well, technically Ren and Stimpy, even though they put it on Nickelodeon, it was never originally intended. Like they have it on Spike TV. Oh yeah. I've seen the uncensored episodes. Motherfuckers were basically titty fucking chicks. Like it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> or like the, the, the hippo that Rocco ends up sexually assaulting every time. Mm-hmm. How dare you? There's a lot of double entendres in that show. Yeah. <laughs> Even at the end with Mrs. Big Head looking at lot like that that fucking popsicle or whatever of Mr. Big Head. Oh, it's they, like, they, it looks like you, Ed, in the morning. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, gross. Or there's episodes where like her bra comes off and like would land on Rocco's head. I vaguely remember there being an episode where she was coming on to Rocco. Yeah, she was coming on to Rocco. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a kid, I picked up on it like, this is weird. <laughs> or like there was an episode where Heifer spied on Rocco in his house and he was naked and they put the sensor bars up. Even though they never drew him with a dick, yeah. they still put the sensor bar where his dick should be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this this movie basically is reintroducing Rocco into our post-2010s lifestyle. And unfortunately for me, what that means is, and I, I want to get your take on this. 
Because what it ultimately boils down to, all of this is just window dressing. I reviewed this on my YouTube channel like a week, or, a week almost two weeks ago, and I said I was like, "There's gonna be something in this. There's gonna be something in this uh, uh, a movie episode that's gonna either make somebody really, really, some people really, really mad, or they won't care." It doesn't make me mad. It just makes me like the whole, but the whole episode or whatever, or it's about short, something change. Yeah, it's about change. Yeah. The winds of change. The wind. The, the winds, winds of, of change. change. <laughs> um, and yeah, thematically, I understand that. Mr. Big Head doesn't want to change because he his son. Spoilers. And this is what the whole... Honestly, this is what the entire movie is about. And that's really my, 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 my main issue is. It just feels like a vehicle for this message. I was like, is it? Is that what it's about, though? What else is it Because it showed up at the end. Happened at the end. It was the entire point of the whole thing the whole point is getting the show back on the air well no yeah that i thought you were talking about the actual yeah but ultimately what what it what the whole thing boils down to is this like that's the whole message encapsulated in that rocco was just like the angry fanboy like uh metaphor which i did appreciate i'm like all right yeah fandom is fucking toxic and yeah fandom doesn't want things to change but I also feel like that's an oversimplification of things like the Star Wars issues. So people are like, oh, I don't like change, but I hate the new Star Wars. There's other reasons that like the new Star Wars other than I don't like change. But I feel like this is what mainstream media simplifies the argument to be. So Rocco is a is, is a metaphor for fanboys that don't like their the things that they grew up with changing. And what happens in the movie and what happens in, in, in Mr. Bighead's life, Ralph, who they need to actually bring the fatheads back on the air, which is Rocco's favorite show, is revealed that Ralph is trans and he's rachel now. Ralph, yeah ralph is rachel yes and i'm like okay i mean interesting but then ultimately what happens it's it's all by the numbers he goes back hey i'm here to do the show with your dad even though i haven't been around for years but i'm happy now because ralph's whole thing was he was always unhappy i don't know if this was the reason that the show ever alluded to back in the day it always just seemed like he didn't like working he didn't like the 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 slavish like celebrity well it's also been 20 it's also 20 years ago so. yeah but i mean i feel like that even, was even, never really i'm like even if that granted i'm not saying it was but i'm like even if that was the issue kind of like they say the same thing with cora nickelodeon or what they're not gonna let them do that i don't think it was ever on the table I well, think i'm saying i'm just a... saying even if it was on the table i'm not saying it is i'm just saying even if that was something that they thought about back then it's not something they were gonna be allowed to do so oh i'm just i'm unhappy yeah, but there were. I gotta rewatch Rocco to remember exactly why he was unhappy. But I always felt like it was because he didn't like his work. He was just he was frustrated where he just felt like, and he was looking for a way to get out of his work. That's why he wanted to get fired in that bologna slimy cheese episode. But the reveal here is now I was always unhappy because of my sexual identity, and now I'm a woman, and now I'm happy, and it's not a big deal, right, guys? And Rocco and his friends had to be like, "No, it's not a big deal." And then, of course, just like in every fucking tropey coming out story, the father has to be like, I have no son until they have one conversation about change. And he's like, you know what? I do have a daughter. <laughs> and then Rocco has to see the error of his ways of like, wait, because they make the show. But the show was a little different because they add uh, a kid to the mix instead of just being about the fat heads, the husband and the wife. They have a kid now. And he's like, that's not the big every, head, the fat heads I wanted. Every, everybody loves it, but Rocco. Yeah, he's like, that's not the fat head I wanted. I wanted it to be the same. And of course, like that's what I'm saying. It's just, it, he's the mouthpiece 
for what people think angry fanboys are now. They don't want their old properties to be updated. And in the same way, they literally do that in the movie. So I, I, I like it on that level that they do exactly what Rocket was railing against in Rocket's modern life itself. So it's kind of meta in that way. So I like that. But I don't... It's everywhere, bro. <laughs> it's the this message of trans is okay or sex, different sexuality is okay. It's everywhere. It's so pervasive now. It's even in Rock... The entire reason for Rocket's modern life to come back is that? It's to give a trans message? Is that what Rock was about back in the day? Am I Rocco right now for even like, I f- and I feel like that's the kind of thing they, they built into the movie a way to not, to be uncriticizable because even right now when I'm like, is that what Rocco was about back in the day? I don't think so. It's like, oh, you're Rocco. Winds of change. You should accept the winds of change. It's like, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what Rocco was about, but I don't have a problem with it because that's that's a the whole thing. You never about do. <laughs> you never of have course, a problem with anything. But of course not. It's an LGBTQ message, so I'm never have, I'm never gonna have a problem with that. Like especially when it comes to cartoons. Like to me, I'm like that's groundbreaking to put that type of thing in a cartoon. That's stuff that you would never see. But it's not a show for kids. This is this is for us. This is for adults that grew up in Rock Smart Life. Well, no. Well, you think this is for kids? You can't just drop a kid into, hey, remember that show 20 years ago that you didn't watch? Here's a movie for it. It's for us. Well, no, no. It's definitely for us. But yeah. I'm like, kids might watch it. <laughs> I don't even think Rocco's Modern Life is for kids. Granted, granted anymore. If, if you've like, never, if you've never seen, if you've never seen Rocco's Modern Life, I don't necessarily think this is, this is for you. Yeah. Especially a kid. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think this is for a modern kid. They got like, if with those same messages, you can get those same messages, but in what I think is a better package, metaphorically, through Steven Universe. That's the modern kids, like, type of show. Not a Rock with Smart. Mar- Rock with Smart Life is gross. Even as an adult, watching the movie, I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I watched this as a kid. Yeah, I was, that's what I was saying um, as I was watching. I was like, yeah, a lot of this stuff is not really for kids. <laughs> no, it's nasty. But, but it also goes to show, like, because I was, I was saying, I was like, yeah, a lot of these cartoons that we used to watch when I was younger, they would not be around. No. Today. Like no. Ren and Stimpy. It's too dirty. Yeah, it's too dirty. Yeah. And then I also like that like they have Philbert like doing like the YouTube streaming shit. Like, you know, they just I like the the nods to the modern thing. But I feel like I wanted more of that. I wanted more like there's so much like modern things to explore for the whole show to basically boil down to Rachel Ralph being trans and, but, but and Mr. It was Bighead just, but it was just a one off 45 minute show like yeah i know but that's you brought rocco back just to have a trans message that's what that was the point of the whole movie like that was the message that was the end that's what it was all building to that was the point and then half of the like over half of it is searching for ralph and then i'm like who knows maybe that the reason that they decided to bring everybody back is because maybe somebody in the original creator's life came out as trans as trans and they said okay well i want to create a show to say it's okay for my now daughter or son, depending on who it is. We've got so many shows that say that. <laughs> do we, though? Not like, in terms of, tra- like, not in terms of transgender identity. We, do we, what about the gender fluid thing with Halo? And what about that's Steven one, Universe? One, uh, Steven okay, Universe, the two, whole thing is that. That's two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Rock with Modern Life is where we have to do that. Like, that's two shows. 
uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I don't know. And I, I hate the fact that I'm always on I'm this like, side. Considering how many trans people are still to this day being murdered. Like, we need, I'm more, sure, we need, need, I'm more, sure, we need more messages. I'm sure putting that message in Rockwell's Modern Life is going to convince every racist or, or homophobic asshole out there to be like, you know what? I'm a dick. I shouldn't be homophobic. No, it's not. It's not gonna, You're preaching to the choir. Like, I, I feel like 99.9% no, it's not going to change. It, it might not change anybody's perception, but it does help. Like, I always make the argument that things like Will and Grace, Glee, especially Glee, like all of those shows having such strong favorite gay characters is why gay marriage is legal now. Oh, that's a weird comparison. You think that's the only reason why? That's not the only, but it's a very prominent reason. Like having people like these characters in people's households now. That's why, like, if you think of the timeline and look at like, like when how people became more and more accepting of gay marriage, it started when those shows like hit their zenith. Well, I mean, this message is everywhere, and it's in, going back to it's when so Ellen. Pervasive. Going back to when Ellen first came out. This message is so pervasive; it is in almost all the things we talk about now. So, I to me, I'm just like, I should be. It shouldn't be a thing where oh, because it has this message, it's just automatic. Oh, it's great, or oh, it's fine. It's like, does it have to be here? Is that what Rocco's modern life needs? Well, it's about a modern life and what's modern today. <laughs> that could be a part of the story, but that's the point of the story. Like there are way, there are so, you have 20 years of things to talk about that you could make jokes about. But what it comes down to is context. And I just don't feel like Rocco's modern life is not the place for a pro-trans agenda. I don't think, like, it, doesn't need to, that, it doesn't need to be about that. It could be part of that, but for it to be the whole point, for it to literally come down to, hey man, you should really accept change. Is the Rock with Modern Life audience the audience that needs to be accepting that message? <laughs> like, like, yeah, but you don't know who's you don't know who the a whole amalgam of Rock with Modern Life audience. And again, like I like I mentioned, there could have been a, a behind the scenes story that the that the writer wrote this that we don't we have no idea about. Just like when Brian Michael Bendis said, "Oh, the reason I created Miles Morales is because I adopted a black child and I didn't really see any superheroes around, so I created this specific hero for my son." Well, that's not even the whole story. There's other people that were involved, and like, also like Mark and, Bernard and, and, and the uh, uh, Barack Obama presidency. And Mark that Bernard, me. What? Mark Bernard writing the article about why isn't there a black Spider-Man and comparing him to, or, and then someone making mention of, hey, McDonald lover Spider-Man. And that's what started it. And then it came to Brian Michael Bendis. And then it was like, oh, Obama's president and let's do it. Look, I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm never anti-representation. So I'm not, I'm not against this. But I'm just saying for me, as someone who is like consistently exposed to this message, that even for me, it's like, this is why you have the pushback. It's like when it's in everything, Things that it doesn't necessarily even have to be in. Like, Rock was modern life. I haven't gotten this show for 20 years. And that's what it's coming back for. How about you just make a jo more jokes about fucking, like, the, the Logan Pauls of our time. Like, the thing with Filbert being a side story, that could be a whole message into itself. But we didn't get that. Instead, we got the, the generic or the tropey, oh, I'm trans. And, oh, the father that doesn't approve of it. And one conversation turns him around. Like, even within the story, it's like, it's not this easy. If, if he was trans and your father was against it, one conversation with Rocco yeah, no, it's and not the, the winds of change going... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not that easy, but it's a 45 minute. Like, it's 45 minutes. Like, what do you want them to do? 
not that. <laughs> I just don't need that in a Rocco's Modern Life story for me. That's just me. Like, am I saying don't have the message? Am I saying that shouldn't be in other things or it sh it's not a good message to have? Of course it's a good message to have. Of course I I'm not like anti-trans, but I'm just saying like it's everywhere. And even for me as a person who is an ally. Is it everywhere though? <laughs> bro. There's <laughs> an agenda in most things we talk about now. <laughs> Things we talk about, but, yes. I'm not, but it's not everywhere. But that's fandom. Like, we talk about the mainstream fandom stuff. And it's a, and a lot of things that are fandom. And there's and I see consistently. And look, and I, I, still, I don't ever want to be. And I still I even say, like, it's not, like, considering that it's becoming more and more prominent is, st is still groundbreaking. Because I still say to this, like, now that Aqualad is becoming a thing. But even before that, like, I railed against the whole moment. Ugh. Of the whole, well, I was talked about all the time, like as a black gay cosplayer, there were no black gay characters for me to cosplay. And then, like, maybe like a year later, Aqualad became a thing, but he still won. Yeah, I get that. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, let's just make so everybody like, yeah, gay. Young Justice, like, oh, make Aqualad gay. It's like, okay, but you still think about it, it's still as one. I mean, again, I'm never going to argue against representation. So I understand where you're coming from, but. And I never want to be, because I made a post about the, literally based off our podcast, I made a, like a joke post on my Instagram page about like Aqualad being gay and this is the internet's reaction. Everybody goes fucking crazy. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, you know, he's invite you're inviting trolls to this post. Well, bro, you can't not talk about it. Like you just, you just can't ever talk about it unless well, no. it's only one people are allies. Not, no, like, not even. But look at the message. Not a the fact that you, people, not, I'm not talking about the fact that you talk about it. I'm like the, 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 the specific post, like the guy with the guy was like, what the fuck? Cause that that was my reaction as a as a guy who isn't anti-gay. Like that's my thing. Like yes, I knew it was gonna attract the assholes, but it also attracted a lot of like read the especially the, the beginning comments. The beginning comments are level-headed about it. They're like, like yeah, I mean I don't know anything against gay people, but it was forced. I didn't like it. Like those are people that are like the people that I speak to. But yeah, unfortunately, but, but, but we, though, we spoke about it last week. Like I I agree with that. Yeah, but unfortunately. And, but even there are also people that are just like, I don't think it needed to be done. Like, yeah, the comic book character is gay, but it, it didn't make sense for how we set the character in this show. Like, there are reasons to not like him being a gay character in the show. And I understand those reasons. Those are people that I, I, I get where they're coming from. What I never want to do, though, is be, the, be likened to the person who are the later comments in that post. If you've seen, like, the, the newer comments, those are people that are like, oh, we're losing the country to the gays or the, the gay agenda needs to be abolished and all this bullshit like that's like that's too much but unfortunately those are the people that you get lumped with when you're when you say anything like ah, i don't really think the message had to be here or i don't really like the portrayal of this gay character in this you automatically get thrown to the oh so you're the anti-gay person or you're the anti-black person but and those are assholes and i never want to be like likened to them but unfortunately whenever i speak my mind that is in opposition to any representation stuff like this i can people get riled up and they think like oh then he means this and i can see where you're coming from but you need to look at it in context because you could also make that argument with anything that you're not necessarily a fan of well i don't want this to be in my story or whatever like Take, take, take young, like if you're not a fan of politics, you could be like, well, I don't want my young justice storyline to have politics. Like, that's not what I come to, like the same people that say, oh, I don't want my comics to have politics in it. It's like, do you read comics? Like, it's all about politics. Not constantly either. No, not constantly, but 
Or or for, Judges season three, even in the post, we were saying like, yeah, season three is my least favorite because it feels like they had a clear change in what like the 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 purpose of the stories are. Because it feels like an underlying purpose of a lot of the characters are the representation stuff or the sexuality stuff, and that wasn't really present in the first two seasons. And if you fell in love with those first two seasons for different reasons, the show now is def- definitely different than it was. Yeah, the show it feels is dif- different. Yeah, the show is different than it was. But I'm just making the general statement. Uh, you can make that argument. Oh, well, this is not what I want to watch this for. But then somebody else could say, well, th- this is what I like. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and you know, it's all subjective. So everybody's opinion like, is different. It's like Star Like, I, I can make the same, thing, same argument like when you watch the Clone Wars and they get all into the deep. I'm like... Give me lightsabers. Well, like, that's I'm boring, Paul. I'm not here. To, that's like, it's like, um, like, but I'm sh- saying it's the same trade embargoes. It's, 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 <laughs> well, it's almost the same argument. Like, it's not what I come to Star Wars for, but people love that shit in Clone Wars. But sometimes, and this, okay, maybe this is the perfect encapsulation of my whole argument. I don't like when the story takes a backseat to the agenda and when it feels clear. And I liked The Last Jedi well enough. <laughs> but when. The people that are anti-LGBT or the people that are anti-whatever, like they make arguments of like, it ruins Star Wars. I do understand where they're coming from to an extent because things like Ray being super powerful, no like, explanation. I was like, what's, LG, what's LGBT in Star Wars? Not, maybe not LGBT, the- right? Uh, women empowerment or uh, representation focused. So like a character like Rose, why is she so important? A character like uh, Holdo, why was she so important? A character like Ray, I like Ray, but they could do a lot with her part, character. I think well, Holdo is a person that's like the people that are like super immersed in all the Star Wars lore that read the books, the comics, and everything. That was for that was for those people because Holdo was a major character in like one of the books. Don't get the fuck out of here. Don't act like somehow Ryan Johnson had the fans in mind at all when they, he made that movie. He didn't give a fuck about fans, so he didn't do those well, no, things but how for fans. How would he know about the, that character? Because he he must have. He's got a team of people around him. I was like, by the way, we can put this Holdo chick in there. He's got a thing for Leia. But like those things, like when you add elements to a story. Because that was like a Leia book and Holdo is a major character. When you add elements to a story that have a clear agenda focus on them and those elements end up hurting the overall story for whatever reason. I'm and like, at the same time, like, they actively diminish the male characters in that. Because I'm like, I feel like people are going to make the same exact argument when the Falcon and Winter Soldier thing comes out. Remember, I mentioned the storyline is going to be the government not liking Sam Wilson as Captain America and racism aspect being thrown into that. People are like, it's not what I came to Captain America for, bro. I don't think it's going to be a. You're going to do a hard angle and race with that. Well, they mentioned that's what part of was that's what part of the storyline is going to be. If they really delve into the race part of it, that'd be interesting, like surprising to me. But I feel like it's going to be like an allusion to it, like you know the real reason why you don't they don't want it to be Cap, right? Like that kind of thing. And honestly, for Cap, it makes sense. He's dealing with America, like you can't not get past that. But for something like Star Wars, why are all the women characters like on this top tier? Like they they've been artificially raised, and then all the male characters are dimin- diminished. That's the stuff I'm talking about, where it actively goes against the story you're telling. And people can see it. You can feel it. That's why people say things feel forced, because it doesn't feel natural to the story you're telling. To me. Now, there are assholes that say things are forced because they're assholes. And they're like, I don't want to see any gay people in my stories. I don't want gay people to exist. I don't want to see strong women at all. Those are the assholes. But for other people that I think are more level-headed, I'm going to put myself in that camp. I think it's coming from a place of, I don't think this makes sense to the story, and it feels forced, and I feel like it's because you're wearing 
what your agenda is. And again, agenda is not necessarily a bad thing, but whatever your agenda is, it's taking precedence over the story you're telling. And I feel like that's what happened with Rocco. That's why I feel the same way I feel about Rocco's modern life, where I feel like it was all, it, it almost felt like I was, I felt betrayed by the end. I felt like, so this is just a big, like, pro trans message, and it was just wrapped in the illusion of a Rocco sequel. That's what it felt like to me. But that could have been the message of that particular story. And that's what, but that's what it felt like. It felt like it was just an excuse. Like, bringing back Rocco was just like the trick. Like, we're going to trick like, you into watching this. <laughs> because everybody that, that, that was a part of the original uh, creation of Rocco came back for this reincarnation. Yeah, same thing for Vader's in, too. So the, the writers, the actors, voice, whatever. So they may, like, again, we don't know why, like, what enticed them to ca- Money! This, <laughs> like, I highly doubt Netflix is paying them that much. Why money. didn't Invaders didn't come back in the same weekend? It seemed like a, a cash grab for Nickelodeon viewers. Yeah, but Netflix, we, we've, we've talked about this before, that Netflix has been notoriously cheap when it comes to their properties. Some money is better than no money. <laughs> and whatever money they have that is quote-unquote cheap is way more money than the average person gets. <laughs> well, yeah, way more money than the average person, but it's not like they weren't working in all that time because they were, all, they were doing SpongeBob. Okay. The good SpongeBob? Not the modern shitty SpongeBob? I, I, don't, know, I don't know which one, but I mm. think they helped create SpongeBob. Well, for another comparison, I feel like Invader Zim was better than this, was better than Rocko's Modern Life movie. Funnier. That's another thing funnier like if, if this was like at least funny to me like i don't think it was like terrible but especially when the trans aspect of the story started popping up toward like the middle slash end i feel like the jokes kind of dried up too like all the funny modern humor was done in the first half when it was heifer and filbert and them running around being zany with all of the modern changes in the last 20 years i feel like that's rocko's modern life and then the last half was like just a tacked on message because invader zim came back did the same thing 20 year gap Whatever, the, the story there was funnier throughout, and there was no message like that. It Rocco, just, you want to see my boobs? <laughs> it just felt like the next installation of the series for Invader Zim. This felt like a side story. We have a message to give you, wrapped in Rocco's modern life. That's how I felt. I was not. I think about it. I'm like, Rocco's kind of uh, had messages before, like. The whole RBC collection, like, recycle guys is good. Save pollution, save the earth. Yeah. Yeah. But not this. <laughs> and again, if this is a vacuum, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Rocco did have, me- have messages in his past storylines. But look at it in the context of the, the, our current landscape of society. This is not a coincidence. This happens across the board. Batwoman's doing the same damn thing. And that's the same cringy, forced, over-message. That woman sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, even that. It's another, it's another example of, like, oh, here we go. Strong women. And, oh, she's lesbian, too. So they're going to beat you over the head with, I'm a strong woman. I'm a strong woman. Do I have an issue with strong women? Fuck no. I think, I think strong women are sexy as fuck. I love me some strong women. I, my preference for a sexual partner is a strong woman because I think I'm a weak man. <laughs> but... Do I want that to be the message beat over my head and all the entertainment I, I consume? No. And then after a while, it's like, well, you oh, just I said, get it. You just said your preference for a sexual partner is a strong woman, so you do want to get beat on your head. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Right, what would you rate Rocko's Modern Life, though? Put your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> he stuck his tongue in me. <laughs> um, A high passable? <laughs> 
that's like the, the most common rating now. I give it a passable. Like I wasn't. I, I think Invaders. That's why we should watch Invaders in because I, I thought Invaders in was way funnier. Yeah, but I wouldn't have any. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I know, but I didn't know you didn't watch Invaders in as a show though. So I was like, I, I we have a point of comparison here. But if I was to rate Invaders in, I'd give that a low more than passable. Maybe even a solid more than passable. Because that also had a message about father and son love. And that was also a theme that was kind of in the show before, but never got fulfilled. Mm, but it wasn't gay, though. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> and that didn't feel like it was coming out of left field. Because like I said, it was that was something that was in the show. But because the show just ended, it never had like a resolution. And the movie gave it a resolution. This is like, Rachel, what the? I mean, I'm happy for you, Rachel. But at the same time, I'm like, was this ever... A thing? I never remember this being a yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's 20 years. Like, 20 years ago, I was straight. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. And ten, uh, five years ago or 10 years ago, Aqualad was straight. But when it comes out of nowhere, it's still like, what? <laughs> like for In real life, I even saw that argument online. Well, the Aqualad thing is a little different, though. Cause... Well, but no, I saw that argument online, too, where it was like, well, do we have to make it a big deal? Like, people that are gay used to date, in most cases, dated people of the opposite sex until they realized they were gay. So it's like, it... I also understand the argument of we don't have to talk about it because would you ask the same for a straight character? Well, that's what I said. The Aqualad thing is different, though, in the sense that Aqualad, granted, we haven't had Young Justice for six years, but for the most part, it's a character that we've been following every single season, and then the show picks pretty much right back up, and then you don't really see anything from this character yeah. and it's like what's going on and but, then, Ro- yeah. <laughs> but Rocco it's or a, bye, but, bye yeah but then Rocco it's like a one off show and then they literally take place like they've been out in space so life has been living on earth and it's 20 years later so it's like of course you're gonna what? find out but Ralph was a character too yeah but liter- but he's been a character on earth while they've been out in space I can't be re- wait am I wrong so that's like if no, I, I'm, I'm thinking about Ralph now as a character. I'm like, was there an episode where he wore heels, or was that Mr. Big Head? I feel I like one of them wore heels. I don't remember. Hmm, I could be wrong. Please but, write, but, write in. Tell me if there was any allusions to Ralph being gay or or like feeling unhappy because of sexuality in the show before the movie. And if there is, then I'm a, I, I'll take everything back and be like, you know what? Then you're just fulfilling a storyline that was already there and didn't get fulfilled. What made me upset about it was I just like. I'm not upset, but I was just like, eh. It was just because I felt like it was com- coming out of nowhere and it felt forced. But if it actually was alluded to. But either way, but my ultimate point was like, if I meet somebody that I haven't seen since high school, it's been like 20 plus years. Well, not even, why not 20 plus years? Well, when did I graduate? 202, 2003, 2003, 10. Yeah, almost, I see what you're saying. And they got kids in a hut. It's like, oh, okay. I haven't seen you in a while. So yeah, it's but like, the, the same argument you can kind of use for Aqualad. And you'd be like, well, we haven't seen him in the time st- time skips. We don't know. He hasn't know, been a prominent character to the point where we've been following him closely. He's just been like, until very recently, he's been like in one-off episodes. Like he hasn't been around around. But no, it's, it's different with it because we have been following him for the most, but it's just this this one season, we haven't followed him that much. And then it's like, Okay, we're going to introduce this major thing in your case. Like, wait, what? But we haven't been following him, and there was a time skip from the last season. Oh, and before we move on to the episode, so let's talk about Young Justice right now, so we're talking about it.
things I was saying that I didn't agree with in our last podcast, there were things I was just like, how did we forget that? Yeah, Tula died. That was the whole reason he gave for why he turned evil and went with Black Manta. We were like, when did Tula die? What happened? Why did he get, like, uh, what happened in season two with Aqualad? You know how long ago season two no, was? No, I know. But <laughs> I was like, I was like, how did we forget? That was the entire motivating reason for why he was evil was because Tula died in between seasons one and two. It's like a duh, right? And I was like, oh yeah, of course. That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> I know, but while I was listening, I was like, it jogged my memory. I was like, oh, duh. She died because, and then he turned evil, stupid. <laughs> evil, quote unquote. Yeah. So then honestly, why did, I guess that was the excuse he used for like, yes, now I'm an evil father, but he just is like, I'm going to get revenge for her. Because who killed was, her? Because he was never evil. How did she die? I don't know. Again, you're, even, you, <laughs> even you bringing this up, I'm I like, know, I'm like, I'm I, like I vaguely remember that, but like season two was like almost 10 years ago. Details. <laughs> and the other thing, there's a point in the podcast last week where I literally have like, I, I build up this whole point I have for why Halo as a character doesn't make sense with the gender fluid thing. And then when I get to the point, I just basically go, but the, because you know, it doesn't make sense. That... I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. You forgot your own point midway into your fucking sentence. My whole thing was her gender fluid thing. You can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Because yeah, she identifies as gender fluid because why? She's not the girl. She's not, she's the mother box in that girl's body. So according to her, even though it's called the mother box, there's no sexual identity there. So she's gender fluid. They made a big deal that stopped the whole show to talk about how she's gender fluid and how her boyfriend should be okay with that. Even though there's no fucking identifying like characteristics that even denote that in her personality other than she just says it. Kind of the same thing when she's like, I'm not Muslim, but I still want to wear the Muslim. And that's my point. (laughs) I didn't fucking put together in the day, but how do you not... I'm not that girl anymore. I'm not a girl, so I'm, I'm gender fluid, and I don't, I'm not a guy or a boy. But yet, you still wear the hijab because you identify as Muslim or it just feels right? How much of that girl is still in you that you still want to be like, I, I want to have the... And what it really is, what pisses me off is, it's, it's all it is... A, to have a Muslim superhero. Exactly. But, sorry, but she's clearly... It's, it's, they want yeah, it both. Yeah. They want it both ways. They want it like, no, but she's not a girl, so this is what explains the gender fluid thing, but at the same time, she's not a... She, She's not, but she is a Muslim, so she has to wear the hijab. Like, what? Pick one. Yeah, pick one. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, like, when I was watching the show, I was like, what? This doesn't even make fucking sense. But when I tried to explain it on the podcast, I was just like, yeah, it doesn't make any, because, I mean, we, 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 we talked about the Muslim thing in, in the beginning, where, where she was like, well, I don't identify, you, you asked me, is that offensive? I was like, I don't know, I'm not Muslim. <laughs> so you have to ask somebody that's Muslim, is, that, is it more offensive that she's wearing it, even though she doesn't identify as Muslim, or... Is it still representation is representation? But see, doesn't that, to me, that's one of the things that smacks of like the agenda took priority so over it's the like, story. So it's like for me, like I rail against stuff like that all the time. It's like, okay, you change Mr. Terrific to make him gay, but it's like, but f- to what end? Yeah. Yeah. Like you make him gay, but then he's not gay because you don't really see his relationships. And, all, and then you also make him the bitch of the team. But it's like the, the actual Mr. Terrific of comics is nothing like Mr. Terrific is mm-hmm. on par with Nightwing. And you know what makes me mad about it? It also feels like a thing that they do in stories where they have one character represent has to represent everything. Like they put every like uh, minority aspect onto one character. Like, oh, he's the black guy. He's also the gay guy, and he's also like you know what I mean. Like they just stack on things. I remember Miles Morales was like 
rumored to be gay too. Yeah. He was like, he's, he's got to be everything. <laughs> he's biracial he's and he's gay. gay. He's, black, he's Puerto Rican and he's gay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, why do they do, why do they represent representation stack on the characters? Like, let's just make him everything. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if, if but then uh, you could say, well, but there's gay black Puerto Ricans out there. They'd be like, oh, that is me. Just like how you look at Miles Morales. That's me. I mean, yeah, you could make that argument. And if you're a gay black Puerto Rican out there, it's like, God damn it, I wanted him to represent me. And it's like, all right, well, I feel bad. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't like it when I can see the strings in the story. I feel like a moment like that is like, we need representation. We don't have any Muslim superheroes. And then somebody was like, let's also make our gender fluid. We don't have one of those. Yeah, let's throw that in there. <laughs> Something's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And, and again, these are all things that I yeah, could be there like. There has been no moment where she was like, I don't know, call me, um, don't call me pretty, call me say, handsome. Say, yeah, those, or anything that, that signifies that she has. Maybe she wears of, a suit one day. Any type of identity of her being more than just a girl. Yeah, because isn't gender fluid where like some days you might wear a suit and you might feel more masculine, other days you might feel more feminine, so you wear like a dress. Yeah. But that never happens in the show. No. So. Now, if you want to piss off people that you you say you want to represent, have a girl in a hijab wear a suit and then wear a dress. Let's see if those the people that you're trying to represent for aren't like, hey, I'm mad about that, actually. <laughs> you're misrepresenting my religion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could see that being a thing, too. Yeah. So maybe it's Dan if you do, Dan if you don't. I don't know. But anyway, speaking of Halo, this episode was mostly about Halo because apparently she's the, the key to the anti-life equation. <laughs> Because uh-huh. blah, 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 science, science, science. Blah, 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 anti-life, mother box. <laughs> and then we, it's the Quantum reve- science, science. And we finally got the reveal. Like, it's not even science, it's whatever. It's, it's just blah. It's, <laughs> it's comics. Yeah, it's pseudoscience. It's blah, 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 the electromagnetic field, blah, blah, blah. But then we also get the reveal, finally, of uh, the caretaker of Terra and... Tinder, you got a new match. What? Who's, who's my match? Is it you, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, it's me. I'm, <laughs> I'm under the table right now, <laughs> swiping right on you. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the reveal of the, the doctor for Tara and the prince being evil. And Black Lightning yelling at himself as Aqualad when he finds out that everybody's been fucking lying to him behind the scenes. Because they, they have the outsiders working with Batman's covert unit behind the scenes. And they betrayed the, the trust of the Justice League and blah, 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 blah. How'd you feel about this episode? Um, it was just exposition heavy. So it was like, it really was. The one thing I took out of note was I was like, is the relationship between Deathstroke and Terra and then it also, not being as black and white as I thought it was going to be. And then it also uh, goes back to what I said before was like, especially like what happened with Black Lightning and everything, him re- remembering everything. It's like, you got to go back and watch the beginning of that because some of the stuff I'm like, what? Uh-huh. I feel like I would like this season a lot more if I binged the whole thing. Yeah. Like from start to finish. No breaks. Just the whole thing. I, I agree. I think I, I, I would feel the same way. Because yeah. even him going by, you, when you asked me to join Batman Incorporated, then Nightwing came. It's like, he's just basically telling us previously on Young Justice. <laughs> did you forget the beginning of the season? Well, yes. Here it is again. Because I did. Because yeah. the beginning of the season came out like September of last year. <laughs> For real. And we're almost, it's almost a year in and it's still going. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the same issues I've been having. And then the same the- thing with the, with the science lady. Sci- exposition, exposition. Let this, me explain this, to you yeah, every step of my plan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly how I came into this show. 
I made them my metahuman daughter and son, and they're my family, and then... Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Halo, she's an abomination. She doesn't deserve to be with my son. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. like, where is Darkseid? <laughs> as I was saying to you when watching the episode, I was like, remember when Darkseid seemed like he would be the entire focus of season three? Yeah. He's like just one part of like six moving pieces in this. We got the reach. We got the government. We got the light. We got the And fucking- again, this goes back to what I was saying last week. Like this show, they make this show seem like they want it to be all these moving, these separate pieces. But I guess for whatever reason, they're not doing that. Maybe because they, they asked and they, and they said no. But whatever, they want to include the whole fucking DC universe into the show yeah. when it's supposed to just be Young Justice. Yeah, not <laughs> DC Comics. It's called Justice at this point. Like, it's not <laughs> nothing young about it. Yeah, because they're all old at this point. Yeah, most of the characters are older. Yeah, like only the the core outsiders are younger. And even then, like, how old is Brion? He's got to be like eighteen to twenty at least. But the way he's drawn, he looks like the same age as like Dick. Yeah, I was about to say like Nightwing, right? <laughs> yeah. How how old do you think Nightwing is? I don't even know. There's been so many time skips. He's got to be in his twenties. <laughs> 25 to 30? Maybe I, don't think he's in his thir- I don't think he's in his 30s. He's got to be in his 20s. Like late 20s? I would say mid-20s. Well, I mean, I guess the idea was he was like, what, 13 in season one? Yeah, but then it was like a five-year time skip between season one and season two. Yeah, so maybe mid Then it was another like five-year time skip between season two, and then it was another time skip within that. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the best example I can give this episode of why I feel like they're, they're not focusing enough Because I think Connor was like 16 when the show first started. He's still 16. <laughs> he doesn't age at all. Because <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't age. But um, what's his name? D- Tim Drake. When I saw Tim Drake without his mask on, and I've seen him so infrequently, especially with his suit on, I they, was like, they who is doing, that? Is that is that Tim? They do Tim dirty in, in, in DC. Not even just in Young Justice, but comics, period. Yeah. He didn't even get, did he even get a line in this episode? Like, they yell at him. But yeah, they just, yell at him. And he, he just, he just looks, looks down. He like, just looks down. <laughs> we couldn't get the voice act in this episode either. Yeah. <laughs> He's got such a little role. But I mean, yeah, he's like one of my favorite Robins, so they keep doing him dirty. I'm sure they're gonna. He's the smartest of all the Robins. They're gonna introduce Damien before they'll use Tim Drake. <laughs> I think Damien was in this show at one point. He was? I think so. No, I think Tim just had the hood. He had the hood. I think Tim just has the hood. Oh, I thought that was Damien. No, I think they took Tim's thing. I mean, they took Damien's thing and gave it to Tim. One of the rare instances of that happening. Yeah, one of the rare. <laughs> um, so what'd you rate the episode? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A high passable. Was, yeah, there you go. I was just saying the same thing. High pass. This is the high passable episode. <laughs> Everything's high passable or low more than passable. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's get into. Want to talk about Demon Slayer? Okay. All right, Demon Slayer. Which wasn't, we thought last episode was the season finale. Nope. Nope. Just like Injustice, you're wrong. <laughs> wrong again on the podcast. And even this, this is not the season finale either. Nope. And this episode. Well, at least on this episode, they say next episode on yeah. Demon, like. Why like, end it that way then? Why end it with like the, the, the fucking theme song and like the special credit sequence? I'm like, they just know the episode was so fire. They're like, we got to drop it fire on them. Like, yeah, <laughs> apparently. Speaking of fire. 
It did nothing. Yeah, I what was the like, <laughs> I was like, I'm disappointed. I'm a little disappointed in this yeah. episode because after all of that, that bond, you're not gonna break the bond between me and my sit. Like, psych. And then, yeah, he's like, I cut my own head off at the last second. It's like bullshit. Like, There's what? No fucking way. That was so anticlimactic. It, it almost retroactively ruined the last episode's climax. I was like, not almost. To me, it ruined the whole. It ruined the whole last episode for me. Oh, really? Yeah. It hurt. I was like, for- nah. The the whole last. I was like, well, fuck that last episode because it didn't mean anything. Like, what was the point? Like him and his sister bonded. She she even came out with her demon art. Yeah. Or whatever, and it was strong enough. Even with just the little tip of a blade, together the bond of a brother and sister, they were able to take down one of the most powerful demons. No. Nope. And then it was just like did myself. Yeah. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> fucking bullshit and then it did a thing where i thought it was like the whole reason i was so excited about the last week's episode was because like oh they pulled a, a deku and, and muscular the whole time we made that last set piece so epic to me was someone's gonna save him someone's gonna save him no one's gonna save him he saved himself yeah so deku i fucking felt so satisfying but nope somebody somebody saved someone him, saved him. <laughs> i'm like oh and granted it was kind of cool the fact that he, he put no effort in it, it was just like, I, I barely have to move. I'm going I'm to step towards you and your head's off. That's how badass I am. But I'm like, that would have worked if they did that last week, not after everything that happened. Yeah. It's like, fuck this episode. Yeah. It was like you had like a perfectly good ice cream cone and they smacked out your hand and gave you a different one. I was like, I don't want that ice cream cone. I want my ice cream cone. <laughs> no, it's like if they took that ice cream cone, smacked it out your hand, picked it up from the ground, and then said, here you go. I didn't ruin it. <laughs> I didn't ruin it. <laughs> no, you totally ruined it. Yeah. And then the other thing with the uh, the super sweet girl fighting the daughter demon. Now that I liked. That was pretty cool. But also, I'm just like, now I'm like, all right, it's starting to get a little old here. Because now it seems like they're making it a growing trend where like every demon has to have a backstory. It's like, it's cool to a certain extent, but now it's like an entire episode dedicated yeah. to the demon. Cause nothing really happened with that. Yeah. Like, so I agree with that, but I, I do like that. They make you feel for the demon a little bit before they kill them. But I'm like, to what end? Like, That's where, what I'm saying. To what, to what end? Cause it's like, you're making me feel, but you're making me feel for a character you're never like. They're about to die, yeah, so I'm never. Them off. Yeah, you're never. You're never gonna see this person again. So why? Why do I care? Like it's one thing if you make it giving a backstory to a demon that is gonna end up being a main character, kind of like what they did with Spike. Like you give him more and more backstory to eventually he became a series regular. Now mm. you care about the character, whereas before, before he was an evil, blood sucking, soulless monster that you wanted Buffy to kill. Yeah. And I was like, no, don't kill Spike. I like Spike. Yeah. But like with these demons, it's like, no, they're dead. So it's like, who cares? Like that this girl, she was she was so scared or whatever. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could imagine it leading to is just to make you hate the Michael Jackson demon guy because everybody he changes into a demon is like a victim. And in the same way, maybe you're supposed to feel for them the same but way in Mexico. But, in like, some, but it's like, is it though? Because the girl that they were uh, showing the backstory to, it's not like she was a, de- a victim of the Michael Jackson <laughs> demon. She was a victim of the spider demon. Yeah, but just being a demon makes you a victim. Like the only way I can see is if it makes the the head demon seem even more bad because like you feel like every the things he's doing in the world is fucking people over. It's like a trickle down effect of everybody getting fucked over by him. But they're also making it seem like just because you become a demon, you still kind of have a choice. Do you? 
I'm confused by that because Nezuko doesn't seem like she's fair like the other ones, but everyone else seems like they have like a malevolent like they just they become more evil when they become a demon, like the the writer guy. Well, yeah, but but like the girl, they made it seem like she wasn't that evil. She was just scared. I don't get it. So I don't know where it's building to, but if it's not building to something, yeah, I agree with you, Mike. It's a it's a neat writing trick that you can make me feel for a character before you kill them off. But if you're going to keep doing that over and over and over again, you're right. It, it will lose the impact as we continuously get, oh, so every single demon that we kill has got a sad back, so we got to find out before they, right before they die. Okay. <laughs> it takes away from the, uh, what's the word? Authenticity? Is that the word? I don't know what you're trying to say. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it takes away from the what? The authenticity of the emotion. Like, it makes it feel, like, when you do it a few times, it feels natural. But if you keep doing it, it starts to feel more forced. Like, yeah, you're playing with, you're playing, you're forcefully playing with the emotions. Yeah. So I don't know. Which, speaking of emotions, you still haven't watched This Is Us. <laughs> the fuck is that? Remember I told you to watch This Is Us? Oh, that the show? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been watching a lot of shit, okay? Well, uh, <laughs> you haven't watched that shit. No, I haven't. <laughs> God, this is so long. What would you the episode? A low passable, only because I still like the animation. I still like the characters. Give it a passable, but no, fuck this episode. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I was just I, like, I didn't hate it because I didn't. Why did they do that? <laughs> I didn't hate it because I didn't give it a poor vision, but I disliked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't know why they would double back on that. I mean, maybe it's like the surprise, like, oh shit. Because I was like, all right, so now what's gonna happen? Oh, right, he's gonna get saved. Okay, well, but I mean, it doesn't. It's only surprising if I didn't already expect him to get saved by some by that guy. But because I was already going, well, that guy's out there. He can save him. It wasn't like, a, oh, thank God he saved him. I was like, I already had the satisfaction of him saving himself. I don't want... Now I don't want him to save him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into what's left. Dr. Stone? And I mean, I guess you could make the argument saying, well, this is not like every other anime where he somehow gets all this extra power. It's still... Sometimes it's not enough. But wasn't it? We don't even know if it was enough. Now we have no idea. Like we thought, like oh, well, the power well, well, of I mean, well, the power of love and friendship cut the head off. But I mean, I'm gonna just say, well, technically, we know it wasn't enough because it didn't work. Yeah, so we don't even really know if it if it were to actually hit his neck. If he didn't cut his own head off, would it have actually cut his neck? I don't know. I assume that the demon thinks it would. That's why it cut his off, own neck off first. But now we don't have a definitive answer. Breathing is weird. <laughs> I've got to breathe. Focus on my breathing. Yeah. <laughs> that I can do anything. <laughs> Is that how it works in real life? I just focus my breathing. I can like perform any feat of strength. Well, yeah. If you just focus your breathing, you can not come yet. <laughs> no, baby, don't come yet. Let me just water breathing. Focus form 11. It was fucked up. It's actually kind of true, though. <laughs> You're joking, but that's kind of a thing, right? Is it? You don't agree? <laughs> you never been having... Okay, I don't want... It's getting dirty. It's a dirty <laughs> podcast. Rockless Martin Life made this dirty. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah. Like, you know, when you're in the moment... You just breathe? Yeah. It, if you breathe a certain way, you can resist reaching that mountaintop. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know how to breathe that way, apparently, then. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Teach me your ways, Jordan. <laughs> Water breathing, 12th form, <laughs> sex. <laughs> All right, let's get into not the... water breathing, not ejaculate. <laughs> Ejaculation breathing. Uh, let's get into Dr. Stone then. That's the only thing that we have to talk about, right? So you know how to 
of ejaculation what (laughs) (laughs) what episode did you watch uh but this episode was basically uh what's his name what's dr stone's name i keep forgetting senku 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 going to that like apparently it's not just a couple people that were alive the the, the science guy chase or crawford or whatever the fuck his name is starts with a c who the other science kid oh the other science kid yeah when he learned about all that science he was nothing Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's like, what? We had planes and ships and and fire and all this other crazy shit. It's crazy. But yeah, it's basically him finding out that it's not just a couple of people that are alive on, in this world. It was actually a whole village. Did they ever... He never actually found out how the village started, right? No. No. He just asked but them, he like, put But he put together that somehow people from his world, uh, unpetrified, and then they just ended up having kids, and these kids were born into this world. Mm, so it's generations ago that yeah, came alive. It was gener- bef- way before. Yeah. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense. But um. So now everybody, there's 40 people in this village. Everybody that's currently in that village are from this new world, not from his yeah. world. They weren't like the the people that were vibe before must have died from old age. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a. Th- I like the message of this episode because it feels like. Science never dies because the the true power of humanity is our natural curiosity and ingenuity. And a dude who just who thinks he's like the the main sorcerer of the village finds out that all his shit is just scientific par- parlor tricks, basically. And he has a science off with Senku, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> which I mean, technically, is true. Like even us using tools as primitive as they are, that's science. Mm-hmm. And it just comes from like, huh. How do I open this coconut? Oh, I use a rock to hit it. Science. Science. Yeah. <laughs> science. Like even monkeys use a form of science. Yeah. The, make... the monkeys that scratch your ass with a stick? Yeah. They science. <laughs> <laughs> All the mundanity of... Mon- Is that a word? Whatever. The, the mundane aspects of science. When you scratch your ass and you smell it, science. I don't know about science. That's, that's Is that science? science? <laughs> what does that smell like? <laughs> Okay, you're right. That is science. You're absolutely right. As stupid and gross as that is, yeah. science. But yeah, it's basically Senku finally getting a scientific apprentice in the form of this new kid who is from this new world without any knowledge of science, but it turns out he's been practicing science without even realizing it. Sorcery. Yeah, he calls it sorcery, but it's actually just science. And I, and I like the... Uh, he makes a joke about him being one of those kids from Monster Hunter that just collect things. Especially where he just he just collects like rocks and minerals and all this shit, but he doesn't really have any idea how to use it. But because he's just curious about how things work, he just collects things, which ends up being a great stockpile of scientific equipment for Senku. For Senku, yeah. yeah. Um, so I like it. He kind of found like if if uh, the other guy, muscle dude, Sukasa, Suka- no, not not him, the jock guy, his friend, the muscle bound guy, the jock. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I can't if, think of if he's name. like his right hand of muscle. 
this kid is like his right, his left hand of like being his scientific apprentice. Mm-hmm. So like he found like a, a person, what's it called? An apprentice, a protege? Not a protege, yeah, a protege, but uh, someone, a man after his own heart. A he, peer? Wait, what? A peer? Yeah, a peer. Yeah. I don't know, I, I thought it was, a, I, I, I felt very happy for Senku when he was like, you see, Tsukasa, even if you kill me, even if you try and get rid of science, science will live on! <laughs> but I thought it was funny when the guy was trying to out-science him, and he was like, I thought I, he was gonna. I, was gonna <laughs> make, gonna freak I out. thought I was gonna make him an apprentice, and then I didn't know if he wanted to be an apprentice. I didn't know where I was gonna go from there. I was like, "Okay, calm down." <laughs> he throws sulfur in the fire and shit makes it a bigger flame. Like, yeah, oh. he's like, "Oh, so you got it from the caves? How did he know?" <laughs> <laughs> but then he makes like that smirk, like, <laughs> as if he's like in control. But he's in his mind. He's like, "Oh my god, he knew! <laughs> Can he read my mind? Is that his sorcery?" <laughs> yeah, it was cute. So again, I, I really, I like this episode, Doctor Stone. I did too. Yeah. I gave it a perfect vision. I gave it a, yeah, well, it's not a high passable. <laughs> no, but first one, Dr. Stone. Uh, I guess that's it for anime talk, right? Else is anything else we'll talk about in in the episode? There wasn't much to it other than that. I also liked when he made that guy a golden spear, like the guard. Yeah, he was like, you're not going to pay me trying off. Trying to bribe him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, but, uh, I'll, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, I liked when he was in his mind. You could see like the, the image he had of himself, like it's a big warrior with a giant spear. Rules of rules. <laughs> yeah, made of gold. Yeah. Singh <laughs> was like, damn it. <laughs> he's like, but I'm getting him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it, right? They're going to make the antibiotic next. Oh yeah, that was the to save the go that the, kid's sick or whatever. To save the priestess girl. Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's weird how it's just it's literally it's food wars. It's how do we make ex scientific advancement? It is food wars, but, but at the same time, there's gonna be at some point there's gonna be magic that shows up because they're gonna have to figure out what petrified the world. And there's no, there's no science. Unless they come up with the most fucking fringe type science. Like an evil scientist that has an experiment go wrong. Yeah. I mean, they did kind of give you all those different scenarios. You think, it, I would hope that because they gave us those scenarios of like, is it aliens? Is it a scientific experiment gone wrong? Is it the, did they say the earth itself? I don't know. Or he said, or magic. Or magic. So maybe it was the earth. Maybe it was like the Earth's way of but again, healing uh, itself. Again, unless it's the most fringe. You ever watch Fringe? Yeah. Like the most fringe type science. There's no science where the no. Earth can make people into stone. No. But then it just happens. It only affects humans and sparrows. Yeah, sparrows. That's weird. Yeah, why? Which is weird because I'm like, as far as we know, we share the closest genetic with uh, monkeys. With monkeys. Yeah. So why sparrows? Not sparrows. That's a good question. And that's unfortunately one of those things where, like the basement in Tackle on Titan, if it's not something great, it could ruin the whole show. Luckily for Tackle on Titan, it, it, it was great. <laughs> so I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. It wasn't off or not. <laughs> or they might not explain it. <laughs> like, we never found out. I don't know. <laughs> but that's I, the thing. Kind of like, like, like The Walking Dead. They never explained where the zombies came from. But what's the end point? Something like Walking Dead, too. And, and like, The Walking Dead did end. Yeah, but. I don't know how it ended, but it's. I've read the last comic. It's over. What was the last? How did it end? You just want the spoiler for it? I'm not going to read it, so who cares? <laughs> okay, well, spoilers for Walking Dead. Like, I have the, the first 50 issues and I haven't read it. Because, again, my whole thing, like, the whole the whole Walking Dead series is not 
There's no color. I don't like reading comics when there's no <laughs> color. Black and white. <laughs> I don't live my life in black and white. Which which is funny because I said, remember they said, well, if you could only take like three properties or whatever, what would you watch? And one of them was I Love Lucy. Yeah, weird. And so yeah, black, wait a second. It's black and white. That's TV. It's not comics. And when I, I Love Lucy was in color, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I'm the opposite when it comes to I Love Lucy. Like, <laughs> That's the only thing. Yeah, when they make it into color, I'm like, I don't like the way this looks. Because it's like the Technicolor where it like, looks really fake. Yeah. Like they're overly bright. Yeah, because they went back and artificially colored it after the fact. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so Walking Dead for spoilers for the ending. It's not huge spoilers, but they just time skip. Like they do a thing where in the comics, Carl never died. So they, Which is like a better fucking story. So when they time skip, because Rick does die. Yeah, I know Rick dies. Yeah, Rick dies. And the time skip. Uh, how, though? How does he die? I don't remember. Oh, no, I, I, actually, I didn't read it. I read. I only read the last issue, and the last issue starts with the time skip. Oh, where's your vision, blurred vision? I didn't want all the spoilers. <laughs> I just wanted to know how it ended. But they time skip, and society basically now lives in a world where most zombies are kept out of like the main civilized society. So there's still zombies, but they're like so on the outskirts of society that the, the last issues begin with a zombie getting into the civilized world. And it's there. They become so in the, the span of time from Carl growing up. So I guess maybe in the comic, he's probably like 40. So let's say 25 years. In that span of time, in 25 years, the people within the walls, let's say, are so desensitized to zombies that they, they basically treat them like a, like a circus act. Like, Carl kills a zombie at the loose in the town, and he gets put on trial for killing the zombie because it was the property of a, circus, a guy that was like a circus act. What? Yes. <laughs> as stupid as that is. And I guess the message there is humanity is shit, is, ain't shit like <laughs> like uh, maybe the idea is society and the commodification of it i mean you know they're gonna kill everybody right <laughs> but because the threat's been like so subdued for so long people have forgotten how threatening it was so now the the ridiculous aspects of society kind of take uh are, are like advanced or are the stupid decisions that society makes based on commodity and, and monetization and making money are now a higher priority than safety because they've been safe for so long. They've basically forgotten how to protect themselves. That's, that's Carl's whole thing. He's like, why the fuck am I on trial? My, my father would go, he would, I'm glad he's dead because my father would have seen how society has gotten to the point where we're so complacent that killing a zombie puts me on, on trial and I get in trouble for it is ridiculous. So it's, it's basically poking a hole in how ridiculous maybe our modern society can be. You know, like we'll we'll spend a lot of time fighting over the stupid shit like, um, oh, gay marriage, oh, fucking uh, illegal immigrants, but the bigger issues like global warming and, you know, pollution and our, our world literally being destroyed around us, we don't put as much value in. We, t- we spend all this time bickering about the small shit, the petty shit. Kind of like Game of Thrones, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that was the message. I, I only now just put that together. Because <laughs> like, I was reading it, I was like, oh, this is kind of lame. <laughs> I hate the... This is what Rick died for? He died for this shitty world? But the idea is the world is shitty. So kind of a bleak interpretation of, you know, modern society, but it's not untrue. 
That's it. Everything has a message. But it's a metaphor. <laughs> there wasn't a moment where Carl's like, no, I'm trans. <laughs> Accept it. Um, I mean, do you like that ending, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't. Did you hear the alternate ending that was way darker? I didn't even know the original ending, so of course I didn't know. Uh, well, there was an alternate ending that they, they decided against, but it was going to be a thing where Rick's giving a... It is before even Rick died in the comic, but it was going to be a thing where Rick is giving a big speech to Alexandria like, we're going to... We're gonna bring back humanity. We're gonna build society, and we're gonna change our world for the better. And it pans out, like the scene pans out of him talking to everybody, and then he becomes what is he, Daenerys, kinda. <laughs> but then it shows him giving the speech becomes him as a statue. So the idea is they, you know, they built a statue in his memory, and it pans out, and it pans out, and it pans out, and as it's panning out, it's like a passage of time. So it's first it's him, then it's him as a statue. And then it shows a statue like decrepit and like it's like got cracks in it. It's overgrown. And then it shows the entire area of Alexandria and it's completely overrun with zombies. So the idea is, even though they try to restart society, at some point it still collapsed. And it's like, that's way darker. I, I don't mean, that That works for The Walking Dead. I actually would, even though it's dark as fuck, I think I would rather that's what that. I said, that works for The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like for the most part, there's. The premise of the show, and more than likely the comic, because I haven't read it, but if everything that for the most part that they got from the show got from the comic, there has hasn't really been that much or that many instances of happy endings. Yeah. So for it to end on a dark note would be apropos to the series. I think it's also they wanted to move away from how bleak the series became after Glenn's death, though. Because that was a big complaint a lot of fans had. And same thing for that happened with the show. I mean, the show. Yeah, that's part of when I, that's part of when I fell off. That's when everybody fell off. Like, and that's the thing that happened in the comic. When Glenn died in the comic, a lot of readers fell off for the same reason. It's like, oh, there's no hap- there's no happiness in this fucking book. Why am I reading it? Like, fuck this. No good guys win, so why am I even bothering? And there's an argument you made on both sides. I don't know which side I actually fall on. I tend to lean more toward the bleakness just because that, that was the theme. Same thing with Game of Thrones. If Game of Thrones ended sad, like Night King wins... I would have been upset, but honestly, I would prefer that to the ending we fucking got, <laughs> which is objectively a happy ending. It's sad how you think about how into the zeitgeist of everything Game of Thrones was, and how it and then how it just, yeah, <laughs> and just the sad. When you think about Game of Thrones now, it's just like it's sad. <laughs> it's it ruined the show. It, like, def- it definitely did, and I think that's a good case study for. You could have the best, literally, it was it was proclaimed as one of the best shows, if not the best show on television. But if you don't end well, it unravels everything. All that goodwill you built up over all those years, you just fuck up that ending and you fuck it up bad enough. Like, even you think about, like, you just think, like, bringing up Game of Thrones now, you're just like, oh, I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't forget. It just, it just now when I think about Game of Thrones, I don't think about it fondly. Like, it, it literally fucked up the show for me. Like, I, I can't, I can only go back and rewatch old scenes, not even episodes, just scenes, just to be like, oh, this is when it was good. No, I, can, I can still probably, I could go back and watch old episodes. It's just, you just say, like, this is, this is one. Kind of like Heroes. It's like, I can still watch the first season of Heroes in a vacuum and just pretend that's, this is it. Like, <laughs> this there is, is there it. Is, there is no other season besides the first season. 
But it's just you lose something when you don't have a satisfying ending. Like you, because you know it's not building to anything. It's like, well, it was good here, but then it just. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I can go out, so I can go back and watch like seasons one through five. Six was six was pretty good too. Six and seven was pretty good, but yeah, seven's where the cracks started. Seven showing. is when yeah, seven's when the cracks started to show more so towards the end of seven. Even things that at the time I thought were stupid, but. Were, I forgave them because it was like, eh, it's dumb, but I like where it got us, so I'm okay with it. Like when they had that, now when I listen to their plan about, yeah, let's convince Cersei that the zombies are real, but let's go all the way past the wall, let's find one zombie out of a horde of zombies, and let's luckily hope that we can put them in a box and bring them all the way back to King's Landing. I'm like, that is the dumbest fucking plan ever. But at the time, I remember going, that's dumb, but... Suicide Squad. I was more like, oh, we got the we got Jon Snow, we got fucking Tormon Tormon Giants Bane, we got Gendry. We're doing the Suicide Squad into the fucking winter. This is fucking awesome. But like, when you look at it objectively after the fact, it's like, yeah, that's a really dumb plan. <laughs> like, why? It's it's bad writing to to even one for them to come up with that plan, two for them to actually do it, and three for characters like Jon to be the people that actually do it. Like why would why would you risk the king of the north on a basically a suicide mission? I mean, a lot of things. You think about the whole thing where John is in exile, even though the only reason he's in exile is because the 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 un the unsullied don't want him. But then oh, well. they but then they leave. But that's so it's like. But you're, but you're saying that's when we're deep and stupid. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's beyond cracks. That's when it's just like, well, we don't even care anymore, right? We're just, we just don't give a fuck about the story no more. I'm talking about dumb so shit like... like you know this, this whole deal that we made with the Unsullied? Yeah, no, ignore it because they, they're about to leave town. So it's like, <laughs> who cares? But what if they check my Instagram posts? <laughs> They'll know yeah, that I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Why was Tormund even waiting for him there? Yeah, how did he... How know? long ago did he leave for the wall and they're still just waiting for him to show up? Why? Why did he even want to go past the wall again? Because when you think about it, Tormund's whole thing... Was they wanted they wanted those lands because the lands were more fertile. Yeah, they were encroaching more in, on the, the 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 north with the south, the south north, <laughs> the south north. <laughs> yeah, because it's still the north, but they were going further south. Yeah, yeah, but they, it wasn't just because the White Walkers. It was also because of how harsh the living conditions up there were. Yeah, it's so like the agriculture and like the the hunting was so much harder up there. So it made sense why they would want to live in the south north, like right below the wall. And that's they, they gave him lands for that. That was a whole plot point for a long time that the Wildlings wanted to live in the southern Northlands. That they they also were like, "That's our that's our land." And it was also a plot point that John be the, is the first one to make peace with the Wildlings. Yeah, and then it's like, "Nah, we yeah, don't want no, it. We, want, we yeah. want to go back." Like, what? <laughs> Did you watch your own show, DD? <laughs> Whatever. Somehow we got on the Game of Thrones topic, but let's move on. Let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. No, they just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga on Twitter. You better not. If he says that, you got to block his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want you any gay things. I don't want any. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. This news? I feel like I thought there was like one more thing. That's it. Isn't there? Is that it? I don't know. That's it, right? Unless you want to talk about good boys or sex tuplets. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, sex tuplets was great. I will say I like good boys, so. And I 
mm, I can't say it. <laughs> I was just be like, I love sex stuff with, but bro, your your description was perfectly accurate without even saying it. Bootleg nutty professor. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Marlon Wayne's, bro, you're falling off, dog. Like, you were funny once upon a time with the Wayne's brothers and shit like that. Or white chicks. White chicks is still funny. But this shit, I didn't laugh once. I take it back. I did laugh, but how bad it was. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> it was like it was like he made a 90s movie, but in 2019. It was that fucking That means st- it was great. No, it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm like, bro, you couldn't even do like it's been done. Medea's been done. Like you should it shouldn't be that hard to make a comedy like this if that's what you, if that's where you want to go. Honestly, I would be like, don't even bother with this premise, but if you're gonna do it. It's been done so many times. You think you'd be able to make Madea, it better? Medea, Big Mama's House, yeah, uh, Miss Doubtfire, Martin Lawrence, yeah. It's been done so many. Th- yeah, Robin Williams, yeah. Everything you just listed, all better, all better than this. Again, Nutty Professor. It felt like he was just making money off of it. Even coming to America, because remember he played a whole bunch of roles, like the barbershop. Oh yeah, you right. Him and uh, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was like everybody in the barbershop. Well, like in Vampire in Brooklyn, he played a bunch of different roles. Oh, that yo. movie, that movie gets shit on a lot. I liked Vampire in Brooklyn. That shit is so cheesy. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just whack. It's don't poor vision. Did I even need to fucking say it? It's terrible. Don't bother. <laughs> Sex Tubwitz is trash. So phoned in, and the way he acts like a black woman. Oh, I'm offended for black women. <laughs> You gotta talk like this because you gotta shake your head. You gotta be a sassy black woman. It's like, oh. I mean, but isn't that something we complain about? Isn't that something we complain about for uh, Stranger Things? Yeah, but that's an actual. Well, not a black woman, but a black girl. Yeah. Well, well, the 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 nurse character that I mentioned. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, girl. Like this is. Oh my god. But it's worse because you're a black man doing it. You know, it's like, is that how you see black women? I don't know. Well, Good Boys is better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> it's almost impossible not to be. <laughs> the trailer was better than the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, Good Boys, I would say, is a more than passable. Yeah? Okay. It didn't... How was it compared to Superbad? It didn't... I never saw Superbad. I said that. I said that already. Oh, my God. Weird. <laughs> there was nothing that made me like... I wasn't like audibly laughing or like laughing so hard that I was crying, but I smiled and chuckled throughout the movie. Oh really? So I thought it'd be even funnier than that. I thought it'd be like I thought so. I thought so too, based on the trailer. But oh, okay, that's surprising. May, that could that could just be probably just be me because there were people in the audience like like. Yeah, but you maybe not like that. But that's weird. Was it air pressure? <laughs> like what the fuck? Um, I usually like dirty humor though. Is that surprising? Nah, what are you talking about? I'm that's nothing. Shut dirty. up. <laughs> nothing dirty about. Me. Was it too much? Like what? What made it not funny for you? Or not like super funny? Like was what was? Can you pinpoint it? I don't know. I just feel like. I did hear people say that it was like too much, in places. Like maybe the kids cursed too much, or they were too dirty, or something. Was it anything like that? Or no, it was nothing like that. Because you know, some people they get they get a little prudish. Uh-huh. But no, it was. I, I just. I guess maybe because you, it wasn't necessarily anything new. Because mm. like kids being gross or using adult humor, like they do that in Boondocks, they do that in South Park. Okay, all right, that's fair. 
It's just the only difference is now this is live action. So it's like that. that's the thing that's new. Hmm. But, like, I'm hearing myself, and I'm like, but that's not a negative. Like, I still enjoy the movie. Like, I would buy it on Blu-ray. I would watch it again. Like, oh, okay. I enjoyed it. I just wasn't like, ha-ha. Oh, okay, all right. Ha-ha. <laughs> that's my new laugh. <laughs> well, you stole that from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, All right, so what's, what's the good news? Um, nothing. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that... <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, there is a trailer. I forgot. I was like, "There's no trailers this week." Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, there is. We literally talked about it in the beginning of the yeah. episode. <laughs> Un- underwater, whatever. Listen carefully. You are now five thousand miles from land, and you're descending seven miles to the bottom of the ocean. See you all in a month. Here we go. We're gonna do this. Let's do this. On a scale from one to ten, how bad's my rig? A ten. We drilled to the bottom of the ocean, and we don't know what came out. Gotta get to the station. How would we even get there? We walk up. We're just gonna walk with insufficient oxygen across the bottom of the ocean. We don't know what's out there. Worst idea ever! What was that? Turn your lights off. It's, un- it's aliens underwater. I mean, yes. And they tried to make Bella from Twilight look like Ripley, literally with the buzz cut. That's, that's an iconic Sigourney Weaver look from Aliens. I don't... I was like, she didn't have a buzz cut in Alien. Yeah, she did. Not not Alien 1. Alien. That's why I was like, no, in Alien 1, she didn't have a... No. Wait, was it Aliens or was it Alien 3? It might have been Alien 3 she had the buzz cut. I can't remember. <laughs> Which I don't think I've seen Aliens. That's like the probably the most iconic one i've seen alien the first one yeah the real horror movie alien 3 where she died yes and then alien resurrection but i don't think i've seen the second one that's the joss whedon one the fourth one yeah resurrection is the fourth one yeah um she where she was that's so weird she basically became an alien yeah wait so why hadn't why didn't you see two i don't know (laughs) (laughs) two is like classic it's game over, man. It's game over. But I remember, I, from. I remember being bored from the first one. I mean, the first one's slow because yeah. it's like it builds, you know, tension. Remember that thing of horror movies that they never do anymore? There's <laughs> not really jump scares. I think there's like one. Most of it's like People just. I was talking about, oh, it's so scary. I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> wow. It's classic horror. Um, but yeah, this kind of looks, it, you say that, but underwater looks like Alien 1. But with underwater instead of yeah, that's why I, 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 I said alien. Look. I didn't say aliens. Yeah, I didn't get a good look at the monster. Did it look like Cthulhu to you? No, it looked like fucking um. What the hell? Like miming had, thing that had, had octopus had an octopus chin. Yeah, it like that fucking monster. That's Cthulhu. It looked like that shit from uh, Men in Black. Wait, what shit? That remember the baby from Men in Black? 
Oh yeah, that I was like beating up Will Smith in the car. Yeah, yeah. It looks like an adult version of that. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me let me show you Cthulhu. You know what Cthulhu is, right? Right. It's a it's a Cthulhu. So you don't know what Cthulhu is? It's a Cthulhu. Oh my god! This, hold on. I think it's Cthulhu. It's Look. like the bootleg version of Hulu. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, like that, right? No. No. No, I said, oh, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Except just less. Less tentacles. Yeah. I, I only saw like a flash of it in the trailer. But I was like, is that Cthulhu? And I've been waiting for a Cthulhu movie forever. You would think well, that Hollywood would, would have been tapped um, that Now movie. you're doing... What? Now you're going to get it with Underwater. <laughs> I, I hope so. That'd be fucking awesome. Actually, let, let me look at it right you, now. You say you hope so, but I'm like... No, 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 no. You're not interested at all? You don't want to see T.J. Miller get killed by a Cthulhu monster? What did you like about the trailer? I like the trailer. You don't like the trailer? <laughs> I'm like, it's not even that what I like. The tra- it's like, as soon as it came up, it said January 2020. I'm like, so this movie's going to suck. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even consider the release date. January for a horror January. movie? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does have Bella in it, so maybe I shouldn't expect that much. But the, the atmosphere in the trailer I liked. Like the sets and like the darkness and the, the oppressive feeling. I like shit like that. I like, I don't know. In January of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. An earthquake destroys their underwater station. Six researchers must navigate two miles in the dangerous unknown depths of the ocean floor to make it to safety in a race against time. This is a prequel for the trench. <laughs> Yo, if that was a backdoor way to be like, this is the trench movie, I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> I don't hate that, actually. Like, I, I look up Underwater 2020 Cthulhu, and I get t-shirts as if Cthulhu is running for president in 2020. It's like, Cthulhu 2020. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, it'd be better than what we got now. Trump's going to win. Just mm-hmm. saying. I'm calling I, it now. <laughs> maybe. I don't want that. I'm just saying. That's what it feels like. Dennis Rodman is aggressively flirting with Little Nas X on Instagram. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> In apropos of nothing, okay. Because you know he came out as gay. He did. It's an agenda. Not Dennis Rodman, Lil Nas X. Oh right, for Gay Pride Month, right? Yeah. And I was just reading an article that Dennis Rodman is aggressively flirting with him on Instagram. Mm. Weird. He okay. wants to ride him in that old town road. <laughs> Which I've never heard of him until he came out. I was like, I don't know what this song is. You've never heard of Old Town Road? So I, I went and listened to it. I was like, oh, okay. How, where were you all summer when they were playing that all the time and everything? I don't listen to the radio. Or the internet. They were like, they were doing it everywhere. You listen. couldn't avoid it. I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> it was on the internet. It was, a, li- it was a bigger internet thing than it was on I, the radio. I don't listen to the internet. <laughs> You were under a rock. <laughs> that is the only way that makes sense. Gonna take my breath in an old time road. Yeah, and I listened to it. I was like, I don't really like this song. Wow. <laughs> but I'm like, good for him, though. I'm not knocking him. I'm wow. just like, but I'm, it's not something I would listen to. I can't find a straight answer on if Underwater is like a Cthulhu vehicle. But, but can you find a gay answer? Agenda. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I got it. <laughs> it's everywhere. I can't find a bi answer. <laughs> or a gender fluid answer. A gender fluid answer. It might be. It might not be. I don't know. Why are you playing that song? Everyone knows that song in the whole world but you, Michael. <laughs> no, that's somebody else doesn't know it. 
Is it over in Nigeria? <laughs> That's a good question. Huh? <laughs> Old Town Road, I'm gonna ride till I can't no This is our intermission music since you're still looking stuff up. <laughs> they don't give it a straight answer or a gay answer. <laughs> I mean, but it, is, it kind of makes me wonder, like, all the straight guys that, that like this. You just, yeah, this shit goes hard, yo. He's talking about riding on a horse. Is he really talking about riding on a horse, though? <laughs> oh, you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined the song for me. <laughs> riding on a tractor, <laughs> leaning on my bladder. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> mm, mm, good question. <laughs> Whatever. Let's let's move on. I don't care about Cthulhu anymore. Yeah, I don't either. I can't. I don't think it is, but I can't find it. But box office. Uh, so Good Boys took number one at the box office. There was a lot of debate of whether Hobbs and Shaw was going to stay number one or would Good Boys stay number one. Well, Good Boys took that number one spot. Oh wow! That's, didn't Hobbs and Shaw just come out like two weeks ago? Yeah. Wow. But it's not. It's twenty one million dollars, which. Sounds low. I mean, I'm not necessarily sure, but I feel like I'm like for a rated R comedy. I feel like that's pretty high. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have to you always look at the budget. Even if a movie opens at five million dollars, you always look at the budget. And the budget for this movie was basically twenty million dollars. So it at least made its production budget back. Marketing. Now marketing and plus theaters take a third. Yeah. Based on so based on that, I feel like it'll make a profit. Hmm. And then also, especially this week one. So yeah, it's only week one, and then I feel like word of mouth might kind of sustain it. Yeah. <laughs> Is Tyrese eating his words yet about the Hobbs and Shaw? I mean, he hasn't come out. He hasn't said anything. Remember, I mentioned uh, the Rock came out. Well, I saw it open. Called big him a clown. In, oh, yeah, <laughs> but I saw it open big in China or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese people love the Rock, boy. He's so big, and they're so small. So I guess they love that. <laughs> But in the article, it's saying part of what uh, the good boy strong showing is, uh, of course, the core demographic, which is being being men, fifty two percent of ticket sales, but sixty uh, percent were over the age of twenty five, and fifty uh, percent of audiences were fifty percent of audiences are white, twenty five percent were Hispanic, and fourteen percent were black, and eight percent were Asian. How do they have all that breakdown? I wonder, I'll be wondering that too. Like, <laughs> when I buy a ticket, like when I buy a ticket on it, my face, like, yeah. Because like, I get my ticket from the AMC app. I'm like, does it know I'm black? Like, how does it? The government fucking knows everything about us, son. I'm convinced. It's like the same thing when they come out with these polls. Like, 25% of Americans don't want marijuana to be legalized. And I'm like, but you didn't ask me. <laughs> like, I'm American. So, yeah. how do you know it's 25%? And it's like, we only surveyed 1,000 people. I'm like, it's 300 million people. That's yeah, not. Word. That's a very, very, very small sample size. It's talking about twenty five percent of Americans. Yeah. It's like no, it's twenty five percent of those thousand people. But that's not a big. That's not an amalgam of the America. And you don't even know like the details of where that was conducted. Like you know, what I mean, like where, where that sample size came from. Was it just one place? Like you know what I mean, was it like uh, some? Yeah, was it that, in Wisconsin? Exactly. <laughs> like you don't know. <laughs> that's why I like when they always talk about polls. I'm like, I don't. Trust these polls. Yeah. It's very easy to find. And then on top of that, like, especially nowadays, it's like the way they come out, the way they conduct polls too is archaic because they usually ask people that have landlines. Who the fuck still has a landline nowadays? A phone? Yeah. Like a, like a, a cord phone? Like a house phone. (laughs) No 
Nobody has house phones That's anymore. usually how they conduct. Uh, it's just like with uh, the way they come out with rate. Like they still use the Nelson box. Oh, the Nielsen box? Yeah, the Nielsen box. It's like, no. Yeah, it's a very small sample size, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this show was watched by 14 million. It's like, but who, what about the people that are watching it online or the people that put it on their DVR, but they don't watch it till like maybe a month later? Yeah. Like, you know, they got, there's got to be a way to update your technology to determine who's watching the show or who has interest in the show. Like, I might not. Point I might not watch it for a month later, but I. But you should be able to at least realize that I at least have interest enough that I set my DV, my DVR to record it yeah. to eventually watch it later. Yeah, but it's like they don't they don't take into account all of that. Well, when we get to that, it's point, like they do look at DV. They do look at DVR ratings, but they usually only if you watch it within that week. Oh. Does it count? If you watch it like the next week, it doesn't count anymore. <laughs> you're not important enough. Yeah, you're not important anymore. <laughs> but, that's, but that's like, that's stupid, though. Because yeah. you can still cater to me in terms of advertising and stuff like that, which is how they sell shows. I feel like we're asking for a very big brother government. <laughs> where it's like they, they know every aspect of the, what we're doing. You're saying we're asking for that, but we already fucking got that. That's true. That's true. They're probably there's, listening there's a, right there's now. There's an article out right now that says Facebook is listening to you like through your phone and stuff like that. What? Or, <laughs> Or like, you know how if you go to a certain website, whether on your phone or a computer, now suddenly you'll see that ad on Facebook. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch what I do outside of Facebook because it's not good things. <laughs> you're, looking, you're, looking, you're looking at octopus porn. Hey, Facebook, selling. I'm selling to you some octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Those big dragon dildos and shit that they have. <laughs> anyway. Jakaris. Uh, <laughs> More box office. So, uh, Toy Story has now set a record for being the, f- I believe, the first Toy Story uh, forkel, forkel, <laughs> with Forky, to hit a uh, billion dollars. Yeah, what do they call it when it's four or five movies? A quadrilogy? A forkel. <laughs> forkel. <laughs> but yes, uh, Toy Story. Toy Story uh, made a billion dollars. Oh shit! Yeah. Is that the most in the whole series? I think. Wait. I mean, irregardless, it's still gonna. That's all the incentive they need to make a fifth movie. So expect that. Never. They should call it never-ending story now. <laughs> I mean, never-ending story. They might reboot that too. I'm not sure if it's the highest. I'd be down for a never-ending story reboot. To be honest with you, I would be too. Yeah. I want to see Falcor and awesome CG. I'm not sure if it's the highest grossing. I'm not because I don't know what Toy Story three did. Let me see. Oh man, because if you do never any story reboot, that might be a backdoor to bring in a reboot of live action Avatar: The Last Airbender. Well, Falcor is basically Alpa. Well, I remember their uh, Netflix is supposed to be. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. We just about haven't that. heard anything from it. Yeah. Because they're probably filming it. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story three made one point zero six seven billion. Okay, so similar. Them toys, man. Them toys are just constantly churning out money. But now with that, now that Toy Story made a billion dollars, now Disney, because of that, Disney is now the first studio ever with five movies grossing a billion dollars in one year. Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, yeah. Toy Story four, Lion King. Aladdin. I, for one, welcome our new Disney overlords. <laughs> money, money, money. 
Yeah. <laughs> they bought all those Fox properties and it's going to fucking kill them but, all off. It's like, you can't make us a billion dollars. But more than likely. No more. <laughs> more than likely that number's, it's probably, it might be more than this, but that number's going to jump to at least seven. Which Frozen one? 2 and, oh, Frozen. And, and Star Wars. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, real talk. I honestly feel like in 10 years, Disney's going to rule this world. I mean, don't they already? Yeah, they're getting there. I I think it's going to be legit. Like a, a Disney executive is going to run for president and then we're all fucked. <laughs> the I'm co-owner like, of Disney is running for president. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because like the, the, the CEO of Starbucks ran, ran for president oh, this fuck. year, but he dry, he ended up dropping out because nobody, who they're like, who, I can't remember what was his name. Tim, Tim Ryan, Tim. I forgot. I, I forgot what know. his. I forgot what his name was. But people were like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> they won't be saying that when fucking Disney's running for president. He's got like Lion King and Frozen actors coming out and like waving to the audiences. But yeah, like I said, more than likely uh, Disney's gonna have. So they're gonna break their own record. First studio to have five movies in a single year. Oh, now they broke their own record. Now seven movies. They fucking rule the world, bro. But it's like. M I C. This, this goes back to what I was saying before. K E Y <laughs> M O U S. Give me your money. <laughs> but this goes back to what I was saying before. It's like, yeah, in the nerd community, we're all excited. Yeah, Fox and Disney emerging. We get X Men and Fantastic Four. And I was like, yeah, but more than like, but it's not cool though, because you think about the the Monopolies. yeah the monopoly, and then people are gonna lose their jobs. And then on top of that, like, there's talks about Disney prop potentially canceling Fox properties because they haven't been making that much money. Like what? Uh, well, them blaming uh, Dark Phoenix on them losing money, but then uh, also there's there's talks about them canceling Taika Waititi's uh, movie, JoJo or whatever, because it's a mo- there's some type of... Mo- I don't know what it's about, but it's a movie where it's like... Hit- I think Hitler is like a main character. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. And it's Taika Waititi, you know it's going to be like... Silly. Silly. Uh. But because it's under now under the Disney brand, Disney is looking like, like no, we can't... Yeah, is it a Disney movie with a Hitler? Doubt it. <laughs> it's like, no, like, how are we going to market this? But it's like... Even though, wasn't Disney actually like an anti-Semite or something? What? Anti-Semitic? I, I don't wasn't know. Wasn't he? I don't know. I think it's a joke, but I don't know if it's true or not. Whatever. I, I, don't, know if Walt, I don't know if Walt Disney was... I know Disney has a huge history of racism. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but it's like, but well, stuff oh, like Predator. Isn't that, isn't that a Fox property? That's a Fox property too. But even th- but even then, like stuff like that, it's like, are they going to Disneyfy Predator? They're going to Disneyfy. But what does Disneyfy mean? Like make it family make it, friendly? Make it not rated R. Why? That's like the opposite of what makes Predator good. But it's even though Predator hasn't been good in years, but it's under the Disney brand now. Like Disney, like you think about like Disney doesn't come out with rated R movies. But would they? They used they used to they used to have New Line Cinema. Yes, I was gonna say they don't have any like subsidiaries. They they, can, like, they used to, but they, but in the last like ten years or so, they haven't been doing any of that. So I couldn't imagine Predator movie starting with a Disney logo, but there wouldn't be like a sub company they would release with. That's the question, huh? Yeah. I could never, I could never imagine. Because even, even look at like, Disney. Ah! Even, even, I mean, even look at the talk with Deadpool. Like, oh, let's make it PG thirteen. But that I get because you, if, if they're gonna, I don't like that. But if they're gonna do it. It makes sense because it's folding into the Marvel universe they already have made. So that I can kind of get. But like to change other. But now properties, it's also. But these properties also now folding into the Disney universe that already the Disney universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to see the Predator crossover <laughs> with Spider Man. <laughs> 
it's all connected. I would love that. Just, just look at Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but do it better than that. <laughs> they kind of fucked that up too. Well, you didn't even play Kingdom Hearts 3. I watched all the cutscenes though, so I know what happens. Yes. It's trash. It is. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay. That's, hmm. But yeah, I could see that being an issue, especially down the line. It's like, like I mentioned before, like Love, Simon came out with Fox and that was like the first major gay movie that was produced by a studio. But it's like now that Disney owns Fox, it's like something like that probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, I get the, the X-Men thing was like the smoke screen they used to make everybody forget about all the other things you'll be losing because you're losing all of the potential, even just potential properties that they were going to make. Now they're just not going to make them. Yeah, like I mentioned the, the, the Taika Waititi movie, like yeah. there's a debate going on right now with with the Disney execs, like how we how can we market this? Like we can't market this movie. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of small and I know a part and I know a large part of it has to do with like the, oh, the it's under the Disney logo and it's like uh not it's, and it's more they're probably not it's probably more than likely not but they're probably gonna be looking at it well uh, these these mothers and stuff seeing this movie thinking it's gonna be a pro Hitler movie like how do we sell this? Yeah, I can see that. And I think the question is why. Why would they need to release anything like that? Like when they're breaking records with their own lineup already, like why would they take a risk on these? A lot of these Fox properties that are failing. Or but I was gonna say, but if you, but like, you, they all but lose money. If you're gonna like, say, <laughs> but if you're gonna say that, then if you're gonna say that argument, that it's like, but then why buy Fox to begin with? If you're if eliminates you're, competition, and but, then they, and then they get things like X Men. But I think it's more so that's just one competitor that's just gone. Monopoly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I don't, I, like, honestly, I don't think the reason Disney bought Fox was solely for X-Men and Fantastic. That's what we think. No, that's for that's, us. Yeah, that's, that's for that's, us. As fans, we're like, yay, X-Men. But, like, but I, think it has, I, think it has, I think it has way more to do with wanting to acquire more IP for yeah. their streaming service and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Now that they're jumping into streaming. Yeah. And not even just Disney Plus, yeah, they but own now Simpsons, right? Like, yeah, now they own yeah. Simpsons. Not even just with Disney, but I was gonna say not even just with Disney Plus, but now they have to put content out on Hulu and stuff like that. So now maybe we can do an Alien franchise on Hulu or whatever. Can we make Simpsons? Because remember, because remember, uh, <laughs> and this is gonna be uh, well, it's further down, but I'll just do it. I'll just move it up. So to right now, because uh, Disney Plus is also doing loves again. They're doing a Love Simon. On Disney Plus. Wait, what? Like a show? Yeah. Oh. I mentioned that already. Same though. actors? No. Oh. It's poor Wally. They're calling it <laughs> Poor Wally. <laughs> they're calling it a Love Simon sequel. So it's still called Love Simon, but it's really is Love Victor, because that's who the main character is. So is Simon in it? Supposedly Nick Robinson, the person that plays Simon, he's narr- he's producing it and he's narrating the show. Kind of so like Chris Rock did, everybody loves Chris. He's narrating it. But he narrated it because it was his life and he was the well, kid. Well, it's somebody else's life. That's the, weird. He's, he's the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> the gay watcher. He just watches all gay people's stories. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes place in the same high school and supposedly uh, Victor, it says, uh, so you didn't see this movie but it's the, it's the main love interest from uh, Annabelle Comes Home, which I, I liked him. Okay. I liked that kid. From uh, uh, he, he, his name was Michael, and Annabelle comes home. Was he gay? And Annabelle comes home. No, he, he was a, he was a love, straight love interest. Oh, okay, all right. But he's gay. Wait, so is he not a gay actor? Are we doing the same thing again with the Love Simon controversy, where the lead actor is not gay? 
Is he gay or not? I mean, it's Hollywood, so more than likely. Oh my god! <laughs> but I don't, but I don't know. I don't know if he's gay. He's a new. I, th- I think Annabelle comes home was like his first big thing. Oh uh, okay. So I don't know. He could be gay, but more than likely, he's probably he's probably not. Like this, this is the case where I'm like, let it. Like if he's the main character, at least have the actor represent that fucking. But that also, but that also like, how do you? Like I get the other argument though. It's like, but how do how do how do I dictate that? Dictate that. Dic- just dicks on the brain. Yeah, right. <laughs> how do I dick take that? Yeah. <laughs> how how do you dictate that? Like, or how do you like find that? Like well, a gay actor? Just say, oh, we want gay people to come for this role, but then you could just be like, uh, I'm an actor. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I got that's a good point. Honor system. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't. You have to just assume they're not lying. Like Lafayette, Nelson Ellis, he's not he wasn't rest in peace. He wasn't gay, but he played the fuck out of that role. The black guy with the the that uh, the AIDS burger. Yeah, like that iconic scene. Yeah, he's not gay, but he, like I said, he played the fuck out of that oh, role. Oh, he wasn't? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did. I thought he was. <laughs> or even uh the his boyfriend, I don't know how far you got into the show, but his boyfriend uh Jesus. I Jesus. didn't watch the show. I just watched that clip. Oh, you fucking cunt. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I at least watched the clip. <laughs> That's not good enough. It was a, it was a good scene. It was a good, good scene. I'm talking about the fucking show. It was a good show oh. until season five where it just became trash. Mm, okay. <laughs> True Blood kind of reminds me of like Game of Thrones. Where it's like it started so fucking strong. Like it was the best show on television at that point. <laughs> and then... How the Mighty Have Fallen. <laughs> how the Mighty Have Fallen. Like... <laughs> What? I what f- season was that AIDS burger thing in? Season one. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I agree with that. Cause the acting on that scene was fucking on point. Like it felt real. I was like, shit. <laughs> just kind of how you say, like, oh, like you, like you're the only one that says it. But kind of how people say, like se- season seven was when you started seeing the cracks of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Season four is when you started to see the cracks of True Blood, and then season five, like. <laughs> You can't see when Michael threw a pencil down. <laughs> it just fucking fell off a cliff. And then season six and seven, it's just like, yo, what the fuck is this? This is the show that introduced the super shit like elves and shit or something, or fairies or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the only thing I know is people were like, yeah, when they started introducing fairies and shit, that's when the show fell off. But even then, like, that was still, because they introduced fairy. well, no, they introduced fairies. Sookie was always a fairy. We just never knew what she was. They revealed it later. They, they just revealed, yeah, they revealed it later. Mm. But there was always a thing where she had this power, like she was able to read minds. And it was just like, where is this coming from? Like, how does she have this power that nobody else has? And then in season two, it was this badass moment where she revealed that she had like a Kamehameha blast. What? That she like hit with this, like, she hit this demon girl with like a Kamehameha. You're just like, whoa, what the fuck? And Fairy it was like, beam. And it was like, oh, this is dope. Like, what is that? What, what is that? And they didn't reveal it until like season six or whatever. Oh, no, season five. It was a long time. Yeah, it was tease. a long time. So it was a long time to tease that she was actually half fairy. And it sounds stupid when you think about it. It does. But, <laughs> but I, I read the books too. And it was like, it was good. Uh, but then like what they did with the fairies in the show was not what they did with the fairies in the books. And it's just like, this sucks. Like, why didn't they just do it like what they did in the show? Source material fuck ups. Yeah. That sucks. But then eventually, like, but but that also seems like a long time. Like, I could see there being a lot of disappointment just because they tease it for so long and for not to have a good payoff. No, it didn't have a good payoff at all. So I would have heard it. Yeah, 
again, if you you got if you tease something for a long time in a narrative, you gotta fucking have something as a payoff. Because if you don't, it's just like fuck this. Because <laughs> like when it was revealed that she was a, that she was Faye in the books, it was pretty good. Mm. And then like her, she had a fairy godmother, which again sounds stupid, but it it worked. I mean, in the world of fantasy, it worked. It worked in the book. Yeah. But then just like the show, the books were like here but then by like book seven it was like mm. you can kind of tell it like, like game of thrones <laughs> and on, almost, it's almost like the writer was getting bored but she kept being mandated to write more and like in the books in the should. books oh. and there were there were 13 books in total damn and i read up to book 12 because i was like it's gotta wow get, it's gotta get better you get a lot of reading to be like fuck this it's gotta get better come on like get back to where it was but then I was also of the mentality. I was like, oh, okay, I, I read all of this. I just have to know how it ends. Mm-hmm. But book 12 was so fucking bad. <laughs> it's just like, I give up. Like book, book, thir- <laughs> book 13 was the final book. I just had one. You got to the finish line. And, said, and I was it. just like, <laughs> I was like, I can't. Wow. I can't. That's impressive. It's so like, if you go in my room, you see one through 12, like on the shelf. I'm just like, no. Uh, <laughs> that's some that's that's pretty bad when you fucking get 12 like, books deep. it was so good like book number four was so good i read it in one day wow one fucking how, day how long are these books let me let me get my book number like, get man you can tell michael's passionate about this he's like i'm gonna get this book and show you <laughs> yeah this is what happens when you don't read i, I have no idea what he's talking about <laughs> i have no point of reference for any of this <laughs> The closest thing I can I can. Jordan is like words. What is this? what? And look, Jordan, there's no Whoa. there's no pictures. There's no audio. <laughs> so that looks pretty thick. Well, you know I like it thick. Nah. <laughs> so uh, it's 310 pages. Oh, that's pretty decent length. Nah. <laughs> I read this in one. What is with this podcast? It's very sexual. I read this in one day. I've never read a book in fucking one day. That's impressive. 300 pages in a day? That basically means you just read it straight through. Yeah. Wow. With just enough time to like go to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't even jerk off that day. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's a big, like it's a big deal, okay? It is. It's, <laughs> a very, it's a very big deal. <laughs> put the dick down for one day and pick the book up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it sounds kind of like um, what's it called? The uh, not Never Ending Story. What the uh, Peter Pan, Rumpelstiltskin. What's that show called? Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time, fantasy show that fell off a couple seasons in. I feel like they just can't keep the the momentum up. Yeah, I love the fuck out of Once Upon a Time. Me too. Especially when it started, seasons one and two, up until Peter Pan. That's where I fell off. But I mean, I like season three. I I. I no, I feel like it should have ended with the Peter Pan thing. Because once Rumpelstiltskin like, had his full character arc kind of finished, I'm like, where else is there to go? He was a coward. He wasn't. He, he had something to fight for. He fights his father, who was abusive to him, who was Peter Pan. It's over. And then he dies at the end. For me, I feel like it really started to get worse when they introduced Frozen. Mm. That's... That's really where I felt. I, I got to the point where they introduced the Frozen characters, and I was like, so is this now, like, we're just going to use this as a vehicle to advertise other Disney properties? Like, that's where I was Well, like, I mean, uh, that's what the whole show was, if you think about it. But then I was like, but, but Frozen... But they're old things. I was, like, I was going to say, but I was like, Frozen is too new for you to be, like, throwing into... Th- 
That's what I'm saying. Wait, guys. Frozen made a billion dollars? Let's put it into the show. Yeah, so I'm, it felt like that was a reaction to Frozen. It's like you do Frozen before Tiana or any of these other Disney properties. And I remember Mulan having no role. She was just there. And that was, that was Yeah, that was... A, but granted, you can't blame the show for that because the actor ended up going somewhere like she left she left the show because she got a lead she got a lead role in something else oh that makes sense so they they, 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 introduced her like she's gonna be somebody and it was like no she's gone i'm like wait and then they also kind of teased that she was in love with uh aurora yeah oh wait what i don't remember that no oh wait yeah 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 you're right you're right you're right because but then it never went back to it yeah that's also like i said she got another show so Mm, yeah but then that show got canceled and she was like wait guys i'm back like when the show was disney references i liked it but when it felt like it became like an advertising vehicle for like frozen i was like oh my god this is what the show's gonna be and then not only just that but then they like what they did with like i love regina's character but it's like because she was so popular she overtook emma yeah in terms of in 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 the sense of the show like so much so much so that like emma was supposed to be the power of the show but for whatever, in one season, they made they made uh, Regina have become so redeemed or whatever that Emma was supposed to be the one that used her white magic or whatever to take out the 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 wicked queen or whatever from Frozen. I think it's Frozen. But there's a wicked queen in Frozen, or not a wicked queen? They they had they had a a a. a I can't remember what it was, but it was. We are so off top. What were we even talking about before we got to this? <laughs> Disney. Yeah. So, so it's, it, it connects. Oh, okay. But there was a moment where, like, Emma couldn't. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but Emma couldn't tap into her white magic power or whatever. So they had Regina do it, and so Regina basically overtook Emma because she, she. This this was her moment where she's finally redeemed from all the evil. Yeah. That, that she overcame. But then just like Demon Slayer, the very next season, they had her they had her backtrack and go, Oh, I'm still not over my uh Oh fuck. I hate flip flopping yeah, characters. I'm still not I, I still haven't redeemed myself from my evil past. So much so that she took a potion to like make her evil side come out. Oh my gosh, that an evil And then her evil then her then her evil half became a character. Oh. And so now it was two Regina like Regina became so popular that they had to have two Reginas. Like they had to bring the evil queen back. Oh, I hate that. So hate now it was so the much. good it was the good Regina versus the evil Regina. Then they had to fight each other and it was the class. I was like That is so we, we're, pa- we're past this already. Like yeah. didn't, didn't she redeemed herself so much that she had white magic. Didn't Rumble Stilson come back evil too? I vaguely remember that. Like after he redeems himself and fights Peter Pan and dies, doesn't he come back? Yeah, he came back. He was still evil. Ah, fucking stupid. Again, I hate when and they also had a they also had a Dark Willow moment where uh, uh, Emma became the Dark One. Oh my god! But they didn't, which was interesting. Like that was interesting. It's like oh shit, Emma became it's like a Dark Willow thing. Yeah. But they because. I don't know if it's because it's so Disney. Regina good and her bad. I, yeah, more or less. Uh, but I don't even know if it, because it's Disney and they didn't want to go too so far with it. But it's like even Emma as the dark one, she was still good. What? It was stupid. You're called the dark one, bro. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was. She was the dark one, but everything that she was doing had a grander purpose. Like she was doing, she was using dark magic, but it ended like it ended up being for good. That's oh, stupid. And it's like, then what's the point? Yeah, that's stupid. That's always like the I feel like the the beginning of the end for a show like that when you start walking back the character development just for the sake of extending the show. That's what it feels like a lot of times. It's like 
it's interesting if you go a dark willow route like that's that is definitely yeah, if you stick to it yeah it's definitely interesting like when she flayed like she killed warren like all of that stuff is interesting yeah. but don't make her be evil but it's like no she's not really evil yeah it's like no when regina was evil she was fucking evil yeah and oh and the same thing with arrow though in terms of like i remember the show was at its best when the flashbacks actually contributed to the story and advanced it that's what season one was so good when they, they, they were living in like the the falsehood of that modern town but then a lot of the characters didn't know they were uh fancy characters and we would get their backstory through the flashbacks that was when it was really great but then yeah. after that, <laughs> as the show went on, it started, the, the flashbacks started getting more and more ridiculous. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, I still, I feel like the first three seasons were like peak. The like, third yeah. season was Peter Pan, right? Yeah, third yeah. season was Peter Pan. Like, yeah. yes, the first season was the best, but I, st- I like the second and third season. I did too. It's after that is where the yeah, show Yeah, after that. Yeah. It's when it was just like, uh... I'm glad I, I recognized that. This is before podcasting or anything, but I was like, I was just watching shows. I was like... Ah, I used to love this show. What the fuck happened? I, I binged. I, I I jumped on season two and I binged all of season one to get to season two. I loved it, and I stayed on until like I think I fell off. Season seven was the last season. I fell off in the middle of season six. <laughs> you keep getting to the finish line of these shows and going, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, just with like Arrow. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, this is a trend. It's the same thing, yeah. <laughs> so I'm dragging you to the fin- Come on, we gotta finish. We got one more it's season. Sa- it's the same thing with Fringe. Fringe was three seasons. I fell off season two. Wow. So you you can somehow you can sense when the show's about to end. So you're like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can't. <laughs> well, we gotta finish Arrow and Flash, man. We're almost, we're so close. We're so close to the end. When you say finish, like, I don't, Flash might go to season seven. <laughs> But after Infinite Crisis, we don't got to watch that. I didn't even finish last season. You talking about Finish Flash? I'll keep... Yeah, wow. (laughs) I'll probably keep watching Flash just to see if it gets any better. Because I I have hope. Because isn't this the season that it should be getting better again? Like, wasn't Arrow season five when it got good? Again, for like that hot second? Yeah, but this was was Flash season five. (laughs) Oh, wait, it was? Yes. Three, four, five. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) It was the worst season! (laughs) No, four was the worst season. That's the thinker. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Wait, Wait anyway. mm, you think Cicada was better than Thinker? I don't even know. Not the villain. I'm talking about the oh, season the, overall. Okay, I'll give. Okay, I'll give it that. Yeah, at least we had Nora, and at least Nora was interesting. Until it wasn't. Thinker <laughs> was just Ralph Dibney. Ugh. <laughs> But rounding back to Love, yeah, Simon. Way <laughs> off topic. Love, Simon, somehow got us the Once Upon a Time. <laughs> but yeah, it says uh, the guy from uh, uh, Annabelle Comes Home, his name is Michael Sim... Sim- you? Is it you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Simeon? <laughs> Simino. So close. <laughs> Simino. It's like, he looks just like you. Sim- Simino. Michael Simino. Right here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. But, but he's, your, he's your bizarro. <laughs> but that's him. He's you, but white. <laughs> But it says uh, he will play Victor, a new student at Creekwood High School, on his own journey of self-discovery, facing challenges at home, adjusting to a new city, and struggling with his sexual orientation. When it seems, when it all seems too much, he reaches out to Simon to help him navigate the ups and downs of high school. <laughs> uh, maybe that makes sense because if Simon was like, like he he made was be, he became super popular in the school because of that his notes leaking and stuff, right? So maybe he's infamous in the high school. So he's like, oh, a gay guy went through the same thing. I'm going to talk to him about this. All right. I, I kind of like that connection. 
Well, I watched his show. I, I have no idea. I think he's Hispanic. He is? He looks white. Because it says uh, James Martinez will play Victor's father, Armando. Okay. So we're going to do that thing where it's like, no, no, he's Spanish, even though he looks white. <laughs> And there are people, Spanish people that look like that. I'm not saying there aren't. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm gonna say my, my friend. Wait, how my, convenient? Yeah, a friend of mine. He's he's Puerto Rican, but if you look him look at him, it's like no, you're you're white. <laughs> I had an ex girlfriend that was like that. Her whole family looked super Spanish, but she looked white as hell. Like she had like blonde hair. I'm like, I think your mom had an affair with a mailman <laughs> or something. There's no way. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, love Simon. <laughs> All right, what's so the time? Going back, so, so going back to what I was originally saying is like, I feel like that's the reason that Disney bought Fox for the properties because now Disney Plus, Love Simon, that was Fox. Now that's going to Disney, the Disney Plus app, yeah, or whatever. Uh, you eliminate competition and you get the properties in one fell swoop. Yeah, yeah. And now on top of that, now you have through no work of your own the number one and number two biggest box office movies. Avengers Endgame and Avatar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Avatar's even hit there. Yeah, Avatar is Fox. So now James Cameron works for Disney? Yeah, the James Cameron works for Disney. Wow. And I don't know. It was, I don't know if Titanic was Fox too. So now you got number one, number two, and number three. I think it was. So, I'm pretty sure it was, actually. In many ways, when you think about it, it's like talking about eliminated competition. Like, how do you compete with Disney? Because they own all the... You can only join Disney. (laughs) You can only become one with Disney. (laughs) You think about all the properties they own between like them owning out. Now they own Fox. They also own Lucasfilms. They own Pixar. They own Marvel. Yep. You'll be safe and secured when you're under my employ. Yeah, you think about now look at it. Gaze upon my empire of joy. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like you think of like Universal and, and Paramount and all these other... Like how do you compete? Like, can't the mouse is too powerful? <laughs> He's the real Thanos. <laughs> like the only prop, the only properties that's joining the billion dollar club from other is like Fast and Furious. But even like Hobbs and Shaw, I mean, it's making money, but it didn't make a billion dollars. Wait, who releases that again? Universal. Universal? Okay. <laughs> Ironically, uni- Meanwhile, Universal, Par- the universe is smaller than Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me- How does that compare? Meanwhile, <laughs> Paramount's over here like. We don't have anything. Help. <laughs> We're dying. Yeah. We're so hungry. Can we have some food, Disney? No. Please, please sir. Can I have some more? More? You want some more? <laughs> Take your Godzilla scraps. Even, even, even Warner Brothers with as many shit like... It's like, well, Warner Brothers has DC. It's like, but do they though? Because <laughs> even the Harry Potter franchise, like... That's Warner Brothers too. That's Warner Brothers too. Like their franchises haven't been doing that well. No, they've been all tanking. Yeah, but same thing with Fox for the most part. But it doesn't matter now because now they're owned by Disney. So yeah. it's kind of like with Marvel, it's like Marvel was going bankrupt at some point, but so now they're owned by the other, now they're owned by the mouse. Yeah, every other major studio, their major franchises are doing worse, but only Disney succeeding. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's really creepy when you actually talk about it like that. It's like holy shit. It's like a it's like a, it's like a leech on our culture that's slowly coming like, engorged with more and more about, properties. Think about think about just think just uh, this summer box office alone. What were the ones that made? And I'm not talking about like John Wick or anything like because that was rated R. It's not going to be a yeah. Big, and they're smaller. It's not yeah. It's not going to be a giant blockbuster. It made money. Yeah. Which what studio was that? Let me look that up. Uh, Paramount. 
Actually, I'm not sure. I'm going to say Paramount. I don't even know that's true, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, only Disney's franchises are succeeding. And, and, and ridiculously so. In the billions, so. <laughs> yeah. Globally, so. What do you do? You think it's a product of just them having a better product, or do you uh, think it's their money they can throw advertising? John Wick by? is owned by Summit and distributed by Summit Entertainment. The so it's not that? even. It's like an independent. Yeah, kind it's of thing? independent. Oh, can't wait until Disney buys that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, do you think it's a, like a byproduct of just Disney having a better product? Like they. They put more care and attention to their franchises and it's better written and it's a better like overall product? Or do you think it's because they have the advertising, the money to throw at these things and that's what makes I don't it even a necessarily, success? I don't even necessarily think that's it because the other studios have money so they have that, the aver- they could advertise a movie. I think part of it, a large part of it is now... You think it's purely on the merit of making a better product? I don't think it's simply on the merit of making a better product because you think of something like Lion King was like... It was the same thing, but it was capitalizing on nostalgia. But it still made a billion. But that's going to my overall point. I think the biggest thing now is Disney has the name recognition for a lot of these properties. Because mm. more times, the revolver is fully loaded with nostalgia already. That's, I mean, that's why do you think everything is getting reboots and remakes and sequels and prequels and trequels and fourquels? Yeah. Because nowadays people aren't going to the movies to see unknown things, yeah. even if they happen to be good, like. A lot of people railed about how good of a of a comedy Booksmart was, but nobody went to see it. Yeah, even to the point that even celebrities were coming out like that had nothing to do with the movie. Guys, go see Booksmart; it's fucking great. Yeah, you keep complaining that Hollywood is doing anything yeah, new. Hollywood doesn't do uh, anything new. Here's something new, and it's good, yeah. but you're not going to see it. Crawl, I think Crawl was great. Yeah, Crawl was great, and it, it made money, but it wasn't like. I feel like it didn't make it's as not much. Lion King money. Yeah, it didn't make as much. <laughs> granted, I don't think it should make a billion dollars. No, <laughs> but I don't think it made as much as it should have. Yeah, and I also think part of it, not even just the name recognition. I also think part of it is there's going back to the email. You guys watch so much shit. There's a lot of content coming out now. Yeah, it's like people you pick and choose. You got to pick and choose, like especially considering movies are becoming more and more expensive and. Yeah, we have the luxury of having AMC A-List where you can see three movies a week for free. Yeah. But if you live in an area where there is no AMC or Regal, it's like, no, I can't. Like Chris says it all the time. Like, you guys see a lot of stuff and I can't afford to go see. I can't afford to go to the movies as much as you guys do. Yeah. I think also the bigger threat to like the Hollywood, like to, to so cinema like, in general is these giant blockbuster tentpole movies completely overshadow all the small things. Yeah, so it's like you think about April, like how many properties came out in April? Avengers Endgame, uh, Hellboy, um, I can't think of what else. Yeah, what we, Shazam. Look, look oh, at our Shazam. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> our Shazam. podcast list. Shazam. <laughs> yeah. And all these movies came out, all came out in April, but if yeah. you're like, I can't afford to see, even if you're interested, because you think about something like Hellboy. Granted, Hellboy was trash, yeah. but you would have had to seen the movie to know it was trash. The fact that it opened at so low a box office, you can't even say because the movie sucked. Because, no, like, no, you don't know the movie sucked until you saw it. Yeah. So it's like... That was a movie that needed word of mouth. So because it sucked, it got no extra push. Yeah. That, that but, the person that did see it, they were like, eh, it's trash, don't see it. My ultimate point is, the fact that nobody went... To, like, you didn't even go to, 
find out whether it sucked or not but people just people just didn't go see it and it's like did people not see it because they had no interest in it or you had to go well Avengers Endgame comes out this month and I have to and if I only can you know pick to see what movie I want to see I'll see Endgame twice before I see Hellboy yeah, once yeah I will see I'll, <laughs> I, maybe I'll see Endgame later yeah. or I mean I'll see Hellboy later but I gotta see Endgame it, even, even like Shazam Shazam ended up making money but in terms of like DC properties, it may it's the lowest of all the DC properties. Yeah, wow. Even though it was like a better movie than Suicide Squad for sure. We argue that it's like top two of DC movies, like Wonder Woman and Shazam. And you can make an argument that Shazam. I like Man of Steel, you asshole. <laughs> no, <laughs> you never include that. <laughs> You're not included in that. <laughs> so you can say some people make the argument that they like Shazam more than they like Wonder Woman, but either way, that's like top two D- D- DC properties, and yeah. even then. It didn't make it. Granted, it made a profit, but it didn't make like Wonder Woman money, money, uh, numbers. To Did the, it even make Doctor Strange money? Close, but not even. Yeah, but to the point that they were they were even debating whether Shazam is going to get a sequel, That's and it's like, ridiculous. damn, that sucks. Yeah. You can't even get a sequel to your good movies. Like, what the fuck are we doing? And again, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Shazam. A, it doesn't have the name recognition. And then on top of that, if you have to choose, like pick and choose, like especially if you're a family or whatever, or if you have a wife or a husband or whatever, it's like going to the movies, already got to spend like $30 just on a ticket. And then if we get concessions and stuff like that, Way I spend more. it like $50, $50 plus. I got to put gas in the car. And 30's lowballing. That's yeah, 30's lowballing. Yeah, that cost $10 a ticket. That's rare. Yeah. <laughs> I went to matinee over at S's Green the other day. It was, it was $12. I'm like, Bro, it's not even fucking nighttime. <laughs> what the hell? So I was like, if you got to choose like that, or it's like, okay, are we going to see Shazam? I can't even, I can't fucking talk. Kazam. <laughs> see Shazam, I'm interested, or maybe I could just wait till that comes out on streaming or Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, and I'll do that. But Avengers Endgame, though, like I'm seeing that. And that's what hurts, that's the thing, though. That's also what hurts these uh, blockbuster movies, just big movies, in, or just movies in general. The fact that, streaming is such a prevalent option now that you do you only go most people most people i feel only go to the theaters for those big 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 blockbusters yeah everything else we just said i'll wait to comes out on netflix i'll wait to come like, out on Hulu. because the same thing with book smart book smart also came out in april and that's something that i did want to see but i never got around to see i was like i can i can catch that later yeah so what did we learn today kids Disney is Disney, the devil. Yeah, Disney, <laughs> Disney owns everything. Cause yeah, you think about the b- big box office uh, movies. Just this summer alone, what are the movies that really made money this summer? All the Disney, all the properties. Disney ones, all the Disney properties, <laughs> even the bad ones. <laughs> even, yeah, <laughs> even the ones like Aladdin and fucking Lion King. Just on based off nostalgia alone, billions winning. Hashtag winning all around. <laughs> but like Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix lost mad money. <laughs> um, what else came out this summer? Um, hold up. <laughs> Go through the list. <laughs> yeah, All up. the bad movies this summer. It's a lot, man. <laughs> summer movies 2019. <laughs> Is that the year we are? <laughs> Where are we? Um... The Kitchen, which is DC Warner Brothers. You're still pushing this kitchen, huh? <laughs> we don't want to see the kitchen, Michael. Did you see the kitchen? I did not see the kitchen. Okay, so. Uh, 
Godzilla didn't make that much money. That's what's ridiculous. Like, you can't get much bigger than Godzilla, and Godzilla didn't make money. Which I don't even understand. I guess maybe just word of mouth didn't help it? People not care about Godzilla, giant monsters no more? I do. <laughs> even though I didn't love that movie. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, well, you already heard. Yeah, I'm a you, fan. I didn't you heard my myself. rating for that, yeah. for Godzilla. Um, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> so dark. I'm drowsy. None of these other movies are blockbusters like Ma. But yeah, Secret Life of Pets, that didn't even make that much money. No. Even though the first one made a lot of money, but the sequel. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about Secret Life of Pets? <laughs> but I don't even know what studio. Let me see. What studio? Like that? in a world where you have Toy Story, who cares about Secret Life of Pets? Or or actually, there's a lot of bad movies that we just didn't even talk about. Like fucking, um, what was that? Ugly Toys movie that came out. There's a lot of, there's a lot of 3D. Ugly dolls. Ugly dolls. There's a lot of like 3D animated movies that come out that just fly under the radar because they're all the same. And the sequel Life of Pets was universal. Oh, wow. All right. And that's what I was saying. Like, the first one made a lot of money, but then the second one came out, crickets. Yeah. Because <laughs> one is enough, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Men in Black International. Yeah, Men in Black. <laughs> we can't think of them because we didn't like them. So, yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Shaft. Child's Play. Oh, yeah. Child's Play. <laughs> Pretty forgettable. I think Annabelle made money. More than Chucky? I think it made more than Chucky. Damn. Poor Chucky. <laughs> Your time is over, old man. It's Annabelle's time now. <laughs> but yeah, Stuber, which was also Fox. Stuber. That didn't make that much money. Of course it didn't. With a name like Stuber, <laughs> who the fuck is going to see that? Which I, I think the re- reason it's called Stuber, because I think his name is Stu. Yeah, it's Stu when he drives, and he drives Uber. Uber. I'm like, it's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> It's stupid. It. <laughs> but yeah, that that was Fox that tanked, and mm. that was supposed to be not a blockbuster, but that was supposed to make money. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think that's about it. Yeah, we get the, we get we get it. Disney's be winning, and everybody else be losing. And I'm sure in five to ten years, <laughs> the movie landscape will be completely dominated by Disney. I mean, it's all it already is. So I can't imagine in five ten years what's gonna be like. Yeah, I can't wait until the government officially has to step in and be like, "Uh, you guys are too powerful right now," and then Disney buys the government. <laughs> I mean, they probably they probably will. They probably already do. Like, I mean, I'm sure with, with lobbying and all that other stuff <laughs> behind the scenes. But uh, speaking of uh, Disney owning owning everything, uh, now uh, Disney is again surpassing their own record. The Lion King has passed Black Panther as the tenth highest uh, grossing movie ever. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, it's cool, I guess. No, it's not. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's really not. It's like, fuck, man. Bullshit, nostalgia, CG lions replaced Black Panther. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) People are trash. (laughs) So, again, Disney breaking its own record. Yeah. Black people beating black people. Well, kind of. Not really. I mean, it's a black cast, but with Black Panther, it was actually black people behind it, like the director, the, the, yeah. the cinematographer, the costume designer. Yeah, I feel like Black Panther is a way bigger win for black people than Lion King. Yeah, Lion King was just a black cast, but yeah. everybody else. Yeah, I like that. God damn it. <laughs> Lion King, Lion King wins. Nah, so what? Nah. So, you know what that means? 
Black Panther 2 needs to be Black Panther 2 the Lion King <laughs> Black Panther versus the Lion I King I mean the first Black Panther was pretty much the Lion King when he went to the the, the spirit world and no, saw his I father no I mean they need to make a character remember like not the the fucking white lion or the white tiger or whatever it is they're gonna bring in no make a character called the Lion King and make Black Panther well, versus they might Lion have King. a character called the Ocean King with the with rumors Namor? of Namor yeah oh yeah, get their name as, as, much, as much as people talk about, yeah, I want to see. An, I'm like, I don't want them to introduce Namor in a Black Panther movie. Why? Because I feel like, considering a, the fact that Namor, even though, even though, well, not no, not even that, but the fact that even though Namor and T'Challa fucking can't stand each other, <laughs> at the end of the day, Namor is still a hero. So it's like Civil War, but with countries instead of Yeah, heroes. but Civil War only worked because you got all that buildup between Tony Stark and Cap. Like, if Civil War was like the first time you saw... It'd be BBS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't want that. That's like, also, because somebody was like, how about uh, Fantastic Four? Now you got... How, introduce Doctor Doom and Black Panther. It's like, no. Like, I don't, I don't want to see that as the introduction of Doctor Doom. But I usually see Namor introduced for the first time as a villain anyway. I'm going by the Ultimate Comics here. That's I'm like your Ultimate Comics. Though. But I'm just saying, like I, I, I could see that. I, think of how much people love Killmonger. He like goes back and forth. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying you can introduce that character as a villain. And yeah, he but Killmonger still... is the villain though. He's like no, no. But I'm just saying how at the end of that movie you still liked him as a character, right? Like, and and if they brought him back in Black Panther two as a hero, like an I, didn't I didn't necessarily like him as a character. I like the portrayal of him. Well, a lot of people think, me included, I think he was charismatic and he's an interesting character. That's what yeah, I said, the portray- his portrayal. Yeah. So I think they could do the same thing with Namor. Make him like an anti-hero. And he's a, you introduce him as a villain at first, but then give him redeeming qualities. Throw a big bad in there. I am still under the... So make it BVS. They hate yes. each other, then it's a greater threat. Yes, but make no. it better. <laughs> yes. Make it I better. Like, <laughs> I was all like, no. <laughs> I, think you could, I think you could do it. I, I think even BV, in a world where BVS sucked... If you did that movie right, you could still arguably make that movie well. Because even their talks about, I'm like, it's too much. Granted, I don't know what they're going to do with Black Panther uh, 2, but there's also talks about them introducing Storm in Black Panther 2. It's like, that'd be too much. Like, that's too, it's too much. And Storm, Namor and Storm? Yeah. That's, that's too much. That's too one much. or the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can I see. I, I honestly just, I just want a big Wakandan versus Atlantean battle. That might look cool. Why are they fighting? I don't know. Maybe he wants Nakia or something. <laughs> like instead of it being Sue Storm who's like lusting over, maybe he's lusting for Nakia. <laughs> Namor's got the jungle fever, so he's like, I want that Nakia booty. What did you see that? Uh, the me- hold up. <laughs> what the Nakia meme with Storm? With Storm? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking back at Storm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if it ever becomes Team Nakia or Team Storm, I'm already Team Storm. So. <laughs> Yeah. And wasn't Nakia? Did you say Nakia was a villain in the comics? Yeah, so I could, I could see her going that way. Maybe I don't know why, but whatever. Because in the comics, she was so in love with T'Challa, but T'Challa didn't reciprocate. <laughs> so you're saying it makes sense for the storm meme? It, it could, it could make sense. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm kind of feeling this this storm goddess over here. Like he's like. Mm. I'll fuck this whole country up. <laughs> Basically, if you take away my dick, I go crazy. <laughs> wow, is it like all women guys? Am I right? No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, about, I'm gonna pull it up. Is the joke real? What are you talking about? I'm gonna pull it up. Pull what up? 
wait a minute. <laughs> Since you brought it up. I'm curious now. What are you talking about? I was joking. <laughs> it happened in New Jersey, too. But dick do make girls crazy. It happened in New Jersey. What does that mean? What happened in New Jersey? New Jersey woman burns, man, burns down house of man who called her at 4 a.m. for sex and then fell asleep. What? <laughs> A failed booty call turned into a red alert when a New Jersey woman showed up at the house of the home of a man who allegedly texted her for sex at 4 a.m. on August 4th and then fell asleep before she arrived. <laughs> Intent on having a hot date anyway, T- Taja Russell, 29, went to Woodbury, oh, New Jersey. Ah, uh, it's fucked up. <laughs> went to Woodbury, New Jersey gas station, bought lighter fluid and a lighter, what? and started the un- and started the unidentified caller's home afire with him inside. What? Upon arriving at the victim's home, Russell called the man eight times, but he didn't pick up, according to police. She allegedly texted the man, I see you want to die, and you wasted my and you wasted my money to come out I here. I see you want to die. <laughs> you, waste, you wasted my money to come out here before the blaze extinguished. The victim escaped through a window, but suffered from burns and smoke inhalation. Wow. Wearing only a t-shirt and covered in soot, he ran to a nearby So police. he had no pants on? No. He ran to, I mean, most people, like, I sleep naked. Oh, my God. He ran to a nearby police station around 4.30 a.m. to get help. Police said the home and its contents were completely destroyed, though firefighters saved the man's dog. Russell was reportedly arrested on Tuesday on charges including arson and attempted murder. She was held without bail. That's insane. So, first of all, it's a 4 a.m. booty call. My man's probably drunk. Probably just fell asleep. <laughs> that, you wasted my time and gas. Oh, hell no. If I don't get that dick, everybody so, got So, talk about Black Panther. <laughs> so, it was a precedent, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, you joke. But, this literally just came out like yesterday. <laughs> Yo, unless that dude's dick was made out of gold. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was joking. <laughs> Were you, though? I was. <laughs> Art imitates life. Yeah, I guess so, man. Don't 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 deny that dick that dick appointment <laughs> where everybody got to die. I man. see you want to die. I'm asleep, baby. I don't want to die. <laughs> it's like I don't know if he had maybe I don't know if it's just well no because I, I was gonna say maybe he has a wife. No, he's going to his house. I'm like you can't. There's no because there's no moment in this article where it says she knocked on his door. Yeah, word. <laughs> I'm just like. Um, but like at what point are you when you're like wh- when this logic I guess logic doesn't kick in to do this you have to be insane but like but no, I was like, like while you're buying the gasoline you're like is this a good idea <laughs> no <laughs> like at what there's no point in that whole process or like when you're di- when you're di- when you're digmatized right reason goes out the window <laughs> I guess so because <laughs> I'm like I think it's powerful because <laughs> part of me is like I could kind of get it what <laughs> <laughs> not not to the point that you burn somebody's house down and try to murder them. Okay. I, I, I'm saying I could get the, the, the anger if, like, maybe she lives, like, an hour away or some shit. Uh. I'm driving an hour away for, for, you know, for some dick or whatever. And you fall asleep, like, like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, no, you're going to get the fuck up. How desperate are you for dick, though, that you, you a dude hit you up at, like, four in the morning and you drive but you say how did But you say, des- like, he was clearly desperate, too. Like, Yeah, but usually, this is my experience as a straight man. It's usually the are, other are way you, around. Are, are you? Eh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the other way around. It's usually the guy that has to make the trip to the girl. Like, that's some crazy dick he's got. Where she's like, four in the morning, you get a drunk text. 
Well, she might not. You don't know. You know. Don't necessarily know her situation. She might be in a place like twenty nine. She might live with her parents. She can't have sex in her. Yeah, maybe. That's crazy. I never know. If look, I'm just saying. Like, I'm like, yo, my like, dick. Does my dick have enough power? Do I have all that power in my dick? And I don't use it. <laughs> if I use it in my dick, wrong. <laughs> What's up? Maybe. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't know. Yeah, but clearly. We, but we can test the theory. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Show up this fucking for the podcast. Michael shows up in this fucking boxer. No, no, a no, towel. I, I didn't have, no, you could because you said I'm outside. I'm like, I'm in the shower. <laughs> show up in a towel. Hey, you want to just sit in this bed? Watch things just with me real fast. No, I had clothes on. <laughs> like no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, get comfortable. Jordan, take your pants off. Whatever, he, bro. No. First of all, he's not even telling the whole story. I had clothes. I had clothes on by then, and he's sitting on my like he's sitting on my clothes. First of all, I'm like I don't know if you took a fucking shower. You're sitting on my clean clothes. Like sit on the bed. I didn't though. So exactly, he's like, nah, I'm good. Like, fucking homophobic. Well, yeah, I'm pro. I'm pro gay. Yeah, I don't want to sit on his. I don't want to sit on his bed. What? That's not why I want to sit in your bed. That's exactly why. Oh my god. But speaking of sitting on beds. <laughs> Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, what is it? we got way off topic. <laughs> Speaking of a chick that a movie that's not a movie that's not sitting on anybody's bed is the Dark Phoenix saga, burning things <laughs> because of lack of dick. <laughs> but uh, it if it, it just finished its theatrical run, and I was like, it's still in theaters. Yeah, where what? But it uh made it's the lowest grossing X Men movie ever. Ending with its get take a guess on how much its domestic total. Domestic? Yeah. I don't know. Thirty million. No, it's not that low. Sixty five point eight million. That's still low. That's super fucking low. Yeah. <laughs> Especially considering the budget was like two hundred plus. Oh my god. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> That's very sad. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah. And you wonder why Disney is it's like part of me is like can you blame them? But then at the same time, like, I don't like it. <laughs> they're gonna release New Mutants, huh? They're gonna release New Mutants. I highly doubt it. Remember, I mentioned last week Disney watching. They said we're, they they're unimpressed. But do they lose any money by putting on like a, a Hulu or something? Like, do they lose money for that? They probably won't lose money. I mean, it's already made, right? I I still put it out there. But then they're probably looking at it like. Yeah, but we, we no, we're already <laughs> we want to distance ourselves from this. We want to distance ourselves. We're like we're we already gave Fantastic Four and X Men to Kevin Feige. It's now official. We don't want to re- release any more of this trash. Yeah, that could could be confusing for people that aren't in the know too. Yeah. Like, oh, a new X Men property. Like no, <laughs> no, no, no. This was dead before it even arrived. But uh, speaking of being in the know, and uh, more new properties from Disney. So, yeah. Remember all this talk about why are we doing a solo movie? Why, why don't we do like a Yoda or, or Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan. Well, they listen kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of? Well, how kind of? Well, uh, instead of being a movie, uh, Ewan McGregor is in talks to return as the Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a Disney Plus series. That sounds kind of awesome, actually. Like if they had the same kind of budget they gave Mandalorian, it's basically a movie series. I'm down with that. And you and McGregor is the best part of the fucking prequel, so hell yeah. <laughs> he is. Yeah. But part of me is like, I'd rather it be a movie though. Why? 
Is there? It's enough? essentially a movie. If it's like six episodes, eight episodes. Yeah, but I'm assuming forty five minutes each. It's like two movies. I was gonna say, but I'm assuming maybe three. Stuff like this is not gonna be like a one off. It's gonna be like multiple seasons, and I'm like, you think so? Necessarily? I mean, I don't know. It could it, maybe if it's like a big hit. Maybe. I mean, they might they might rocko it where it's just one like one se- yeah one season and that's it. Yeah, I get sooner seeing being one season, but who knows? They could they could milk it. Because part of me is like, is there that much Obi Wan story to tell for? Multiple a multiple season arc sh- show multiple seasons I don't think so unless you you start getting into like, when he's old maybe old. like three movies I can get but like you get to like seasons four or five like because you think about a season a season is longer than a movie yeah that's what I'm saying it's like almost three movies yeah so I'm like you get to seasons two and three if that's like seven movies I'm like they pretty much established for the most part that Obi-Wan was just on the on the on Tatooine for the whole time. So yeah. it's like it's going to be some side bullshit he has to do. Is there really that I mean granted they could probably tell whatever, but I'm like is is there that much story to tell? I would like them to throw out the the Star Wars Rebels canon and and recreate the Darth Maul fight for the series. The rematch. But even still, like, is there that much story to tell? No, but one Cuz like you could do that for one movie. Yeah. That's the one movie, but then yeah. what's the next movie or the next season? Because you could combine the Darth Maul stuff that we got in Solo at the end of that teaser of him having like his own organization or whatever, and then combine that with Obi-Wan fighting him at the end. So maybe it's Obi-Wan trying to finally take out Darth Maul and it ends with the fight. But, but what's the next season? <laughs> I, I don't want more than one season, <laughs> but I'm hoping that would be it. I feel like if you do more than that, it's going to start stretching it. This is all, this, all of this shit is a stretch, though. So <laughs> all of it is milking the franchise for everything it's worth. Uh, a stretch like a nice butthole. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this podcast episode? <laughs> but speaking of milking the franchise, okay. So, uh, granted, this is a rumor, but supposedly, because uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, I was about to say Spider-Man Far From Homecoming, <laughs> but Spider-Man Far From Home is about to come out on Blu-ray, and there's talks that they're, uh, they might be get, it might be a director's cut. Some more footage? Some more footage. I'd be cool with that. I'd definitely be cool with that. I wish there was a director's cut of Black Panther and Avengers Endgame. Uh, Remember that's talking about, oh, we, we shot four hours of Black Panther. All right. I bet you that's bullshit. <laughs> or like Avengers Endgame. Besides the fucking Hulk They did release the deleted scenes for that, though. Like the Hulk shit. Like, no. No, fuck that. But there were a lot of other deleted scenes that they've ever they released online. I don't want to delete the scene. I want actual director's cut. Uh, <coughs> like the director's cut of fucking Lord of the Rings. That movie was like 12 oh, hours. It's so fucking long. <laughs> Like Sometimes a, longer is like, better though. But, but it's like it works for a home release. I could always pause it and go take a shit. Yeah. As opposed to in the theater, it's like. Uh, I feel like the like the only director's cut that I thought was substantial was BVS. I mean, yeah, you say sometimes longer isn't better, but at the same time, I would say it could be because a lot of times, what do we complain? It's like you doing all the stuff, and it's like it's not enough time to tell me. Yeah. In some cases, in like yeah. a two-hour movie, yeah. like you could you could tell more story in like an episodic uh, show as opposed to like a movie. Mm-hmm. So, give me give me more. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I 
But I like the I like the in game jokes though that they released for the scenes, like with Rhodey being like, "So why didn't you jump out the plane before it hit the water cap?" <laughs> He's like, uh. "But uh, speaking of give me more, uh, there's give also another more, rumor that's supposed to come out uh, for during D twenty three, but there's gonna be another big uh, Marvel property going to Disney Plus, and big could be Hulk. This talks about it being a Hulk series, She Hulk, maybe." It doesn't say She-Hulk. It just says Hulk. Mm. Or something, because it says in the article, comparatively speaking to like Loki and Wanda and Hawkeye, what else, what else is big? Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Or... I have a question for you. It's random, but She-Hulk, what version of She-Hulk would you want? The, like the classic She-Hulk? Classic where she's... She-Hulk. You let me finish. <laughs> you were gonna say the the new well, yeah, the new the, version the where she's, she's like, like Hulk? actually Hulk. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> That's sexist. You just want her to be a feminine icon of sexuality. <laughs> no, I, I like that version of She Hulk because she still lives her life as a lawyer and stuff like that. But she still she's a lawyer by day and fights superheroes by night. But she's still green. No, nope, no, nope, sexist. <laughs> you just don't want her to be masculine. <laughs> I agree with you, though. <laughs> well, you do, because you said, you, I like a strong woman. I do like a strong woman. <laughs> so, you want she, so you want She-Hulk to sit on your face and crush your skull like that fucking chick from The Boys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's a very hot scene up into the face crushing. <laughs> but no, that's what you want, the face crushing. I don't want the face crushing. I don't want, I don't want to have my head popped like Oberyn's face. <laughs> but uh, have you ever watched He-Man? I know, He-Man. I know jack shit about He-Man except for by the power of Grayskull. Yeah. That's the only I thing I know about He-Man. I have the power. I don't know what his powers is. I have the power. What are your powers? He's strong with the sword. That's it. I'm strong with the sword. Which <laughs> no. is a dick. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> My sword is a dick, Jordan. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. But uh, Kevin Smith announced that he's doing an anime He-Man series for Netflix. Wait, What? I, I I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts and stuff, and he's been teasing doing like a big property. So I guess this is the property. Masters of the Universe Revelation will take place in the Mattel Toy Story, Toy Story, the Mattel toy inspired world, and will focus on some of the unresolved storylines of the classic '80s show. Smith will serve as showrunner and executive producer. Weird. I am eternally grateful nah. to Mattel TV and Netflix for entrusting me with not only the secrets of Grayskull, but also their entire universe. In Revelation, we in Revelation we pick up right where the classic era left off to tell an epic tale of what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. See, I like stuff like this. Brought to life with the most metal characters, designs, metal characters. powerhouse animation can contain in the frame. This is the Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid, which I never wanted to see because I've never seen the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have no connection. <laughs> there. I like Kevin Smith. I thought He-Man was okay as a kid, but I'm curious to see. Like, I like things like this where they they put a cap on an old like Just like the Invader Zim and Rock is My Life movies. Like, you put a cap on the old series and give it like a pseudo-series finale in the form of a movie. In this case, it's in the form of an animated series i'm down with that he man and well, the masters of gray skull something that you might not be down for you don't care because neither one of us have been keeping up with it but it's we already mentioned this but now to make it official official mention krypton has been canceled from sci-fi and the mm. lobo spinoff that they were gonna do canceled canceled 
I didn't know they're gonna do a Lobo spinoff for real. Yep. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, neither of us watched season two, so it's like we can't even really bitch about it. It's just like okay. I but still, but it's not for lack of interest. I just hadn't got around to it because I've watched the first. I, I like the first I'm, season. Well, no, I wasn't gonna say first season. Unlike you, I at least watched the first episode of this season. Oh yeah, no, I haven't watched that. <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. And I, and I was like, no, no, it's in- it's interesting. Like I remember we compared. Like I watched Krypton, you watched something else, and you didn't like it. And I was like, no, Krypton was pretty interesting. Why this season. do I keep watching the shitty things? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was that you watched. And we was like, okay, let's compare notes. And you was like, eh, I don't either. Fuck, I didn't like it. <laughs> exactly. You didn't like it. But I was like, but no, Krypton was pretty good. Yeah. He was like, all right, I'll check it out. And you. Nope. I mean, yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, now it's canceled. So even less reason to. But like I said, the Doomsday thing I saw was fucking epic looking. But just more of like, fuck, man. We could have gotten a Superman Doomsday fight, but no, now we'll never get I it. I mean, would we have though? Because it's Maybe. a prequel. I don't know. <laughs> Where's their yellow sun? <laughs> I still say my theory could have held up with Superman coming from the future to fight Doomsday. Was it Young Justice? It would have been cool. He didn't come from the future to fight fucking Brainiac. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Look at the flick of the wrist. But uh, speaking of uh, not caring, disappointment. This is long. Every time we have nothing to talk about, our episodes are long as fuck. It's already well, three and a half hours. <laughs> it's, lo- it's long because remember we went on a tangent of once upon a time. Yeah. And the, if, if we didn't go on that tangent, there would have been like the new segment wouldn't have been that long. <laughs> it's always when we're like, man, we have nothing to talk about. Five hours later. <laughs> and yeah, once upon a time and, and fucking true blood and then everything. Else, like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of disappointment. Uh, so... According to Forbes magazine, Hollywood is saying that uh, the low box Godzilla's box office is now is now being blamed on monster fatigue. Monster fatigue? Because you think about the all the thing is that you add fatigue to the end of any any genre. <laughs> think about all these uh, the, the Meg, Pacific Rim Uprising, Kong Skull Island, mm. uh, and then Godzilla, uh, Rampage. All right. None of these movies did. None of them did well. They made money, but not money. Yeah, they did okay to like, average to bad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's fucked up. Cause Godzilla started it, and then everything else killed it. <laughs> to the same. That's mon- a good point. I mean, maybe monster fatigue. I don't even think that's the case. I think it's bad movie fatigue again. Cause Godzilla wasn't a great narrative. Yeah, it had giant monsters beating the shit out of each other. But it's just, and that's, I hate the that. Jurassic, I like, how, how much did, did Jurassic World make money? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Not as what, much Fallen as. Fallen Kingdom? I don't think it made as much as the first one. But it did make money. Okay. But also, it did, it did worse critically. So again, it, it was a worse movie. Monster fatigue. I think it's bad movie fatigue. Monster fatigue. <laughs> what was I going to say? I was, I was getting angry about something. They don't love my monsters. Ah, <laughs> giant monsters fighting his art, you idiots. <laughs> I don't remember. It's something about... I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just bad movies. Because like even Godzilla. like oh, 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 that was it. The argument online of, oh, well, people wouldn't like the first Godzilla. And they said there wasn't enough monsters. Then the second movie, they get more monsters. And they still don't like it. You just can't please anybody online these days. Everybody just bitches and complains. Like, motherfucker. There is more than just like a, a 
a black and a white. Like there's more in that spectrum. Just like, oh, I wanted more monsters. Which Michael now Jackson said it doesn't matter. If. It's black. It's white. <laughs> but no, there's a middle ground. I want more monsters, but at the same time, I also want a fucking good story. I want a good movie. I don't just want monsters fighting for an hour and a half. I know people say that like, oh, I need a movie that's an hour and a half of monsters fighting. But that would be a very dull movie. Unless you had some beautiful cinematography to ground that shit. Even then, an hour and a half of just fighting of just giant CG monsters gets boring. Even I think that as a person that loves giant monsters fighting. You need to wrap it in a fucking uh, compelling storyline. And I would argue Godzilla 2 dropped the ball harder on the human characters than the, even the first one did. Yeah, the first one had boring characters, but the second one just had stupid characters. <laughs> I'd rather the first one in some ways, because at least in the first one, yeah, they were boring, but there was a gravitas to that movie that the second one didn't have. And looking back on it, I've, I've seen um, comparisons to like the directing and cinematography style of things like the new Jurassic Park versus the first Jurassic Park and why maybe the first movie still looks better than even the newest Jurassic Park does. And it goes into the nuance of the cinematography style. Like a lot of those old movies and Godzilla one did this a lot by comparison to Godzilla two. Wait, why are you laughing? <laughs> why, why are you laughing? I'm about to show you. Okay. No. Wait, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Let me finish this point before we leave. I fucking hate the internet. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what that means, but let me finish this point. Um, Think about, how they would frame the monsters in the first Godzilla compared to the new one. I remember how I would complain about how it felt like, yeah, there's a lot of monster fighting, but it didn't feel as big. It didn't feel as heavy, as weighty. It felt more like a, like I was watching a video game versus in the first movie, they didn't show Godzilla a lot, but the scenes that had Godzilla in it felt bigger to me. Yes. And it's all about scale. It's how they film the monsters. They, they, in the first Godzilla, just like in the first Jurassic Park versus the newer one, they would film things always with comparison to things in the real world. They would film from the vantage point you're of looking, people. You're looking up at Godzilla. Yes. As opposed to directly on. Yes. So you, they would have things in the shots all the time that would have a size comparison. So like they would have like a building or a bridge. And a lot of times it would be from the perspective of the human characters. So the scale made them feel so much bigger and heavier and, and mightier. Like that's what, to me... That's what makes a great giant monster. Mighty movie. like the dick. Yeah, big dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this episode? <laughs> I play Rock with Martin Life and <laughs> <in> the agenda. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, like, and that shows you the difference between Godzilla 2 and Godzilla 1. And that's why, yeah, there was more monster, monsters fighting. By the end of the movie, I would argue that I was numb. Is Godzilla a boy or a girl? I mean, canonically, he can be either. I mean,. I guess in Japan, he's a boy. In the American version, he was both. He was like, I'm like, I wonder if it has a huge dick or is it like a gorilla? Why where are you? Gorillas are huge, but they have tiny, tiny dicks. First of all, why do you know that? <laughs> you never seen a gorilla before? Not their dicks. <laughs> it's like, it's not like they're wearing clothes, Jordan. <laughs> I've never seen, I mean, that you say it, I've never seen their dick and they are naked. So yeah, I guess it makes sense. And two, why do you think about Godzilla's <laughs> Like he like he walks over a person and is like, oh, his massive floppy dick. We, watch out for his foot. That's not his foot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, that's my main point. It's just it's how it's filmed, and even though it seems small, that small difference in just how it's shot uh, translates to how you feel about the scale of these monsters battling. And by the end of Godzilla two, I feel like it's a weaker movie because I'm numb to the battles by the end of that film. But Godzilla one. 
not only do they feel bigger because of how it's shot, but because they they had more sparing use of Godzilla, which I argue was spared too much. So they went too far in that end of the spectrum. But by the end, you remember that ending because you didn't get a slog of monster fights that just felt weightless and like video gamey to that point. It felt big, powerful. Yeah, like like I still remember the ending of when he opened that fucking thing yeah. in his mouth and blew into his fucking mouth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that shit was epic. But Godzilla 2, just not so much. And arguably, it's, it, it's yeah, objectively I was say, I bigger. I can't even... He, he blew shockwaves oh, out of his yeah, body. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that yeah, shit. Yeah, it was stupid. It was stupid. And to the point where at the end, it's like the entire city is leveled. There's like, no I remember, city. I told you I fell asleep on Godzilla 2. And I can't blame you. Because like at the end, the, the entire city is raised. There is no city but like a giant crater. But I didn't feel that. Like it's, it's virtually the apocalypse by the end of that movie. But it's like, I, don't, I didn't feel it. And it's because of how the, the monsters were filmed and treated and, and photographed. But yeah, what were you saying? Well, speaking of I wanna, feeling... I want my monster tangent. Speaking of feeling things, this is the meme that, I, that somebody like just... I'm like, I fucking hate the internet. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of Andy, that iconic shot in Toy Story 3 where he's looking at Buzz and Woody before he gives them up. And in one hand, he's holding Buzz, but in the other hand, he's holding a flashlight. <laughs> And that's a good question. I, I, asked, oh, I asked this question. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> are sex toys alive? Yeah, I was like, are, they're toys. Yeah. <laughs> you play with them. You give them love. Yeah. Mm. And Forky was brought to life from love, the love of a child. What a terrible existence. <laughs> so are there dildos walking around in Toy Story? <laughs> oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> Especially a flashlight. Like, how would he talk? That, that is the mouth. No, but the, the, think about it. Well, you gotta clean it out. Yeah, well, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm Andy's favorite toy. <laughs> You're foaming at the mouth. That's not foam. Oh. Gross. Anyway, this is a very sexual episode of Blur Vision. Isn't every episode? I think there's more than most. Well, uh, speaking of sex, you have to have sex to have a kid. Okay. And... When you have a kid, you got to raise the kid. And so there's a Netflix show coming out that I mentioned before, but we haven't had any movement for it in a couple of years. But now Netflix released its first look of uh, the comic book Raising Dion. Oh, yeah, right. Is there still a controversy about how uh, Michael B. Jordan made her by light skin? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's still controversy about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks interesting. I mean, it's just still photos, but... Yeah, and it kind of looks like that trailer. Look, it's just still photos. But, yeah, there's still controversy about how... Like, you look at the comic, and then they remember that original trailer that they showed. Yeah, they're all dark-skinned. Yeah, they're all dark-skinned. But then you look at the Netflix, they're like the lightest of black. <laughs> you think it's just because they wanted to match Michael B. Jordan's complexion? But they don't. <laughs> Wait, what? They don't? Look at this. Look at her. She's nowhere near Michael B. Jordan's oh, complexion. Oh, yeah, she's lighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah never mind. <laughs> she's like a beige. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> and that, that, that mother was dark. Was there even a father in the original? There wasn't a father. They never showed the trailer. No, they never showed the father. Even in the comic, they never talked about the father. But yet in this, Michael B. Jordan. I think the in the, I think in the comic, there's a th like, I think he like died. So is Michael B. Jordan gonna die in this? Like he was. I don't. Assuming he's playing the father. Yeah. He might not be playing the father. He oh. might be playing somebody else. Oh. Maybe he's the love interest for the wife. But like, I think I think in the comic, which I but it was so long ago. Uh, the father was a scientist, and he died. Did he make Dion? I think he made Dion. 
Uh, did you read the whole comic or just like there was? Only, yeah, there was only one issue. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was like a whole series. No, it was supposed to be, but it never came out for so whatever it was just reason. One issue. It was just one issue. Oh wow. And I honestly. So who's the antagonist? The government. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or like this shady clandestine group of, of government type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dudes with black masks. Yeah, <laughs> like men in black. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, part of me is like, now that I think about it, I'm like, honestly, I feel like the creator only came out with the comic to try to sell the sell the IP for like a movie or a TV show. Yeah. So because that's that's what you do. That's what <laughs> that's where the money is. Yeah. You make a comic that's really just a a pilot to or like a you know a, a test script for an actual. So I think that's what he did. He made the one issue and then that little trailer. To try to sell it, because there was never any talk about there. Oh, so you a, made the trailer too? Yeah, that that yeah. original, that original trailer. That was a pitch. That yeah. was definitely a pitch video. To, that was for, a pitch to sell someone it. Someone to buy it. Yeah. Even though, like, it came out as like, "Hey guys, check out the comic." Nah. It's like, no, look, look at, look at this. That's why there's only one issue. <laughs> so I, that's that's what I ultimately think. Yeah, I think you're. That's I 100 believe that. I don't think that's like uh, even a stretch. I mean, a lot of people do. I mean, a lot of comic artists do that nowadays. Like, what's his name? Um, Grant Morrison. A lot of his like books become comics based on the premise. Oh, I was like, Grant Morrison has a shit ton of. Yeah. But they're not just one issues. No, 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 no. I don't mean like that he just raises one issues, but I mean like, it's almost like some comics you can tell are made with the intention of becoming like a show. Well, no, you're writing them with the intention, of, but they're still like more than just one ish. Like they, at oh least, no, 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 they um, at least yeah. complete the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to spoil the story. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to release the whole thing. So I get, yeah, maybe. I don't so know. what you're saying is we need to make a comic, just one issue or something, and then make a trailer for said comic, and then try and sell said comic slash trailer. Yes. Okay. To Netflix. Got you. Raising Michael. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, something becoming a movie, this called called uh, Mortal Kombat Striking Vipers. <laughs> Wait, what? So um, oh oh, Ludi Lin. <laughs> yeah, Ludi Lin is his has been. Ludi Lin has been cast as Liu Kang in the live action. Of course, he was Lu- Mortal Kombat. Liu Kang, come on. <laughs> Mortal Kombat uh, movie, but not even just that. Uh, Makad Brooks has been cast Jax? as Jax. I'm like the only black guy. It's gotta be Jax. Yeah, and then uh, they cast. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that casting actually. Uh, I guess he is ripped. Tano Bu Asano. I'm what fucking that up. <laughs> but he's. It says he was in Thor Ragnarok, but I'm like, I guess he was maybe the Asian guy. The Asian from, guy from uh, the Warriors Three. Oh right, the replacement dude, because that wasn't the same guy from the other movie. What was it? I don't know. I don't think so. But suppose they say he's so he's Raiden. Uh, another girl I've never heard of her, Sissy Stringer. She's Melina. And some other guy, Joe Taslim. Is Sub Zero? Hmm. I'm only. I don't know who they Louis are. <laughs> I'm only. I'm only saying the names because it's like okay, casting is yeah. made. So now it's like really becoming a thing, and it's slate to hit theaters March fifth, twenty twenty one. And Ludi Lin and Macab Brooks. Those are the two names that we know. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Wow, that's far. Okay. 
And um, over a year, Makai Brooks posted a, a thing on his Instagram, him working out like Jax is coming, and I'm looking at, I'm like. It kind of looks like he's already here. Like, he's already fucking jacked. Yeah, I'm going to say, Macau Brooks like, is already jacked as fuck. Jesus! Yeah. He's way bigger than on Supergirl. He's way bigger than on Supergirl. Bro! Because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, he's pretty ripped in Supergirl. I can, no, I can see him being look jacked. at this fucking... He's got boulders in his shoulders. His arms are huge. Talking about, like, Chris Chris Redfield punching bolt. Like, he yeah. looks like fucking boulder punching arms. He looks like Diggle. The fuck? Yeah. Come on, working on Jax. I'm like, you, bro, you yeah, got it. You're already there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you won, bro. Put the weights down. <laughs> yeah, like, your abs have abs. <laughs> Jesus. Does he look like that in Supergirl now? I don't remember. I mean, I haven't watched Supergirl in a bit, so maybe. He doesn't look. I don't think he looks like this. I bet you he's in the show so infrequently we wouldn't even notice. <laughs> and he probably wears those big suits. Like, look at his fucking arms. <laughs> bro, his shoulders, his, his fucking biceps. He's big. Like that's Jax, like in my that's why I was like, Makai Brooks is Jax. I, I feel like big. the only thing you could criticize, and I'm like, who am I to fucking criticize? But like, he, his, he has a lower pooch. Wow, look at you. But no, I'm body saying, shaming. No, 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 no. <laughs> just like the Jason Momoa thing. That's not. That's not <laughs> me. But I'm just saying, like, he's talking about. Oh, I'm getting Jax ready. I'm like, that's the only thing that you could say that might not be like. But that's like. But even then, it's like no, you're fucking like he's yeah, fucking jacked. But I don't. But that's also your anatomy too. Like you might just have like even me. Like when when I might my most ripped when I was like eight percent body fat, I still had like a like a, my abs sat out, so it looked like I had a pooch with my shirt on. But if you take it off, it was like an eight pack. So like some people's bodies just have like that, you know. Not everybody's like that body type. It's like straight down. I think usually white people or like non-black people have that washboard ab straight down look. Are you looking for more pictures? No. So being thirsty. <laughs> I was. <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue for this final news bit. Thirstiness? Speaking of thirsty. What is the last thing? The whole internet has become thirsty over Chase Crawford, who plays the deep. Oh, this from uh, the boys. Like, <laughs> because there was a calendar that dropped uh, over in Australia as a promotional uh, thing for the. Because you know, more times than not, uh, when something comes out over in America, like they get it overseas much later. Yeah. So they're selling the uh, the the boys out in Australia. So they sent out a promotional calendar. Crikey. That's uh, a dick. <laughs> of, Chase, of Chase Crawford as the deep in like every single month of the year mm. in different type of poses and stuff like that. But does the calendar just of him? It's just well, it's just of him and different like Yeah. Interesting. Po- yeah. But I've never been like, I want a calendar of the deep. <laughs> That's what I want. In the month of March, March twenty twenty, people got a surprise and uh the deep showing off his fin. What an analogy. <laughs> in the uh in the photo where you could basically see the full outline of his dick. <laughs> and interestingly enough, he's in the photo with dolphins. <laughs> you know how they love that. <laughs> yeah, and if you've seen the show, you already know he has a dolphin thing, a f- fetish. He was gonna jack that dolphin off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I touch it, will you stop yeah. will you stop to make it all that noise? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll touch it. <laughs> and it's not animal abuse because the animal wanted it. <laughs> yeah, the animal wanted it. So, yeah, he worked. He woke the world up with his bulge. Is that real? 
That's the thing that nobody knows. How, did nobody, how does nobody know? Cause it's from Australia, right? Nobody has like a picture of the calendar? Well, this is the picture. This is the calendar. So why? So how is it not real? Well, no. What I'm saying is that the picture is real. But I'm saying, is it like really his dick? Or is like, did they put a prosthetic in there? Like, was oh. it, like is it real that this was done on purpose? Or was it neglect? I, I, There's no way that's neglect. I you think, clearly I kinda, see my I kind of think it is. What? Only because it's only this one month. Like, if you look at the other months, yeah. you don't see anything. Okay. And maybe that's the joke. We've, wore, we've worn spandex before. Like, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. Even unless you wear a dance. But even if you wear you a dance. You got to wear a dance belt and tuck. Yeah. Yeah. To get that Kindle effect. <laughs> so it's like. Or like air, you airbrush it out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would be something you airbrush. Like if if a, a editing guy. So that's what I was like. No way. So that's what I'm like. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like maybe they forgot to airbrush this Bullshit. particular month. Because I'm like, why this one month though? Maybe it's the joke. Because the dolphins are in that picture. Yeah, but there are dolphins in other pic- in other pictures. Oh, there are. Yeah. Oh well, that theory's gone. I don't know, but maybe it's. I saw you and Chris talking about this, and I was like, what the fuck? But then I was like, oh, but maybe that's like. It's appropriate for his character. That's what I was saying. Like, like it's a meta thing. Maybe it's a meta commentary on his character in, in, the, in the boys. That's why part of me is like, even if by all accounts and purposes it was a mistake, it's a mistake that works. Yeah. So I don't think it's a mistake. I, I don't. I don't believe that so many eyes would look over something like this before it goes out. And these, like, there are they other, missed there, it. Like there are other pictures. Like this is. I think this is like the front of the calendar. I mean, you don't see his his uh, his waist though, or his. But like September. Okay. Right, what year is what what month it was that one? March twenty twenty. So the third month in of the calendar. next year. Oh, so it was like the next year. Fifteenth or something in that so it's toward the end. Yeah. Okay. So this is September of this year. So next month. Yeah. Then I think it's, it's like I think it's the joke. Then it's like June twenty twenty. But yeah, I think this is the joke. Cause look how wholesome these are. Like it's almost like in universe. It's wholesome, but it's not though. Like this isn't—I don't know what month this is, but oh, this is like April. Yeah, it's it's it looks like something that would be like a, a advertisement within the universe of the boys, and I feel like because spoiler for the yeah, boys, December. Oh yeah, these are all funny. Yeah, it's one thing to be funny, and it's another thing to have your dick shown. <laughs> but I think that's what makes it funny. Well, no, I'm not saying it's not context of the. the I'm show. not saying it's not funny. Like or even this, like I don't know what month this is, but this is another picture from the calendar. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's got it's part of the marketing. It's definitely okay. Part so of the, the picture, the picture with him showing his butt, or not showing his butt, but like <laughs> but doing, doing the, the turnaround pose. Yeah, doing the turnaround pose. It's February. Okay, and then the very next one is his dick. Yeah, the very next one is his dick. <laughs> that's definitely the joke. Or like, I th- I I I almost a hundred and ten percent believe. That that has to be part of the joke. That's what I'm saying. Like if it if if it's if it was done on purpose, like it would it would make sense. It's too. It's not. But it's like it's not like you can kind. Of, oh, I can kind of see that he mentioned it. It is there. Like it is in your face. It is aggressive, dick in your face. But at the same time, though, part of me, because like how many times do we talk about other properties? Was like you had so many eyes on this. Like how do you not? Nobody thought this wasn't okay. Like, think about advertisements that come out where it's like super racist. And it's like, how many hands did this had to go through? And nobody said, hey, guys, 
I don't think we should come out with this. Yeah, but things like wearing a shirt that says monkey and you're a black kid is one thing. Or like the coffee cup in Game of Thrones is another thing. But when you got a man's dick in full display, it's like he's and he's doing like a T-pose, right? It's like his, his arms are splayed out and it's... it's there's no missing it. <laughs> There's no like, oh, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, but again, we, you could say that, but you could make argument about like, again, like how you, even the tea, even the coffee cup thing. Like how many eyes, like literally you have to edit the show. It's not like. Yeah, I, I know. I get it. I, I do get it. So you could say the same thing. Like maybe that person, but they, airbrush, that. they airbrushed out every other one, but for whatever, for this reason, they, they, they forgot but or even, they missed it or somehow. But somehow. even the coffee cup thing is like, you had to look for it once you were told where it was. But that's like. There's one image, and it's your dick right there. And if it wasn't that his character, like it makes sense for his character, I'd be like, maybe it was a mistake. But because of his character in the show, I but also feel at the like, same time, it's like, is it is it really his character? Like his character though, because his char- his character is a sexual assaulter. Yeah, but like, but I feel like it's for it's for us. I was gonna say in terms like, of like the public, like they yeah. don't like not, he's, not the he's supposed to be the wholesome. Hey, I say I'm the Sea World guy. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's the in universe for us to be like, oh. This is the image he's trying to portray, but that's who he really is. <laughs> he's a skeevy little pervert, and his dick is out in his spandex. <laughs> so, like, I can see both. Like, I can see this being a mistake, or I can see this being a perfect. Either way, that's a big regar- mistake. <laughs> regardless of what it is, haha, it's a big mistake. <laughs> but regardless of what it is, I th- it works. I think it's like yeah, I think it works. Yeah, I think it works. If it's not a mistake, and I was the PR people, I'd be like, no, yeah, no, no keep was, it, keep it, keep it. That was totally intentional <laughs> but, but at the same time part of me is like I mean if it is a mistake not if it's not but part of me at the same time though is like I wonder how, like if that's actually Chase Crawford's dick outline I wonder how he's like now that it's blowing up on the internet I'm like I wonder how he's feeling like like so he hasn't made any comments about it no he hasn't made any comments about it but it's gotta be part of the joke I feel like he would say something if it wasn't the joke. But if it, but what would you like? If it wasn't like, what what would you say? Just like a, make a make a joke about it. Be like, wow, uh, I guess somebody missed the airbrushing day this day. Just to own it. You but know even I mean? if it wasn't, but you could you could say that same thing if it was a joke. Yeah, but I feel like if it was the actor, it was like, oh fuck, that my dick's out there like that. He'd have to acknowledge it somehow. But if it's part of the joke, you'd be like. I, I knew mean, I knew what it was. Not necessarily, because there are people Maybe. with sex tapes that have leaked, and nobody they like nobody they don't say anything. But sex tape is different. Like that's, that's like an invasion of privacy. This is like a, a, a kind of comical or like, video like picture. I can I can Google Keenan Lonsdale's dick right now. He, he hasn't made a comment about it. <laughs> he kind of has though. Has he? He made like Instagram posts like basically showing his dick and being like, "I love my body. I'm gonna do what I want." And like it was a clear. Or like, like Jussie Smollett. I could Google Jussie Smollett's dick. Wait, what? He hasn't made a comment about it. When did, when did that happen? This was years before he was on Empire. Before people... Oh. Before... Unless you're like... Unless you were like... Watch like... Because he, he did mostly indie movies. Mm. And a lot, mostly indie gay movies. So unless you were in that world, you didn't know who Jussie Smollett was. And plus, his sister's Journey Smollett. She's like a bigger... She was a bigger name. So unless you knew who she was, you didn't really know who he was. Mm. But I knew who he was. And they leaked his dick online. He, he yeah, his wow. dick, his dick pic is online. Because the Keen Lonsdale thing, like I, I don't don't call me homophobic, but when he made the post, it was literally him in his boxers. It was just belly button down, just like close up of his fucking boxer shorts. And he's like doing a like pelvic thrust. Yeah, you can see his dick like flip flopping around. <laughs> I was like, 
unfollow. <laughs> it's homophobic. <laughs> no, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> it's not homophobic. It I'm like, but when I open my fucking Instagram, it it's homophobic. I'm, I'm greedy with a dick it's, flopping it's in my homophobic. face. But you don't I'm do like, ah, you don't do that. Ah. You don't do that to K Bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh. like her booty. <laughs> Yeah, but you like the booty of that other guy. If, if his dick was flopping, you wouldn't be saying. Wait, what? what, what the one the, from that band, he was, uh, you was like, I'd fuck oh, him. I'd fuck him. Bill from Tokyo Hotel? Yeah, if his dick was flopping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If it was the pelvic thrust thing, nah, I'm not with it. But if it's like a twerking thing. And I see some he, he, he was kind of twerking. It's he was just twerking. He was like, it's he, just his pants were so loose. No, he was like, he was like air humping. But if it was the other guy and he was twerking, maybe I'd be okay with it. Man, I'm weird. <laughs> That's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> Don't you judge me. Wearing, a, wearing the same type of pants and his dick is flopping. <laughs> it was an assault to my eyes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what's what's Kid Flash doing? <laughs> Homophobic. I'm not gonna. There are also sometimes I open my Instagram and I see your dick. I'm like, oh, what's? You, you never see my dick on Instagram. <laughs> well, I mean, when I, when I open it up and it's like one of those looter photos of you, I'm like, ah, oh, well, that's my buddy. <laughs> I guess I'll just accept this. You get the pass. Keen Lonzo does it. <laughs> true, true, true blood. You see worse on True Blood. I don't watch True Blood. Well, you need to. Okay, <laughs> then I'd be more accepting of it. Yes. And no, no. Hey, Kid Flash. Thrust your dick all you want, bro. I'm a I'm a big fan of you, but you know, unfollow. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could. I was like, this is the last straw. It's homophobic. <laughs> if if he was still in the Flash, maybe I would be like, all right, I can rationalize this. But because he was already off the Flash, I was like, ah, all right, I give up. <laughs> What's he doing now? Is he in anything? It's weird. Not like, I, I mean, he's doing. He's. I still root for him, even he's, though he's, he's not, not he, Wally West. He's not in any shows, but he's now. I think he's focusing on music now. Like he released a couple songs. Oh, okay. Oh, think, good for him. I think he released the album. Mm. Good for him. I'm happy for him. So, because the flash. I'm pretty sure at some. Him. Pretty sure at some point he'll get back into acting. But right now, I think he's just doing music. It's probably better. Like if if I, I after what flash I, ha- I have one of his songs actually. Oh really? Yeah. What you iTunes did? Yeah. Oh, okay, support support my man. I just want him to be successful after Kid Kid Flash kind of didn't take off, and I feel like it. Like, if I were him getting that role, I would think that'd be my first big break into acting. What's the song called? <laughs> what? Kiss the Boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> relatable. <laughs> it's very relatable. How many boys do you kiss, Jordan? A lot. <laughs> Is Billy one of them? Is Billy one of them? Oh, Bill. Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, Bill. Uh, Bill. I'm like, Billy. Like, David Yost? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, if, if if Bill kissed me, I'd be like, I kissed the boy and I liked it. <laughs> you know, support my, my Bob brothers, I guess. I'm weird. I don't even classify myself as bi, though, because like I feel like I'm a disservice to what bi means. I was going to say bi means you would like men and women. Yeah, but I'm like so specific with it. I don't know if that's like... That's not bi. Then what is it? What am I? What am I, Michael? <laughs> on a very special episode of Blur Vision. <laughs> I mean, because I'm like, on a, on a surface level, if you want to, like, technically speaking, just because you like, tra- like trans women, 
trans women are women. So you're still on a technical level, you're still straight. What? On a technical level. I mean, still, that's why I say kind of. So it's like, I kind of understand that. You're but. still straight. That's the only thing that could describe it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> ask a woman though. Gay. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I'm like, I can't, I can't say pansexual cause pansexual means you like everything. I'm not everything. No, I'm very specific. <laughs> I like a guy that looks just like a girl. <laughs> you gotta look exactly like a girl, and it's like, all right. Hey, I I have anal so, sex yeah, with so women, like, so, so like, whatever. So yeah, so like <laughs> Jan- Janet Mock and Laverne Cox, you would. I don't know who that is. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, trans. I like trans. I don't. I'm not. I don't know who the most two most prominent. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who uh, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner is, right? Yeah. Well that's, be, well, that's because the internet, <laughs> the internet forces me to. This is Janet Mock. Damn, she fine. Who? And she's a guy, or she was well, a guy? She's not a guy. She's a girl. <laughs> yeah, she's trans. I hit that with an iron fist. Is that wrong? <laughs> See, I'm an ally. <laughs> and uh, Laverne Cox is from Orange Is the New Black. Her name is Laverne Cox. <laughs> That's not, that can't be a coincidence. That's not her real name. <laughs> well, no, because her name is not Laver- She was born a, a boy. So. But the last name, too. That's not her last name. Well, I don't know. Because <laughs> what an unfortunate last name for a trans woman. That's Laverne Cox. Damn! I'm into it. I'm secure with my masculine enough to say that I would have hit that with an iron fist. <laughs> I mean, she almost looks like Beyonce a little bit. She does bit. look kind of like, but not Beyonce, but she does remind me of a celebrity. I don't remember. Well, at least in this picture. Yeah, in that picture it looks a little Beyonce-ish. All right. So on this episode, why I railed against against the trans agenda. I was was literally, I was literally just about to say it. Just two hours ago. I keep telling you, I'm fine with trans people. I don't I don't not like trans people. I'm I'm showing him a video of Laverne Cox like dancing on his on her Instagram and Jordan's bobbing his head. He's like, yeah, girl, I'm going to show you my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Unleash the dragon. (laughs) So I guess I'm a little bi-curious, I guess. (laughs) Is it bi, though? Because it's not a... I don't know. (laughs) You can't put me in a box, Michael. I'm my own person. (laughs) I'm a snowflake. Anyway, on this four-hour episode of Sexual Revelations with Jordan and Michael... Cause I'm like, by curious is like, if you look at this Trevor, like Trevor Bell, and you're like, yeah, I want to fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> that does nothing for me. But he looks badass. He looks like a dope guy. Like, oh yeah, Trevor Bell. Like, yeah. <laughs> Too masculine. <laughs> he's 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 a he's a man's man. He's he man. That's like being like, well, I guess if you're gay, that makes sense. But <laughs> for me, I can't look at he man and be like, like oh I wanna, yeah, I want to fuck that. Like, see, I want to be that. I don't want to fuck. I want to put it in my mouth. No, <laughs> no, not about that. <laughs> Nothing, none of that. Yeah, you know, you know the Exorcist where she's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this has been a weird episode. <laughs> That's me. Like, I feel like if you listen to the first half of this podcast, you'd be like, man, Jordan hates gay people, and if you listen to the last like thirty minutes, it's like, wow, Jordan was the fucking gay person. <laughs> Whatever. Well. Not no. You don't want to fuck a gay like you don't want to fuck me. Okay, but aren't I don't know. You know there are some people that ship that that are shipping it, or that probably think we already are. We're both very handsome men. I can understand that. (laughs) Well, you're looking for more pictures. Yeah, I think she's good looking. 
I mean, I think in that picture, she looks more masculine than the other ones. Cause I think, but that's because of the lighting, I think. But there are masculine-looking women. I don't got a problem with that. Like, I like muscular women. I think a muscular woman's sexy as fuck. So it's like, I don't know, sexuality is... is, is it's is, fluid. Yeah, it's fluid. It's There's no dichotomy. It's so... Gender fluid. <laughs> no, that's not what that is. <laughs> anyway, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. What are you talking about next week? I don't know. <laughs> We're trash. Are there any movies? That's why I said, I don't know. There's no movies next week unless you want to talk about Angel Has Fallen. You know what's fucked up? I actually got a screening for that, but I didn't go. I was like, what? of all things, Angels Has Fallen is... Well, there you go. <laughs> it was supposed to be today. But they told me, like, literally on Friday. I'm like, I'm never going to. No, it's too short notice. I don't want to see that movie anyway. <laughs> well, then there you go. So we're yeah. not going to talk about Angels Falling. All right. Well, let's try and watch things that we haven't watched yet. Like, watch some of Cloak and Dagger. Watch a little bit of. I wanted to watch Swamp Thing. I didn't watch that this week, but I wanted to get into it. So I guess I don't have any definite answers of what we're going to be well, watching next week. I know there's stuff I want to see. Like what? But I'm like, that's not this show related what is it <laughs> uh ready or not i'm excited for that what is that ready or not here i come no, not the fujis oh, i'm gonna find that you that comes out and make you love me is it like a comedic a romantic comedy or something no, i don't have my ticket for it <gasps> I, need to get, I need to jump on that because especially trying to see fucking movies in oh. new york like it's one like you never you don't appreciate how empty movie theaters be in jersey <laughs> Like it could be major oh. movie theater. Like you can still get your ticket the the day of. That's because New York is like a fucking cockroach house where like, like, like you're stacked York, on each other. You, you look at like two weeks out. You're like, God damn! Like fucking shit is almost packed. Yeah, man. Like I many, fucking hate. I hate that. So many people in Manhattan. That's why. But more because I usually end up seeing since I work overnights. I I usually have to wake up early to see a movie right before work, mm. and then go straight to work after the movie. Which mm. is annoying because I hate having to fucking like interrupt my sleep. I'm like, I want to go back to sleep, but that's the only way I can see a movie. Mm. But uh, so it's not a romantic comedy. It's definitely not a romantic. It's definitely not a romantic comedy. <laughs> so what the fuck is ready or not? Is it action? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Are you about to play the trailer? I'm about to play. I'm about to show you the trailer. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Hold this fucking phone. I'm not gonna hold this shit. Make my arms tired. Oh, this is the, the tag game. Not tag. Uh, hide and seek. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd be down for that. I didn't want to see that movie. That was Remember that was the movie I thought The Hunt was? Oh, yeah. You yeah. mention that. All right. I'd be down for that horror movie. Um, And that kind of is apropos because I also want to talk about Swamp Thing. So let's at least watch one episode of Swamp Thing. Early. Oh, duh. I'm saying the thing what we're going to talk about. Fucking Cannon Busters. Cannon Busters, some Swamp Thing, Ready or Not, and that's enough. And then watch anime. Cannon Busters is more important, so prioritize <laughs> that. Okay, I do want to talk about it. I want to see if you had the same opinion as I did, where like you, it starts off kind of like, eh, I guess it's okay. But as you binge it, it's like, oh, I'm actually it's growing on me. Okay. We can uh, watch Princess Mononoke. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Princess Mononoke, Jamie's favorite anime. Oh, right. And don't forget, guys. Whatever this is. Oh, what? Is it re-released in theaters or something? I don't know. Somebody just posted it. I said, what is this? And don't forget, guys. Disney runs everything. <laughs> That's the real more. There's two morals to this, this podcast episode. One is 
<laughs> the trans agenda. That's a common theme this episode. <laughs> yep. And Disney runs the that world. Jordan is apparently okay with, unless it's Ralph. <laughs> I just thought it was forced in the Rock was modern life. That's all. Again, I never have a problem with Ralph being Rachel. Whatever. Do you, Ralph? And again, I also, please, if anyone's out there that knows that there was like an allusion to Ralph being unhappy because of his sexuality in the original Rockless Modern Life run, please email me. I actually would love to be proven wrong here. I would love to be like, oh shit, wow, that's some fucking deep ass forethought that they actually planted the seeds way back when. Because I remember either him or the father wearing heels. So maybe there was like a hint toward it. Or I could be confusing it with Ah, real monsters. So I think the monster in that, the teacher wore heels. Hmm. I could be wrong. <laughs> Sony's trying to have his own monopoly. They bought Insomniac Games. Okay. Insomniac are the people that made the Spider-Man PS4 game. They're like, wait, you guys made us money? We're going to buy your whole fucking company. Yeah, Insomniac. Wasn't that usually a... Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. I... They weren't a first party for Sony already? I guess third party. Because didn't they make exclusive not. games for PS3? Well, they made exclusive games for PlayStation, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they were owned by PlayStation. Oh, okay. They probably just had a deal, like Netflix and Disney had a deal, but apparently... Hmm. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. We're, we're over four hours in this podcast. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's been a good episode. We had oh, wait, a lot of... Wait a minute. What? Last thing. It just popped up. Stephen Amell, because he, he announced his new uh, post-Arrow TV show. Okay. He's going to... It's going to be a wrestling drama called Heels. And the hour-long drama is set in a close-knit Georgia community and follows a family-owned wrestling promotion as two brothers and rivals war over their late father's legacy. Amel will play the role of Jack Spade, the heel, a wrestling term for villain, in the ring to his brother's good guy. So he always wanted to do wrestling, so now he's doing a wrestling show. Okay, weird. <laughs> Random way to end the podcast episode, Michael, but that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I'm your host, Jordan, with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> Black liberation. <laughs> I rocked the mic properly. Turn it off and touch on the key. I'm the juggernaut of stacking knots unstoppably. The Disneyland Lord of your intellectual property. So get back to work. That's my time you're wasting. I didn't buy you for billions so you could play around debating. You belong to Disney, which means you stay busy. Cranking out magic and assembly line wins.